Hello, beautiful people. It is Overreaction Monday, 5th of December, 2022. This dumbass sports show starts right now. Football! Hello, beautiful people. It is a great day to chit-chat about the greatest sport on the whole damn planet. Ladies and gentlemen, NFL Week 13 is wrapping up this evening in Tampa Bay as an NFC South rivalry is debuted and showcased on ESPN and ESPN2 with a Manning cast, I do believe, Mm -hmm. in the books between the Saints and the Buccaneers. But yesterday, NFL Sunday slate delivered from beginning to end, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Just the way the day ended last night on Sunday Night Football Mm. with all eyes on them. And although it was a ten and a half point spread, which is way too large of a spread, For a game to be on Sunday Night Football this late in the season, probably should have got flexed out of Sunday Night Football, but didn't get flexed out of Sunday Night Football because Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys Mm -hmm. and also one of the leaders of the media negotiation rights deal. So allegedly, he and the Cowboys are going to be on primetime all the time because all the networks think it's the right move because they're going to be negotiating with Jerry Jones whenever it comes to the next media rights deal, which is already worth $110 billion. Who knows what the next one's going to be with more streaming platforms. And also the Cowboys have a massive fan base. Everybody knows it. The marketing role of the America's team with the winning that they had back in the day has generated a massive fan base so you're never going to see the Cowboys get flexed out of Sunday Night Football even though last night as a Colts representative because I played for the team I think we all wish going into the game it would have been flexed out of national television so not everybody had to watch that and learn a lot of new things Uh, about the Indianapolis Colts that Chris Collinsworth was talking about the whole time and after the game I wish it would have got flexed out of primetime so that everybody didn't have to watch and learn about Mm -hmm. this Indianapolis Colts team that we've been a fan of for all year now um, you did see the stat, 10 points in the first quarter is more points than any amount of all the points combined that the Colts had before Jeff Saturday became the head coach in the first quarter. That was a good stat. Yeah, that's all something really great. Good. Felt like it was a close game, 21-19 there for a little bit. We were in it. We were working. We were doing our thing. Then a couple turnovers happened that just looked very bad. Then a 33 to nothing run Ooh. in one quarter of football Christ. was seen by everybody. And, and maybe a lot of people fell asleep. But it's certainly being talked about because it is the Dallas Cowboys and it was on primetime. So everybody has to remember, remind everybody, remember what the Dallas Cowboys did, not only to the Vikings, okay, yeah. but remember what the Dallas Cowboys did to the Indianapolis Colts. Never good to be a part of that conversation. Now, no. the Vikings are all the way back. They're going to go on a run. They're going to do their thing. Colts are in a bad spot. I mean, this is turnovers and Malik Hooker, who we drafted in the yep. first round, had a pick, then a fumble recovery for a touchdown. So, good. Hey, happy for you, Malik. Hey, Malik. Happy you're finding success. In his school, Ohio State's back in the college football playoff. That was just a terrible throw to a guy that shouldn't. Granson, Grayson's on the field. I appreciate him. I'm happy he's on the field. Where the fuck is Jelani Woods? We have a six foot seven guy who isn't playing so that that guy can play. He wasn't <laughs> open at all. Yeah. That guy's not open. Not his fault. Probably shouldn't have threw the ball to him. Had to play against Tony Pollard. Obviously, he's doing his thing. But. You, you wouldn't have known this from watching primetime last night. We have a tight end on our team who is six foot seven. Six, yes, six foot, shoot six foot seven. Yep. If he was in the NBA, they say he's six nine. Because mm-hmm. in the Ooh. NBA, they measure people with their shoes on. In the NFL, they push you down to the smallest you could possibly be, barefooted, so that everybody's the same exact measurement uh, across the board. Six seven, barefoot, push down, scrunch down, don't stretch out your spine at all. NBA, 6'10", probably, yep. with the way they measure people in the NBA because they want everybody to think, oh, these people much taller than everybody, which they are. But also when you see them in their shoes, they're not the smallest they'll ever be. No, 
that's exactly the height that you're seeing, 6'10", 7'1", whatever the case is. The NFL is the opposite of that. Shoot 6'7", he's on the team. Not on the field. No. When he's on the field, Matt Ryan throws him the ball. He scores touchdowns. He does his thing. I have no idea why. This is two different coaching regimes now. It is. Two different offensive coordinators. Yeah. Wild. One who's 31 years old and getting his first shot at this because he's the only person that knows the offense and understood anybody that was on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like, when Frank Reich was calling plays, he was never on the field either. It makes no sense to me. I'm utterly confused about it all. And it does appear, boys. Yep. Oh, no. As if we stink at football. Yeah, it does. It yeah. does appear like that. It's 100% how it appears. That's the talk to table at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. Great to see you boys. Uh, one half of the hammer. Don. Cowboys turn yeah. digs is there. But I was watching that game last night just thinking the Colts fucking stink at football. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Or at least one position. Why are you stinking fucking football? It doesn't make any sense. We pay more money at quarterback position than any other program or franchise <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the NFL the last four years. Offensive yeah. line. Highest paid in the league, right? Yeah. Can't, can't do... Can't do nothing with either of them. No. We got a six, seven guy can't get on the field. When he does get on the field, he makes plays. That's right. We got another guy, Granson, probably a good guy. I don't know him at all, but doesn't appear to be able to get open. And nope. if he, if he did, could Matt Ryan hit him with the ball? <laughs> you got another six, seven uh, guy too. I don't know. Not just one. You got two. Alec Pierce made a couple good plays. Yeah, he, he, might, I think he, he's he looks good. like he's a guy. Every once in a while. <clears throat> He'll make a couple of those plays every once in a while. Now, I think he's going to have to get more consistent, but will he get more consistent with a quarterback that puts it in his area more? Like, that's a great throw from Matt Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great, great Absolutely. ball, great contested catch. Yep. I mean, he caught that thing on a shoulder pad. I mean, this dude could be a guy, but will we ever know if he's a guy? I don't know. We're going to have another quarterback probably sure. next year. Right. Exactly. Probably a new offensive coordinator next mm-hmm. year, and then hopefully, what if that doesn't work? New and head then, coach. Anyways, Colts Peter stink, but uh, thanks for letting us be on primetime television so everybody can see it. Yeah, it was good, Ron. It was a good three quarters. I mean, it really was just that fourth quarter. It felt like they were in the game. Yeah, I until agree. Then. I agree. I agree. That, that just let's flip this. Let's flip the conversation. Okay. Okay. By the okay. way, I think you have one more primetime game. That's how good we were supposed to be. Uh huh. Just. Week 13, Sunday Night Football, Colts are supposed to be in it, mm-hmm. okay? Because Colts are supposed to be a good team. Absolutely. Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh Steelers, we're supposed to be a good, good team. team. I think we got another one coming up. I don't know if it's Monday. I, I think, think it's, it's Monday. Monday. Night, yeah, yeah Monday Night against Chargers. Monday against Chargers, supposed to be a good team. Both teams there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be good teams. Yeah. They're out right now. That's how disappointing it has been. That's, that's what the NFL schedule makers thought of the Colts and then what it has been. Already fired a coach, going to have to do a bunch of turnovers. We fumbled the ball 30 times oh, that's a lot. this season. Matt Ryan accounted for 12 of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Does no one care about the program? Does anybody care at all is what I was wondering while watching that fourth quarter. Like, what is the deal? Jeff Saturday, I got nothing but faith in that guy. Hell yeah. 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 This team gets beat the same exact way, I think, if Frank Reich's coaching. Now, who knows? We'll never know. Agreed. And Frank Reich is a good guy, had moments of being a great coach. For whatever reason, it just wasn't working this year. But is it the locker room, maybe? Like, Oof. What's going – this team was supposed to be so good. The fact that we had to fire Frank Reich is because we weren't doing well at all, and the team seemingly had no soul. It just was, like, yeah. dead almost. It's like, well, this is maybe coaching. Maybe this is coaching. Maybe this is 100%. Frank Reich gets fired. Here we go. New energy. Jeff Saturday beat the Raiders, who hey, are back. They're good. All of a sudden, pretty good at football. Yeah. Okay. The Colts beat the Raiders, got a new energy. This roster that was supposed to be really good beginning of the year 
has now found what they need to do, and they're going to get really good, and they're going to get rolling. Boom. That's not the case. That no, has not no. happened nope. in the last go. And I don't know who all and how all they're going to fix it. I assume Jeff Saturday is not going to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts next year. I have no idea. I haven't talked to anybody with any of that type of information. I'm just assuming here. Now, Jeff did say a couple things in the interview about how much he's loved being back in there. Mm-hmm. Will he get into coaching? Will he want to be the head coach? I don't know. That's a conversation to be had. But they're going to have to turn that over. I don't know what you do with the locker room, though. There's a lot of long-term contracts in that yeah. locker room. Yeah. And they're all in leadership positions. And it seems like that team has not really been like, a, you know, I, I think you can tell about the team leadership whenever you watch a team. Like, how about, you know, the Chiefs just lose to the Bengals. So we can talk about both of those teams. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think at the positions of importance, they got it. And then I assume that their culture and their leadership is one that's like, hey, mm-hmm. we win games. What are we talking about? Joe Burrow was pissed off last year whenever people were saying, Cincinnati Bengals, why not us? Why not us? He's like, that's a bit disrespectful. Why not us? What? We have much higher expectations than the somebody's going to have to win it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not us type aspirations? Like, I think he's a leader. Like, I think he's a guy that's going to show up every single day. I think Jamar Chase works his ass off. Got yep. fresh out of rehab, uh, missing a bunch of weeks because of injury. 100 yards or whatever, does his thing, makes Dog. some insane catches. The one that didn't count, banana land. Yeah. So I just think, like, that, that type of locker room stuff obviously has to be addressed as well. And it seems, and I don't know the locker room as well. I tried to talk to Quentin Nelson at one time when I won an interview. That's right. He's he right up there. Like he's it. right up there with Rondale Moore. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the worst interviews we've ever had. Sure. And that was face to face. Every continent but Antarctica and Australia I've been on. Mm-hmm. Pretty good conversations with every human I've ever <laughs> run into. Like sure. pretty good. I think like actually mm-hmm. find some common ground. Somewhere. Yep. Different languages having conversations sure. with people. I was in Japan having full conversations with people, typing things up on my phone, switching the um, the keyboard to Japanese, mm-hmm. typing it up there, putting it them having full conversations. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. The penguin bar? Anywhere. Yes, the penguin bar. Had a great time. Yeah. Learned everything about it. This is Japanese. They, this is in Japan. They speak Japanese. Couldn't have, had conversations with people. Full convos. Been to Spain before. They don't speak our language. Been to France mm-hmm. before. Germany, been to Austria, Morocco, Morocco, been to Portugal, been to Canada, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a common occurrence here. Been to Mexico. Yeah, oh, wow. down there. Ecuador, there. Well, I never been there. But <laughs> head down there. I think you take some trips elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've been able to talk to pretty much anybody anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's one of the things that I not only enjoy, but I also am pretty good at. Quentin Nelson sitting right next to me, ten minutes, no, nothing, no, fucking no sell. No None at all. I'm like, all right, this guy, all right, I guess he's just a fucking, you know, just a straight yeah, shooter. All about business. All right. Uh, and I respect it. I left him. I'm like, all right, I fucking love that this guy just beats people up and he's this type of guy. I wonder if, is he a vocal leader in the locker room? I don't, uh, it doesn't I don't, seem I don't, like it. I don't know if he is a vocal leader, but he seemingly is a guy that is setting the precedent for the team, right? Because he got paid. He's a captain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a dog. He's going to go down as one of the greats. He, I don't know if he's a talker. Ryan Kelly, I think he probably is. He plays well. Yeah. How much sway can he have over everybody? I don't know. Is he the one that like, is supposed to get DeForest Buckner? He's a big-time yeah, leader, sure, great yeah. speaker. He's been on the show. Is he supposed to get it going? I don't know who it is, but somebody needs to figure it out in there. And I don't think – I don't know who the coaching change is going to be. And a lot of people are attacking you know, me and Jeff Saturday right now for the whole thing. I don't know what coach – goes in there and does well with this team. Yeah. I honestly don't. And it makes no sense. Yeah, no it way. makes no fucking sense. None of us. I don't understand it. I thought they were going to be good. I thought it was going to be a great year. 
last night getting just fucking railroaded by a team in the NFC that might be representing the NFC in the end. Sure. This Dallas Cowboys team is a lot of fun to watch, are mm-hmm. they not? Now, it happened to be against the Colts, so that's no fun, but the fucking Cowboys showed up in a big way. They got two massive wins. Now, Dak Prescott has been, you know, CeeDee Lamb's on stupid. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. <laughs> just, just absolutely stupid. And then earlier in the night, or later in the evening, he ran like a jet sweep, yeah. and then he cut – he hockey slid. Yeah. He actually <clears throat> sprayed like it was a full on one of those yep. on the turf and cuts up field. And it's like that type of body control, because he had to prepare for that. He planned that. Like when you're playing Mario Kart and you use a little drifty drift yep, whenever sure. you hit the L1 or whatever it is, you're planning for that. He was running and planning for a fucking, uh, uh, like a tail, like a, like literally a drift. Mm-hmm. And then he cuts right up field. It's, He's a freak show athlete, yeah. CeeDee Lamb. And I don't know if we've ever – I guess we have seen him make big plays. But, like, what he did last night, if they're going to continue to use him in that particular mm-hmm. fashion and he's going to continue to do that, like, they got a, they got a, a number one. They got mm-hmm. an outright number one who's yep. unbelievable. Gallup can make some fucking big-time plays. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ezekiel Elliott, and he came out and spoke about how last year he wasn't necessarily as good with Tony Pollard getting his touches. Yep. But then I came to the realization that it's much better for the team with how explosive he is for him to get the touches. So shout-out to Zeke. Yeah, hey, that's a Zeke. That's a little me, big team uh, type mindset, which yeah. everybody was pinning against Ezekiel, too. You're getting paid this much, and this guy's doing this. Collinsworth made an uh, insightful comment last night. He said, in goal line and short yardage situations, Ezekiel's in there. That's not good for your average, but it's great for the team. Sure. So anytime anybody wants to compare mm-hmm. the Tony Pollard to Ezekiel Elliott, like yards per carry, he said he thinks that puts it to bed a little bit. But nonetheless, they got both of them, Schultz, and Dak is playing. I oh, mean, yeah. fucking yeah. Dak is absolutely playing. I... uh I'm happy for Big Mike. I'm happy for the Dallas Cowboys. Being down in that stadium, it's so fucking nice. Yeah. Yeah. That stadium is so fucking nice. I was down there, obviously, for the Big 12 championship. They might be a real fucking contender. Plus, you'd have to think. So Odell did his visit with the Giants. Why go there? They Why go there? Um, And then he's got the Cowboys. Big time tie with the Washington Commanders. Congratulations. No losses. Where you go, Don? 40% uh, drop in playoff percentage or something for both of those teams whoever lost yesterday oh so he said let's just tie move to the next week fucking let everything else sort itself out mm-hmm. good play by both dayball and rivera really like what they're doing yeah. that's good well football. Done, boys. but then he's got a visit with the cowboys and the bills coming up and i think it's a clear obvious choice to go to the cowboys especially after the jimmy g injury yesterday because one you get to play indoors all all winter long you don't have to play in six inches of snow in buffalo you don't have to deal with the chiefs and some other teams in the AFC. It feels like the Cowboys' path, them and the Eagles, just got a little bit easier now, potentially, with the Jimmy G injury. Well, and let's say the Philadelphia Eagles are... Yeah, unbelievable. Absolute wagon. So much fun to watch. Hey. Yeah. So much fun to watch. And we we talked a couple weeks ago that we needed to show a little bit more respect to Vrabel and his coaching staff Mm -hmm. and his whole coaching mantra because they're always in a game. Mm -hmm. seems like no matter what, you don't know a lot of the players on the team because... They don't know a lot of players on their team because they end up having to cycle through so many people because of injuries or because whatever the reasoning is. And they're in the AFC South, so not a lot of, you know, spotlight on the AFC South much. Number one seed going into playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Vrabel coach of the year reigning and defending right now. So we said we're going to start putting a little bit more respect on that Ohio fucks football team because that Ohio fuck is an incredible football savant in Mike Vrabel, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then – they run in his Eagles team with less thinky, more athlete takeover. Yeah. 
guy they traded. And Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And obviously A.J. Brown, whose explanation of his celebration is so fucking epic. <laughs> Whenever he took his towel out and he started spanking the post, he said, I, I still love you. You know, I still like this hurt me just much. As hurt me. <laughs> so like it, it was I love everything about it. I love everything about the Eagles football team. I, I was surprised that the Titans got so blown out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disregard. They're getting for 30 yards. Yeah. I had him on any time touchdown a couple different parlays. Mm-hmm. I lost every single bag. Right. Something to think about, though. Now that he hasn't scored these last two weeks, okay. two touchdowns coming up for Derrick Henry here. Let's keep that in mind. All right, let's jot it in. Mm-hmm. Yep, jot it put in. Put that in the memory bank. What is bank. it, Zito? You just start talking to your phone, right? And your phone yeah. just starts. You want me to, hey, uh, Siri, just put that in there in my notes, please. Thank you. Boom. You got it. Boom. She has, she's had a different voice throughout the years. Yeah, yeah that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Flu season. Yeah, a little, might be sick. a little thick. Everybody needs to... Uh, Everybody needs to be cognizant, by the way, of washing their hands. Right, wash your hands. Absolutely, sanitize or wash. Yep, multiple I think times. everyone can get on the same page with washing their hands. I'm about done with the sanitized thing. I yeah. can't do it anymore. After COVID, I can't do it anymore. It dries your I, hands up. It dries your hands up, but then also I've tasted that shit before somehow oh, because yeah. it's on something that I'm eating or whatever. Sure. And then it's like I got this sanit in my mouth. It tastes terrible. Yeah, it's bad. I think what's well, a damper to your day for sure. Yeah, I think it's a whole day. Yeah. Did you ever get it in your eyeball? I assumed well, during the COVID run, run I did. Yeah, well, like that CBD you got in your eyes at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like that. Clearly not supposed wood. to put that stuff in there. <laughs> I was cutting up a piece of chicken last night for, uh, for Val and Chuck D. You yeah, know? sure. Scissors, great play. Yeah. Cutting oh, up yeah. meat yeah. or whatever. Easy. Boom, squirt, chicken juice right in my mouth. Oh, oh, man. Right <laughs> off the scissor. Juicy piece. Boom, right in my like. Hit so hard, it looked like one of those science project things that you hit in the water comes oh, back wow. out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, uh, the chicken juice hit my thing and then it was bouncing off my face back on it. I'm like, oh my God. I'm good. I survived, obviously. Yeah, but it took you yeah. out for a little. Yeah, I felt pretty. Some safety glasses next time you do that. Yeah, I felt like I was really sacrificing for the dogs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I they, they don't even it. understand that no, what just no, happened. No, no. They were just sitting there, Val's pawing my leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Sam, or Val. Might lose my fucking vision here. Okay, everybody needs to relax. Hope the chicken's here. moist. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Allen, speaking of Chuck, let's talk about the dogs that are the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you think it is? Why, 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 why do you think it is? Well, honestly, Ty, what do you think it is about this Eagles team? Is it strictly because Jalen Hurts is a guy? Because that was the question going into the year. Yeah. If Jalen Hurts is good, they will be a great team because they've gone all in or not. Jalen's fucking great at football. He mm-hmm. is unbelievable to watch. His composure, his swag, everything about him just reeks of franchise quarterback for long term. What do you think it is about this Eagles team? And they're a lot of fun to watch, man, honestly. Yeah, I think that's a massive part of, of it, obviously. Is like He's having an MVP year, but we talk about the Titans and how physical they are and everything, but they don't really have any of like the playmakers or the guys on the outside. It's kind of just like, hey, they're physical, they're tough, they're going to beat you up, and they're going to play in a lot of close games. The Eagles are physical and tough, and they also have all these weapons on the outside. And like they, they can play you know, in a phone booth with anybody, but then you get A.J. Brown, who... Like, I, I mean, I don't know. We look around, and it, this might just be like a prisoner of the moment kind of thing, but I don't know if one guy has helped the team more year over year than A.J. Brown going to the Eagles because Devonta Smith is unbelievable, but then you have a true number one at the other side. They can run the ball because of, you know, J- uh, Jalen, like being able to get out, and then defensively, like they're in that win, win now, we can go all in mode where it's like, you know, Robert Quinn was a healthy scratch yesterday. Like they can just grab these guys and it seems like they can, exactly him and Linval Joseph. Like they just, 
they understand their windows right now. And, and when you have a guy playing as good as Jalen is and he's still on his rookie contract, like this is kind of just like the perfect moment for them to kind of seize the, the day and go all in. And how about like Sirianni just being an absolute yep. dog? Yeah. yeah. He talks shit still. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're winning. He's talking shit. Mm-hmm. They beat the Colts. He motherfucks some fans. That's yeah. motherfucking <laughs> Frank Wright. Like, this is the head coach of the team who has – a very good chance of getting to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Which we, I I think, obviously, you heard the Johns speaking about them. Mm -hmm. And Philadelphia every year is going to be good until they're not. Then they're disappointed. Mm -hmm. Then everybody's booing at the game's second quarter. Correct. Philadelphia is awesome. Great sports town. Incredibly emotional city just to begin with, let alone their love of sports. You add it in there. I mean, it's a fantastic place. He has become the perfect coach for that team. Not only the locker room, but I feel like the city. Like, he is a dog. Love mm-hmm. dog. And yeah. Philadelphia is like, yes, this is the team we want. We want a tough team. We want a team that can run the ball if we have to. We want a quarterback who is seemingly willing to take shots, no big deal, take risk, and also make some damn plays. We got superstars all over the place. Our defense is tough. And Jason Kelsey is a man who is going to set the tone for the offensive line whenever you need him. The way he looked showing up at the game yesterday is fantastic. Because Jason Kelsey, not a dude, this is not normal for Jason Kelsey Uh to do this. He shows up like the dude from 51st Dates I learned on the internet. I did not know. On 51st Dates, sounds like you know the movie, Diggs. Oh, yeah. What was this human? Seen it many, many times. He was the brother of, uh, what's her name? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Barrymore, Who Adam Sandler was dating, who lost her memory, and Adam Sandler had to make make her love him every single day over and over again. Yeah. That's very romantic. Right. What did this fucking guy do? That's a brother. He was awesome. He was mm-hmm. on steroids. He had a lisp. Uh, he was a cool character. Okay, so Jason Kelsey says, I'm showing up looking like him. <laughs> yeah. And if Jason Kelsey misses one block, if Jason Kelsey does anything that isn't Jason Kelsey-like, people are going to attack Jason Kelsey for dressing up like this. He shows up with a weight belt on, see-through fucking football jersey, some, um, what are those called? I have a pair of them. Uh, bird, dog bird, dogs, bird dogs, yeah. bird dogging, and uh, gloves on, walks in there, yeah. dominates. Yeah. Just fucking crushes. <laughs> dominates. Mm-hmm. And then walks right back out of there, hops in probably a truck, big fucking truck. Oh, yeah. Hops into a podcast studio, makes a new heights pod with his brother, who's going to be interesting because that fumble that happened, that is mm. not Travis Kelsey ish at all. <laughs> Can't wait to hear what he has to say about that and bouncing back. And then moving on. This might be one of the coolest dudes on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Helps when he's on your team. Absolutely. He's like the perfect embodiment in Sirianni said this he's the perfect embodiment of what we want like this is what we want our team he just so happens to be at the very center of your offense and also he's OG not scared to speak we hear that on the podcast he's an incredible communicator probably on the defensive side have a lot of respect for him what a fucking winning team this Eagles team has and what a fun game to watch yesterday as they just dismantled the Tennessee Titans which doesn't happen on a regular basis they lose but normally they're in it. They have a yeah, plan. Right. Normally they have an idea. Vrabel's able to scheme and strategize on how to keep his team in it, even though they might not be able to keep up with the firepower. Not the case yesterday at all. No, I mean, the only other time we've seen that happen to the Titans this year, I think, was what, like week two against the Bills on Monday night when they just got ran yeah. off the field. And that was like prime and like the, hey, is this Bills team going to go undefeated? No one, you know, no one can touch them. But you look at the Eagles, too, going into this year, a lot of talking heads and a lot of people were saying like, oh, they can't play from behind. They need to play with leads because Jalen isn't good enough to beat you from the pocket. Like, that's not true anymore. Like, they they can either play ahead and run down your throat or like if they're – 
if they find themselves in a situation where they are down a few scores, like right now I have full confidence, like, oh, yeah, Jalen's going to be able to make the throws and, and bring them back in the game. Like, I think they can just beat teams in so many different ways. I enjoy watching them, man. Yeah. I, I honestly do. They load up on the D-line, too, yep. in the middle of the season. Hey, enjoy it, Johns. Yeah. yeah. You, des- you deserve it. Your team went all in. Players are showing up. Mm-hmm. Sirianni seems to be a perfect head coaching hire. Yeah. Sirianni leaves Colts. Colts get real bad. Yeah. Sure. So think about it. You guys get real good. Mm-hmm. We get real bad. That guy might be up there for Cause coaching. Effect. Yeah. yeah, might be the case. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, who knows? Who are we? All right. Let's talk about this uh, obviously massive game from yesterday. And you know, when you're thinking about matchups, this is one that we all got excited about. That Miami Dolphins offense, you know, with that Yale brainiac, mm-hmm. McDaniel running it in such a cool fashion. Oh, so cool. Cool glasses. Yeah, funny. Yeah. Yep. So Charming. cool. Cool, cool glasses. Incredible sweatsuits on. Yep. Then he goes to the press conferences and drops absolute gems. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the way he, the mic'd up videos that we're hearing from him, talking shit to Tua mm-hmm. about Alabama warming up for an NFL game. Yeah, classic. That's next. That's so relaxed. Think about how relaxed he is and has to be. Yesterday there was a moment of accountability where he said, I fucked up, so he had to have called something that maybe didn't work, and he was letting Tua know, hey, that's 100% on me, so he's transparent, seemingly incredible, hire the offense. They go all in. They bring Tyreek Hill, the cheetah, uh-huh. in from Kansas City and pay him a lot of money. Remember, because Kansas City didn't want to pay him. Now it makes sense why they didn't. Do they lose to the Cincinnati Bengals? Oh, oh, no. the phone. You're not going to do that. Chief I didn't seem, see those tweets yesterday. Chiefs seem to be A-OK. What, would they beat the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday if they had Tyreek Hill? Oh, maybe. maybe. Maybe it would help. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, it didn't help uh, the team yesterday played against the Niners. But no. not, they bring in Tyreek Hill. Waddle's injured. That's not great news. But they just go in Jeff Wilson, and Tua's doing his thing, and the defense seems to be what? good. And now they're taking on the Niners, whose defense is supposed to be historic, one of the greatest of all time. Not only because your Mike Fred Warner is a freak show. Dog. Dog. Absolute freak show. And you got Bosa, whose thighs Wide are as big as massive. kegs. Aren't they? They're as big as oh, yeah, kegs, yeah, this fast. Bosa guy. He closes like a fucking... Gotcha. Look at this dude. Just in his red. You're done. It looked like that, uh, like a lion yeah. going in for a kill right oh, there. yeah. And obviously they got that safety young Paul Mollo they're calling his name is uh, Ufonga. Ufonga. He's a player. Of course. D'Amico Ryan's gonna be head coach next year. He's defense coordinator. So what is this offense led by the Yale genius taking on the D'Amico Ryan's led Niners defense gonna look like? What a game. Yeah, it was a good game. What a game. And it didn't go how we thought it was going to go. Two was off. Two was missing balls. Bit. Mm-hmm. Then two hit a couple. And then on the Niners side, they lose Jimmy G with an apparent broken foot. An immediate apparent broken foot with the way his – Think about how small your bones are in your feet, how many of them there are. Whenever you see his foot turn sideways, that son of a bitch, you had to assume ah. that something was going to break in there. That news was confirmed by Florio last night on NBC that he'll be out for the rest of the year. Oh, Terrible. no. That sucks. We were just talking one week ago. They win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G as a quarterback. Do they have to pay him and keep him? Ian tweeted yesterday morning before the game that uh, what seemed inconceivable months ago, Niners and Jimmy are both open to him coming back next year. Yesterday morning. Mm. Big game against the Dolphins coming up. What could go wrong? Broken foot. Out for the rest of the season. Goddamn shame. And in relief of Jimmy G, who's had an incredible year. Hey, Jimmy, way to go. Way to go, James. Hey, good mental toughness this year. 
Started out training camp, not even on the team. He was practicing on another field. Don't even come around, please. We don't need you interfering. This is Trey Lance's team. <laughs> and, well, we can't trade you. Turns out you had shoulder surgery. Nobody knows if you can throw the ball anymore. And we're asking for a lot because you've done a lot, Jimmy. You deserve yeah. a lot. So uh, you're just going to back up Trey Lance, okay? Even though this team has been yours, you've done very well. We've kind of sent you away. You weren't in a training camp. We need you to back up Trey Lance. Trey Lance gets hurt. Jimmy G comes in. They start winning. They start looking like the Niners team that they had looked like over the past few years in which they won a lot of games and been to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. And then one tackle, one broken foot. Jimmy G's done for the rest of the year. What are they going to do? Trey Lance also out for the rest of the year. The man you spent a number three overall pick on instead of getting Mac Jones, which, uh, I mean, who who knows? But you did spend your last pick. Mr. Irrelevant, mm-hmm. pick 262, 242, 257, 62, 252, 252, 252, Balls. Yeah. Brock Purdy put on a Purdy show yesterday. Yeah. Not only the throws he was making in that, there was a third and ten, and I assume we have it on this highlight package. I do not know when. That's a great ball right there. Let's, mm-hmm. not, let's not get it twisted. The that ball to McCaffrey is incredible. The red zone, there's not a lot of time. There's not a lot of space to pin that thing in there. Average throw, it looks like. Remember, this guy's Mr. Irrelevant fucking Brock Purdy playing at Iowa State just a year ago. Now he's being put into the middle of a situation. Biggest game of the day. All right, Dolphins versus Niners, big game. Biggest game. In the middle of it, take over how you doing. Doesn't appear to be as tall as maybe some quarterbacks that are taller, but this dude's moxie is off the charts. Absolutely. He stayed in the pocket on a third and ten. Number 15 maybe for the Dolphins? I forget who it yes. was. Phillips. Uh, is that who that is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15 is third and ten. He's a mutant too. Yeah. Big. Long arms. There he is. Boom. Big guy. Already opening up his entire uh, arms in his face, he sticks in there and delivers a dime to George Kittle. That type of throw, staring down the barrel, that type of courage, especially in a league that he's never played. This is guy's first snaps <laughs> yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. He has no idea. Maybe he doesn't know what he doesn't know, but a lot of people get scared there, tuck, turn, run, miss the throw, and everybody's like, why is this offense stink? The guy's scrambling for his life. Well, also there's a chance that for another half a second you sit in there, somebody gets open, you're going to have to take a massive shot, which quarterbacks have to do in the NFL. It is no fun. It's a bad part of the job, but it certainly takes place. This dude's sitting in the pocket, fucking taking massive shots to the jaw, seemingly throwing to the right people as well, because as we're watching everything DB and we're talking to AQ Shipley and and Coach Pagano and everything we're watching and learning, like against certain coverages, there's obviously holes. Mm -hmm. For him to know where those holes are going to be just by looking at a pre-snap is a level of football IQ that I don't think any of us could have expected from fucking Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. I know Shanahan's offense is incredible, which makes it even more impressive that the guys learn the entire offense being a backup as Mr. Irrelevant. This is incredible. Now, uh, I believe we're going to be joined by uh, Insider for the Insiders, a man who works for not only the league itself, the National Football League, but also the network and the website and a subscription service mm-hmm. that has seemingly done really well. Yeah, crushing. What was that? So know. weird. Good still. Do you remember that was a thing? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, NFL man. Plus. Yeah. Come Get on. NFL yeah. Plus. Watch out-of-market preseason games. Get NFL Plus. <laughs> Get social media content from around the league. Yeah. Ooh. 
NFL Plus. <laughs> you have Ian Rappaport reporting what he reported on his Twitter and on NFL Network. That's right. NFL Plus. <laughs> Remember, that was a yeah, thing. They oh, yeah. Big time. They're pushing it. Anyways, Ian's on that as well. No offense. Just come on. Yeah. Got to give something. You got to make it. What are we doing here? You got to make it worth something. Yeah. It does make $110 billion in media deals. We understand you have Make it worth something if Please. you're going to be. Because we love you. Oh, yes. yeah. Just like we love this man who traveled all the way to Indianapolis to host this show on Friday. He did a fantastic job. Can't thank him enough. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of the weekly wrap-up with Rap Sheet and Friends, us being the friends, he being Rap Sheet, Ian Rappaport. Yay! What's up? What's going on? Hey, is NFL Plus still a thing? Yeah, it's still a thing. It's killing it. No, it's not. Ian, <laughs> Come on, right? Yeah, it is. Ian, it's no, still it, no, it is not. Are uh, you? Is also, that like a NFL Neuralink thing for you? Killing yeah. NFL. NFL I'm Plus is killing, killing it. it. <laughs> no, I must say, uh, and I would never lie to the people. Hello. I watched uh, a game on NFL Plus on Sunday. It was. Uh, I wanted to have a second screen, the local game. Turned on the Jets game, I believe, and I watched it on my tablet. Okay. NFL Plus. Great experience. That is. That's awesome. All right. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Maybe it'll continue to grow and give stuff that, you know, some other place doesn't already have. Uh Right. That'd be great. That's right. NFL Plus. All right. Let's dive into some NFL news. We were just talking about the game, uh, the Dolphins versus the Niners. Incredible game. Couldn't wait for the matchup of the Dolphins offense taking on the Niners defense. That was not the story of the day, though. No, the story of the day was Jimmy G, a man that you reported before the game, could potentially be open to returning long term with the Niners because of all the success that has happened, which is completely different than what it was going into the season with the Niners and Jimmy G. He ends up breaking his foot. He's out for the rest of the season. That was confirmed last night by Sunday Night Football, Football Night in America, I believe. And now Brock Purdy's the guy or Baker Mayfield requested a release from the Carolina Panthers. Is Baker Mayfield trying to make a run at the 49ers job? I know they signed Josh Johnson off the Broncos practice squad. What is is the idea in Niner land right now? Who's going to be their quarterback? Brock Purdy looked good. Purdy good. Pretty good. Uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy did look pretty good. You know, I go to all these training camps. You know, during the July and August, and some people will kind of talk up guys. And I remember going to San Francisco, and they're like, you know, I know we got Sudfeld as our backup, but this Brock Purdy guy, like, I'm not sure we can cut him. We really like him, and I'm kind of like, okay, okay. And then they ended up cutting Sudfeld, keeping Purdy, and you're like, oh, okay, that's nice. They were being honest. Like, maybe there's something there. And then he gets out there on Sunday, and like, I thought looked kind of pretty good. Yes, yep. not kind oh, yeah. of pretty. Yeah, yeah. look, look very, like, really pretty good. And you know, you can succeed in Kyle's offense if you're a little mobile and you just do what he says. And Brock Purdy is at a place where he just does what Kyle says and puts the ball in the right spots. And I think we'll be okay. Uh, the answer to your other question is: there's so many other things going on. Baker Mayfield, he requested his trade, I believe, in part because he thought there's a good chance he could land somewhere good. The 49ers need a quarterback. He is probably the best quarterback available. We'll see if he gets there on waivers. They got a late claim. Um, But, yeah, I do think there's a chance they claim him. It's only a million and a half dollars. Even if it's just to be the backup for a couple weeks until who knows, that's not a bad thing. Just claim him, pay the money. And some good insurance policy in case another quarterback gets hurt for San Francisco. So Josh Johnson, he's also signed over there. And if you get signed off of somebody's practice squad, you have to be active, right? Is that a rule or no? Uh, three. You don't have to be active, but you have to stay on the roster for three weeks. That's the rule. So he's definitely going to be a part of the 53 then, right? Yeah. So basically what they could do is just carry three quarterbacks for three weeks, which is like 
a little bit annoying, but not a huge deal. I think there's a couple teams annoying. that do that. Definitely something at the most important position you can work through. So you think the Niners are definitely going to claim Baker Mayfield. Um, and if they do, he will be a part of a Josh Johnson, Baker Mayfield, Brock Purdy quarterback room for the rest of the year for the San Francisco 49ers. And whoever plays well gets a job or it's Brock Purdy's job. Everybody else can back up until he messes it up. Uh, we'll see if they claim. I think they're going to look into it. And, and here's the other fun thing. We rarely, rarely get waiver wire drama. I mean, that's like the, that'd be like the bad name of a dorky TV show that nobody would watch. Um, Inside on NFL Plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I walked right into that. Yeah, you did. By the way, you know how dedicated I am to this show? Sorry. I am watching, I'm talking to you guys, instead of watching penalty kicks, Japan, Croatia. Oh. Right now. Whoa. Literally right now. We didn't know that was happening. The world, yeah. Soccer Lombardi's over, dude. Yeah, it yeah. ended. Yeah. Everyone left. We did not win it. Nope. Yeah, which is a real surprise, honestly, with the way I've been talking. I know. We had Thanks a lot, bro. In the, the bag. Thanks a lot, Burhalter. Way better on Saturday. Why is Raina not on the fucking pitch? God damn it. <laughs> what is the deal, Get rid dude? Of him. It's unbelievable. It's great. What number of kick Great is question. it? Can we put the kick thing up here, actually? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Shit. Just started. Japan missed. Did Croatia uh-huh. get a save, or did he miss the net? Save. Save. Kill oh. right. Oh, that's a great Ooh. kick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're whoa, ahead whoa, of us. You're ahead of us. You're ahead of us. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who are you pulling for? Who are you pulling for? This is the worst. That's a great oh, kick. Ah, that's that a great is. kick. That's a great kick. You're, you're right. right. You are right. Breaking news. Look at this guy. He's yeah. breaking news on a penalty kick. Unbelievable. What, do you got a plug-in guitar? This is like, when, this is like when a beat writer tweets from the stadium and they're like a little too yes. out front. And I always want to text you. Like, you just like wait six to seven seconds before you tweet what happened in that. Yeah, that, that happened, happened yesterday in the middle of a live bet for me. Oh, no. Well, it was on the screen. Good news, though? No. Oh, jeez. Fucking <laughs> the Colts. The, the, I got not. <laughs> Oh, oh his goalie is yeah. a fucking wall. Levakovic? Wow. Levakovic? Levakovic? This guy's got fucking six arms, dude. Fucking cold. Have it. The Culver? The Japan. What was the first kick like? Kind of soft like that or no? Uh, low, low right, kind of like that. Same exact no, kick. The goalie's right. Bring some juice. They must Come have on. a scouting report, and Culver knows his yeah. own scouting report you're against ta- him. You're talking about Levakovic? Yeah. Oh, the old Culver is what they call him. This is this is what I want to. Oh wow! This is what I want to know. Oh wow! All right, right. Hey, another you can't goal. Do that. That's Come so on. I got NFL plus. Oh, wow. oh, no fucking around. Oh, oh down the pipe. Gotcha, I love punk. it. It might end this thing. In yes, right <laughs> these guys are awesome. Yes. <laughs> these guys are awesome. You're gonna beat them in three. I gotta get my sleeve finished. If, I want to know. I want to know all the tendencies. I want to know the scouting reports. If a guy leans left, does that mean he's going left or going? I want to know. I want to get inside the goalie. So Tony Miola. Yeah. Tony Miola was on last week. Mm-hmm. He actually said, with all this tech that everybody has, you can have a pretty good read on where everybody's going to go. You know, if guys oh. are if guys kick the same way. Back in the day, he said we had to get VHS and get our VCRs and learn the whole thing. He said <laughs> now you can just search on Twitter a guy which way he goes for his penalty. He said most guys go the same way. This guy's going left. Right? Ooh. Ooh, he sold that one. Most right. guys go the same way every time, he said. Some guys have like one shot. They just do allegedly. You say hips? That's the telltale sign? I don't know. When I did them, I just fucking smoked it. Yeah. yeah. Liz, I, that, that's I kick the this target. Son of bitch as hard as I can. That, that's what I feels like that is the target that I have. I am head down. I'm driving this thing as hard yeah, as I can. And if you stop it, good on you. Good <laughs> on you. That may be the least surprising thing I've ever heard in my life. They sent me out first, too. You know, when I get into PKs, there's yeah. five of them. I'm going out first. Mm-hmm. This thing's coming. 
this thing's going to whistle past your head or through your body. Because <laughs> if he does save it, boom, he's not going to be able to save the next yeah. four. Yeah, but if I fucking miss the net, that's a tough one. I've put one high. Oh, oh no! no! I know! So casual! Yeah. Is that a polo helmet? Not have that happen. This guy They're going to kill this it right guy. now, yeah. yeah. So a guy in our office, Bruce, oh, you probably met him. He's Croatian all of a sudden. Yeah, Branovic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bruce Branovic. Bruce Branovich. No, I get, I, I can kind of get that. You like, you feel a certain kinship with the teams you're watching, so you're like, well, this all one, right. He does you have know. an actual. Yeah. This guy's actually part of Croatian royalty family, I think. That's right. Somehow, this dude was sitting in the front box oh, with like cool. the president of Croatia. That's right. Yeah. Do they? I don't even know if they have a president. <laughs> he was a joke. Oh, oh man, he was a Jokovic's birthday. Party. Look at that goalie, Levakovic. Just like, is this, is this hard? He, that's what he said. <laughs> Is this hard? Here like, keep go. fucking shooting the exact Bro, same These spot. goalies have been so amazing. Japan's like, going it, one of five. That's not good. No. Yeah. Does Japan know they got to put their best kickers? <laughs> no. Yeah, these are them, Z. Leva <laughs> well, well, got good. the boys, but what happened? No, no, I'm responding to no, nothing. Oh, news? Oh, man. Is that news? No news. No news. This guy misses. It Brad sounds like, oh, look, he took bitch. his good steps. I like that. One step to the left so I can pitter-patter, pit, 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 pit. Oh, oh. game seven. Yep. All right. Game wow. for Croatia. Congrats. That was very entertaining. Great that was win. really good. It was good. It was over for like 30 seconds for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for not spoiling yeah, all I, of it. No, that's how good of a friend I am. I didn't ruin it by <laughs> reacting. Yeah, you kind of threw a curveball. Hey, I appreciate what you did here, pal. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> that was awesome. Do you, want, do you want to hear something a little bit funny? Hey, you did great um, on Friday. You did great on Friday. Good job, Rap. Good job, Rap. Thank you, buddy. Go I, ahead. Every, I came back and all my friends asked me about it. I was like, what was it like? I was like, I don't know. I was like sitting in a bar with my buddies talking about football for three hours. It's like, oh, this is what Pat does all day. It's like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I don't it's booze around. like you do. But <laughs> yeah. It's similar. To uh, I declined a shot of bourbon before the show. I'll have you know. Yeah. But I heard commercial break. You took one. Yeah. He ripped it. No, that's fake news. Um, you're eating your pop belly. I, hey, I didn't get to hear you talking to Ross Dellinger. I only saw it. I opened my Twitter account and uh, Gumpy had put out a tweet, and it was just your face standing on the left side behind my, and then Ross's face on the right side. And I literally looked at my phone and was like, "All right, things. I'm just, I'm gonna put this back here." And that's why I said to you, I said like, uh, "We're gonna have to figure that one out if Ross Dellinger is gonna be." <laughs> I didn't even know you were talking shit to him in the middle of the interview. You were telling him, "Hey, you're gonna have to bring it here." You're gonna, I, I didn't know that happened. I missed that. You were giving, yeah. Motive. Oh my well, god! Right off the you bat, you are so disrespectful. Yeah, right awesome. off the jump, that is. No, you got to bring the energy. Like, don't, like, don't come on and be like, oh god. And like, I've known Ross for a while. Like, you got to pep it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, the viewers expect I mean, a little more. Rob, she told a story about how Ross's wife is actually in his phone as sex, and it's been in that since he was twenty years old. True story. The internet <laughs> really liked that story. Liked the story a lot. A lot of clicks there. I don't think I heard the story, but I'm just putting the own, my own story together. Am I right? Uh, no, Probably. No. The no, story no, no. that I just put together. If you think rap sheets a dog. Then, then, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. <laughs> he got a call from sex at 2 a.m. one night, and let's just say he picked it up. Yeah, couldn't have picked it up quicker. Oh, no. <laughs> one of the great moments of my life. Yeah. Oh, First time. no. Mm-hmm. First you time told ever. that story to this guy? You told the world that yeah. story? Yeah. yeah. So he closed it. I it's actually how he wrapped it up. I yeah. forced him to tell the story. It's even better. Yeah. God! He said, no, he said, no. He doesn't give a damn. All right, let's talk uh, football. Jesus Christ. I had no idea. Um, 
That's what we were oh, dealing with when we were talking yeah. about yeah. the weekly wrap-up with Rap Sheet and Friends. Unbelievable. Hey, tell that story. There was a lot of good things. A lot of good things happened in there. Um, uh, you yeah, had asked geez. about... It's a man's you know, wife. It was, it was really... Yeah. Well, yeah. And she's like a like big-time professional. Like, yeah. White House reporter yeah, person. Poli- political yeah. correspondent <laughs> for the White House. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. Uh, all right, let's move on. Ian, what... Uh, you asked about Jimmy Absolute dog. Oh, Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Get back to Jimmy G. No. Um, you asked about Jimmy G before. Um about basically, is it still possible that he's there in the offseason? I kind of think it is. Like, they're, they were good this year. Signing him back on a short deal, especially when the relationship is still really good with him and the Niners, kind of makes sense because you still have Trey Lance. He's not going anywhere. We've seen from a team like, say, the Packers, that if you have some patience with a young quarterback, it can really, really benefit you. So I don't think the broken foot and being out for the season changes things. I think it's possible he's still back to solidify that thing and give Trey Lance some more time to develop. Okay, and if Brock Purdy does very well rest of the year, like very well, or Josh Johnson does very well, is there any, like, what do you, what do you? Then, then maybe you don't have to. Um, but, I, I mean, that's a great sort of insurance policy to always have. Like, if it you need to, you probably could just pay him enough to resign him, and he likes it there. So that would make some sense. Well, as somebody whose team has been looking for a good quarterback for a long time, seemingly. Long time. And then on national television, you know, go 33 nothing in the fourth yeah. quarter. That's tough look. That's, that's soul-stealing. Oh, yeah. Soul-snatching. Mm-hmm. A lot of people on Twitter last night saying, we – we ain't getting our season tickets next year. Whoa. That's and I, wild. It wasn't until I read a couple of those where I was like, yeah, good call. They're on, they're yeah, on no way. I don't know what you're talking that? about. Are we doing Let's that? see who the quarterback is first. Are we doing that? But, like, I will do it because of how much fun it is where mm-hmm. we sit out there or whatever. Awesome. But I could see how a lot of people would think that, especially, like, with the, w- the way it's all gone. It's just so, like, what are they – I don't know how they fix that. Yeah, Honestly, really I don't know how they fix it. So what I'm saying to the Niners people is, like, you win a lot of games when Jimmy G's playing football for you. To just cast him out and just assume you're going to get somebody new that's going to be able to win because of whatever, I think that's an interesting situation. Now, if Brock Purdy comes in and plays well, or Josh Johnson comes in and plays well, or Baker Mayfield somehow comes in and plays well, and somehow, I mean, because he's got to go through the waiver wire, who knows where else he's going to go. If they come in and play well, that's a whole other conversation, but don't Please do not take it for granted. I'm begging you. Yeah. Do not take it for granted that you have a good quarterback who wins games over there. Tony, your question for I, Ian Rapport. Follow up uh, with Baker. Who else would claim Baker? Is there any other teams that potentially would claim Baker? Uh, okay, so I've kind of gone through this in my head a little bit today. The teams that have some quarterback questions. Colts. The te- Texans. Okay. Uh, Colts. Yeah. Rams. Oh. Which, if you're the Rams – your good friends, the 49ers, may have some interest. Do you just oh. claim him and go, oh, we'll see, knowing that they may? Like, that's – that was when I was talking about the really uh, extremely popular show, Waiver Wire Shenanigans or whatever. Like, On NFL Plus. Yep. Like, that actually could happen and would make some sense because they do have a need at quarterback. Yeah. Stafford's um, done. And then the 49ers. So, you know, it's only a million and a half dollars. It's fine money for a backup quarterback, and then we'll see what happens. 
And yeah, I mean, I I could definitely see a team claiming. It's gonna be. We'll find out tomorrow at four. It'll be really, really interesting. Okay, let's mo- move through a couple things quickly because we know you have to go. Uh, Matthew Stafford, you just talked about a quarterback problems in uh, L.A. because they have questions or whatever. He had a spinal contusion, then he had a couple concussions. Is he done? Do we is, do we think he's done with football? Have we seen the last of Matthew Stafford playing NFL football? <sighs> I don't have a firm answer because I'm not in his head. And anytime you get to this late in the year, you know that every veteran True. is kind of like, I got to get back. I got to think about it. Yeah. I don't think we've seen the last of him. I don't think this is how he wants it to end. He's going. The hope is that fairly soon, maybe within the next month or maybe a little longer, he'll be healthy enough to play. So he should go into the offseason fine. And assuming that Sean McVay comes back, um, and assuming, well, I know we know Aaron Donald's coming back, but assuming Sean McVay comes back as well, I could see them running it back and just kind of make it another run at, make some splashy big time acquisitions, get the offensive line going and return. That's kind of, you don't know for sure, but that's what I think. Okay, cool. That'd be awesome. Rams fans would be happy because if not, they're going to have to blow that whole fucking thing up, right? And yeah. McVay's may be gone. He said he's been tied to the OGs. Hopefully they'll be able to make another run because right. this has been rough to watch. Speaking of run, Lamar Jackson, is he going to be able to run on a football field very soon? What happens? Is that a bruised patella? It appears with none of us really know what the injury is. I assume you have more information. Huntley gets the win over the Broncos who are... So bad at football oh. right now offensively. Ooh. It is bad to watch. Lamar Jackson, he They're can be back. Bad. They're eight and four. They're in the middle of the whole playoff thing right now. What happens with Lamar Jackson going forward and what happened to him? Yeah, I mean, Broncos, I don't have any I don't have much to say about the Broncos. That was that's one you gotta win. I just whatever. Anyway, um yeah, first of all, Ravens are signing Brett Brett Hunley to their practice squad, so a little just practice squad, but a little insurance there. Going into the MRI, which is going on this morning slash now, I was told sprain, like probably a mild sprain for Lamar. So certainly a chance that he misses a game, maybe a week, maybe two. doesn't seem major. Um, so they may be Tyler Huntley for a week, but it does not seem like something where it's like season-ending catastrophic for the Ravens. Okay, are they going to pay him while he's rehabbing his knee, or do, are we just going to let that continue to loom over top of every conversation that we have to have with about Lamar Jackson? I... I think it's going to loom. I think it's going to linger. I think it'll give us some fun things to talk about or whatever this offseason. And I don't even know when that thing ends. Last question, Ty Schmidt. Yeah, speaking of the Broncos, have we reached the end of the road with Nate Hackett here? Like, are they going to shit can him today, maybe tomorrow? Is there any way he gets to the end of the season? And also, is Brando Staley's uh, seat getting Ooh. hot with the Chargers? Um. Chargers first. Uh, we got to see what happens at the end of the year. Like, if they make the playoffs, I would assume he's fine. If they don't, there's a lot of chatter, but I haven't heard any real concrete from sourced information that he's in trouble. But that is definitely one we'll be tracking um, on NFL Plus <laughs> on a, on, and all, all other platforms. As far as well, Daniel Hackett, I don't know. I don't know what what good it would do to fire him. Like. I, I don't know who would help. I don't know who would benefit. Like, at this point, the season is what it is. Finish out the season. Yes. Yeah. Go over everything. Make a decision at the end of the year. I just – it would probably make some fans feel better, but I don't know that it would actually do any good to fire him now. So I do envision a scenario where he goes through the balance of the season. Imagine Peyton Manning gets hired as the Denver Broncos head coach on a Wednesday. They went out. He's never coached before. Well, he actually coached his son and his nephew's uh, seven-on-seven flag mm-hmm. football teams, and they had wristbands. And they won. Uh, we appreciate you. You're going to be great on NFL Network, mm-hmm. NFL.com, and obviously NFL+. NFL Plus.
Ian Rappaport, you're the man. Appreciate hey, you, buddy. Joining us now is a college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, COVID survivor. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawk. Yeah. AJ! Oh, holy shit. Whoa. Holy hell. What happened? You kind of look the same. I didn't know what you were going to look like. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. It feels like I've been gone for a month, doesn't it? Oh, two days. Might for as me. well be two weeks, mm-hmm, buddy. We right. missed you. How are you? How was, how was the vacation? I was good. Yeah, my uh, my daughter, my oldest, turned twelve, so we had a trip planned for a long time. It was good, man. Everything went well. It was up there in the the Northeast with Connor's people, Connor's well, yuppies, and yacht club people. So it was fun, though. Nice people. little Christmas atmosphere. I heard it was a lot of yacht club people up there with the yups. I, I hope it was great. You deserve it. So happy birthday, Baby, your happy daughter. Birthday. Happy birthday, little hawk. All right, let's talk about some football here. Packers get a massive win over the Bears, and we held off talking about this until you joined us. Aaron Rodgers uh, seemingly gave a salute, either goodbye or for Hitler, one or the other, depending upon <laughs> how you listen to the internet. Was that an op- I don't know if that was an option or not. I don't think that well, was I'm just, on. I'm just telling you what the thought. internet said. I, I don't think Aaron was. Uh, That's what Chicago picked up. Chicago said that. A couple sure. people said that. But nonetheless, he gives a very firm salute to the Chicago Bears faithful. And he actually said in the postgame press conference, you never know when it's going to be your last one. Oh, no, AJ. Whoa. What did you take away from this whole thing? What did you take away from the big-time win? And what are your thoughts on beating the Bears? Does it mean a little bit more as a Green Bay Packers legend? It absolutely means more uh, against the Bears. And I've said multiple times on this show, like, what the coaches do leading up to Bear, like, all through Bear Week, they talk about it. It's almost like a college rivalry. It really is. And I didn't really know that before I got to Green Bay. I was lucky enough to spend nine years there and kind of see how big of a deal it is. I get it. I think Aaron takes a lot of pride in his success over the Bears, and I don't take this as he's, like, riding off into the sunset like I'll never see again. I still feel the same as I always have. Okay, sounds good. He had a hell of a performance. Obviously, Christian Watson is on a run right now, eight touchdowns in, like, the last five weeks or something like that, or four weeks, whatever it is. He is living up to all expectations. There's old Quadzilla, mm-hmm. Juice or Sauce, A.J. Dillon, <laughs> running through yeah. people like he did that mascot in the offseason. Thought we were going to see a lot of A.J. Dillon having success this year because of how much he has grown off the field as a personality, as a brand, how much we've learned about him and enjoyed him. But the year hasn't been like that. It's been a bad year up there mm-hmm. in Green Bay. Um, before I ask Ty his thoughts on it, we haven't heard it yet. Do the Bears treat it the same way, AJ? Like you said, the coaches break down the rivalry and they show tape and they try to explain why it means something. Does Chicago treat it the same way, do you know of? And how have they felt the last 20 years? You know, it feels like it's been kind of a one-way street for dubs in this particular rivalry for a long time. It has been one-sided for a while, especially with during Aaron's Whoa. tenure. But I don't know. I'd have to talk to people on the Bears. i got plenty of buddies, I guess, that played there. I never asked them, hey, is it a big deal to play the Packers? Like, I never – I guess I assume that they did the same thing, but they might not. Yeah, I wonder if it is. And, and obviously, Green Bay taking on the much bigger city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just little Green Bay taking on the big city, yep. which is probably how it all got started. So, I wonder if Chicago still loves it. I remember Aaron telling Justin Fields, like, hey, keep this keep this thing real. Like, keep, this is a real rivalry. Hold it in high regards because there isn't a lot of this in the NFL. I think what we saw from Justin Fields, he uh, runs for six – straight touchdowns or six straight games with a running touchdown or whatever. Mm-hmm. First time since like 1940 or 50 or something like that in the NFL. He gets to a second level and he pulls away from people mm-hmm. that weigh 30 pounds less than him. He is a 
Great athlete. I love everything about watching him play football. I love everything about the future for the Bears. I do believe the Bears are locked in right now for the number two overall pick in the NFL. So all the Bears fans that, you know, tell me not to jump on the wagon uh, when I compliment Justin Fields on a tweet, I'm not. You motherfuckers got the number two overall pick. Let's not get too crazy here. I think what we have seen, though, uh, with Justin Fields is that there's a chance for the Bears to be great again, which I don't know if the Bears fans have had in their heart of hearts for a long time. Nonetheless, Packers have a rough year, get this massive win. Feels like it comes at the right time for everybody's spirits. What are your thoughts, Ty Schmidt, on what you saw yesterday for your Green Bay Packers, a team that you own personally? I mean, early on, not good. We were texting a little bit, and it is just kind of like the same old bullshit. You know, I mean, first uh, possession of the game, Justin Fields has that like 50-some yard touchdown run, and it's kind of like a, oh, here we go again. But then <laughs> Packers score going into half. We just talk about the middle eight, and I, I even said, I was like, you know, I told you, I was like, you know what, I'm done watching this bullshit. I'm so sick of this. I'm going to go get my Christmas tree instead. I didn't. I kept watching the that game. Baby. Yep. Hey, way to stick with it. Exactly, and you know, I mean, I, I said last week when we were talking, it's like the, the Bears stink. You mentioned it. They're Whoa. It's the second overall pick. They're you know they're three and ten Why? now. Like there's some good. There's some yeah, good. There's some good. Sure. Justin Fields is certainly some good. Absolutely. Good Next year probably going to be a lot better. of good rookies. A lot of he, good hell rookies. yeah. Good luck. Hey sure. Bears, way to go. And he is a great. He's a great runner. But also, like we said, I mean, he threw two picks in the fourth quarter. Like it, that's kind of been like a trend this year. Like you kind of know that he's going to give it to him. But you mentioned it. I mean. It's one of those things where, as a Packers fan, you know, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, they, you know, thanks for, you know, the Bears are getting a better draft pick now, and you guys fall out of the top 10. If you're a Packers fan, if you're a Patriots fan, if you're a Steelers fan, whatever, like, you don't give a shit about the draft. Like, we're not, you know, hoping to get the fifth pick in the draft next year. We're, you know, it's, different expectations. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and they're not eliminated yet. Do I think that they can still squeak into the playoffs? I mean, who knows? We'll see. They got, they got a bye week now, so maybe they change a few things. Who knows? And then got the. Uh, the Rams on Monday night the following week. That seems like a much more winnable game now than it maybe did, you know, six or seven weeks ago. And again, Christian Watson, you know, that that's kind of like the, the big thing right now is like they, they found a guy. And, and Rodgers mentioned after the game, you know, they said in the preseason, you mentioned how Watson and Dobbs, like those guys' progression this year would be a big factor in whether or not you wanted to come back next year. And he basically said like, yeah, this guy's a home run hitter. He's unbelievable. And, and, to AJ's point, he didn't really mention that he didn't think he was going to be back. He said he kind of, he kind of made it sound like he would like to be back, but that's a mutual thing. So I don't know if he feels like the Packers don't want him back. But <laughs> here we go. Yeah, exactly. okay, here we go. Here yeah, we right. go, right. AJ. But either way, big win. You know, hey, yeah, I, you got to win out. That's kind of the way it's been. And and yesterday was was no different. Yeah, you went out. You go nine and eight. Who knows what's happening in right. the NFC at that time later in the season? It feels like the Eagles and the Cowboys are kind of pulling away. The Vikings get a couple wins after getting exposed potentially or laying an egg, depending upon how you want to view it. So the NFC still wide open, right? Yeah. Can still get hot. Can they do it with how Christian Watson's playing? AJ, you think they got enough? I mean, the dude—he's he, something special, right? He—he he chose the right path. Like, start out, have a little rocky start, and then just absolutely yes. turn on the gas instead of the other way. He started out early, then all of a sudden, you're going into the off season. People wondering what's wrong with this kid. So, I like how he's doing it, what he's doing. Aaron has to be pumped. Like, hey, we're still alive. Yeah, they might—they're gonna need some help. They're gonna have to win out, but hey, we still have a chance. That's all that matters. And I asked him whenever I talked about him sitting out or the floor pulling him. And I mentioned 
if you're mathematically eliminated. His first response was, well, we're not eliminated. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. So that is all, that's all he's thinking about is like, we're not eliminated. They're still in any team meeting I've ever been a part of. And AJ, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I assume it's the same way. Literally towards the end of the season, the only things being talked about is how we get in or are we still in, mm-hmm. right? That's why a couple of years ago when um, – oh, buddy for the Chargers. Anthony Lynn. Yes. Anthony yeah. Lynn. Anthony Lynn said, I told these guys earlier today that we got no shot to make it in the playoffs. And they still had <laughs> a, shot. a shot to make the playoffs. Now, two teams had to have lost and they would have had to win. But that's like what coaches and what buildings are trying to do. Like, hey, we're still in this thing. And once you get to the dance, hey – once you get to the dance, you mm-hmm. never know what's going to happen. Who's going to be healthy? Who gets hot? We still have a chance to get in there. Aaron responding with that first made me think, like, okay, he still sees it. He's still passionate about it. He still obviously loves playing against the Chicago Bears. Christian Watson's become a weapon for him that he should be able to lean on whenever he needs a big-time play after losing Devontae Adams. A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones still doing their thing. Randall Cobb got some targets yesterday. There was a lot of throwing and hoping, though, early yeah. in that game. Wonder, I, remember, I, remember, I just now remembered I put that tweet out because I then put a follow-up to that. Never mind, they figured it out. Yeah. But early in that game, there was a lot of just like drop back, kind of just throwing it and just hoping. It, it, like there was no creative gadgets. You know, they obviously use yeah. it later with Christian Watson on a jet sweep. They right. ended up scoring a fucking touchdown in it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem like there was anything where anybody was seemingly wide open like some offenses are. It seemed like everything was either a hope or really hard-earned. <laughs> For the offense, which has kind of been the story of the Green Bay Packers this entire season. As later in the game, they started rolling, they started getting better. Maybe LaFleur will be able to continue to build on that. Yeah, but it was, you know, I, I, specifically there was a fourth and eight where they kind of just threw a bomb down to Cobb and like weren't even looking to really pick up the first down. And then what they have kind of fallen in love with this year is, you know, you have A.J. Dillon, and instead of even, you know, like play action, I understand, but like third and one taking a shot deep down the field and then bringing up fourth and one and then punting like they're not even thinking about going for it so it's like some of that stuff and that is what we saw early it's just like kind of more of the same what the fuck are these guys doing but then like you mentioned as the game kind of settled in they figured it out and realized like oh yeah the bears fucking stink we should beat these guys okay let's stay in the nfc let's talk about the dallas cowboys they Hey, 33 zip in the fourth quarter last night against the indianapolis colts 21 19 then everything obviously changes drastically by the end of that game. A lot of people might have fell asleep, even though it was a good mm-hmm. game and the Colts yeah. were doing well. Might not have seen the end of that thing. I'm happy for it. Don't worry about it. Just know that the Colts made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys didn't, and they just came, they just rolled. What do you think about this Dallas Cowboys team getting a massive win on primetime football against a team that they were favored by double digits against? They end up covering and burying mm-hmm. that team. What are your thoughts on your Mike McCarthy Dallas Cowboys, A.J. Hawk? I mean, they, you see Big Mike smiling with Dak on the sidelines. Like the fact that what, they put thirty-three up in the fourth, it goes thirty-three nothing when it comes to the scoreboard in the fourth quarter. The Cowboys, like, yeah, they know how to finish a game. They know how to kind of put an exclamation mark on the whole situation, I guess. But the Colts were in it, man. Like until deep into this game, the Colts were here. This is obviously not great for the Colts. Right well, here. Malik Hooker has obviously. a has a pick and a fumble recovery for six. He was former first-round draft pick Jeez. for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. That's Mo Ali cox who's a great weapon for us, one of the best mm. weapons we have. But what a tackle. Fumbling the ball away. Great play. Great play. Jeez. Ball. Guys are so good at that. All defenders are so <laughs> good now at that. It used wow. to be a thing that not everybody was good at. That's why Peanut was so like. Mm-hmm. I never really tried it. Like now, everybody on every single tackle, like your first thing is, hey, let's get a shot on the ball. All right, let's start piecing to some things together. Is it because guys are smaller now? Everybody's faster, so 
Ah. Like back in the day, you couldn't go for the punch because you get your fucking ass ran over. Yeah. Like you, you better secure that tackle, right? That was always the t- secure the tackle, then try to get the yeah. ball. I think that was always taught, right? I heard second, it. second, third guy in, go for the ball. That's usually what you were taught back yeah. in the day. Yeah, and if you could hold a guy up, hold him up, oh. somebody else will come in and get the ball. Like that was always like the, the fundamental teaching, I think, from football back in the day. And that's because of how big motherfuckers were. And it's like, yo, you better secure the tackle. Now guys are a little bit smaller. You think that's why people aren't as scared to fucking go? I'm gonna go tackle ball same time that feels like that is the more common routine these days it's a game changer though that shit's a game changer yeah. dude honestly um, if you can especially when it's a big play like that if you can negate a giant chunk explosive play from the offense and take the ball away like and it has lasting impact because everyone else carrying the ball knows hey these guys are hunting they are coming for this ball no matter they're like they'll sacrifice their body to get a good shot on the ball. Like, that's all they care about. And I feel like defenses that are good at it, like the Cowboys, it's fun to watch. Well, and against the Cowboys, obviously, that ball appeared to just be on a string like a yo-yo to Malik Hooker. Yep. As he was running, just no big Straight deal. He scoop. scooped this thing mm-hmm. up. Like he's running an end around. Uh-huh. That, it was yeah. almost like that. That was planned. All right, I'll punch it out. Then that thing will just Micah bounce. still gets a shot on, on Matt Ryan in the end zone. I like it. Hell yeah. Well, that's kind of common courtesy, right? You need to hit the guy that fumbled the ball or, or was the target of the interception because he's going to know yes. that it's been picked. And the other person that's going to know it's picked before anybody else is quarterback. Yep. That was always the excuse for you guys to go, what, lead with your head on a quarterback <laughs> yep. after a pick, right? Get him. Well, I mean, yeah, you got to take care of the quarterback and the uh, intended receiver. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There's always, the talking that's points. That's always a goal. Yeah. Colts did that. Hit they the got talking points. Just hit the talking points. Well, that was bullshit. Yeah. What? The Zaire Franklin block, Yes. Right? Yeah. On Isaiah Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Listen, ball hit the ground. Okay, everybody's saying that. I didn't, I didn't see a zoom-in, slow-mo version of it. Mm-hmm. I assume you're right. I will be okay with that. But then for them to call a fucking 15-yarder after a play would have been way dead. And it was kind of a... It wasn't that egregious of a hit. 50-50. So for you to – I mean, that was bullshit. We got All screwed. Right. We got screwed right there. I, I tweeted we got screwed, and that refing crew throws a lot of flags. Going into the game, we knew that. That refing crew loves being a part of the conversation no matter what the game is. I think we got screwed in that particular aspect. Wouldn't have happened if the proper call would have been mm-hmm. called, which is an incomplete pass. So that's, not, that's after the thing's already dead. So now not only do we not get the pick, okay, yeah, that wasn't real. We didn't even have to go to review. We just – we just decided mm-hmm. afterwards. The, play, the block that happened after that thing that didn't exist, it, I guess, now that we're talking about it, that's gonna, 15 more yards yeah. on top. It's like, what? Yeah, that's bullshit. What, what, how does that even – how is that <laughs> the outcome that just took place? I don't know. So I put out a tweet. We got screwed. Had a bunch of cowboys. That ball hit the ground. That ball hit the ground. I'm not talking – okay. It did hit the ground. Cool. Play's over. Mm-hmm. How come we're getting punished for something that right. happened after that thing, which a whistle was – yeah, gain of fifteen on an interception just can't. Unfucking believable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's quite a swing. Fine, uh-huh. uh, let's keep uh, in the conversation of getting the ball out. Travis Kelsey gets stripped. True. That doesn't happen. Honestly, one, man. I don't uh, like. Sometimes I don't know how you hold on to the ball. Like you got to get down as fast as you can. He, Kelsey started to try to get down. He realized, uh oh, this one feels like it's coming out. Because even if you got the five points of pressure on the ball, mm-hmm. some. That linebacker, whoever it was, I wish I knew his name, 57. What's his name? Okay. He's trying to go down right there. He's trying to get that knee down. Bro, yeah, and he was real close, too. They, they ran mm-hmm. a replay. It was very close. Not close enough, obviously. The ball did come out. I think we all agree his on that. His arm is right in there. He probably pulled right, the tip right out of there. Jeez. A, that guy's arm. You, you get oh. the, five points of pressure is like, hey, we need. Jermaine Pratt. Need the hand, obviously, the back end of the side of it. Put it against your tit high and tight or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Run away with this. 
if a guy has enough time to get his hand in, like jujitsu almost, like pointing on your lip, oh, oh, and yeah. then like getting your hand in there, that's going to be tough to hang on. If they get the tip, it's over. It's fucking o- it's over. You get the tip. No matter how many points of pressure you have, it seems like the one that really matters is the fucking back end. If they get that thing, that thing's out. What a play by Cuzzy here. But that never happens to Travis Kelsey because his football IQ is so damn high. By the time that he thinks somebody's getting in there to get the point, he's normally down or out of bounds already. That was a miscue that we're not used to seeing out of the greatest tight end of all time, statistically, Travis Kelsey. Then Bucker misses a kick. I mean, that game... The it's a hell of a game, man. Fun game to watch. What a game. I mean, we've been waiting for that type of game for a long time. Two teams living up to expectations, playing great football against each other in a fantastic environment. That Paycor Stadium down there, the jungle, Ooh, fucking yeah. great environment. Mm-hmm. I was getting videos from Herbie, and it was like the chanting and the – it was loud. That place was yeah. – that was a playoff game we got to watch yesterday, and I'm thankful for it. Why do you think the Bengals have the Chiefs' number? The Chiefs since November of last year, this is a Jim Nance quote, 20-2 against all other teams in the NFL, and then they're 0-3 against the Bengals in that same time period. What do you think it is about the Bengals that make them so successful against this Chiefs team that seemingly has no problem with anybody else? Well, I mean, obviously, my first answer would be Joe Burrow and the weapons he has on the outside with the O-line protecting him. Like, Joe brings whatever it is he brings. Like Just watch Joe play, and you realize the dude grew up not too far from the Bengals stadium. Like, everything about him, the dude is so cool and calm and under it, like, it doesn't matter where he is in the game. Like, he looks like he doesn't sweat either. Like, when he comes off the sidelines, too, the dude, yep. he has it figured out. But I think their defense, too, probably, it, like, gets pissed and has a chip on their shoulder with, like, hearing about the Chiefs, I think, how great this Chiefs offense is. I'm talking about Coach 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 Hey, Coach I got the boys' bison diner. It is. What's his first name? Lou. Come on. Come on, AJ. What did you think his name was? Giovanni? What's this guy's problem? Giovanni. You called him Steve or something. Oh, Steve Arumo. You know, no. Come on. Jesus. I mean, it's actually Luigi Arumo. Yeah. All right. Luigi Carmine. And you should see fucking. Listen, everybody needs to know my 23 and me came back. I do have uh, an ancestor somewhere. That's right. From the boot. So I'm allowed to say all these things. Mm-hmm. That's right. This guy yep. does not, though. No, 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 no. no. Never, never claimed to. Never claimed to. Yeah, but the way you're, the way you're speaking yeah. and you. I actually more, do. No, you don't. No, you don't. You just yeah, made do. that up. I know. I'll show, I'll show you guys. I'll just show. I have some. I have an Uncle Gambolini. We already See, talked about this. Gambolini. Yeah, can't do it. Speaking of Gambolini. I lost every bet yesterday. <laughs> the Tough Super day. Boost has no chance. Yeah. When I Ravens come back and win over the Broncos, shout out Here Huntley. Not to be confused with Hunley, yeah. who is also on the Ravens yeah, right. right now. Because mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson's going to be that out for at least a week or two with a sprain to his knee. I don't know what that means. That's what Ian said. Uh, that one, like MCL? What do what, what you sprain? Partial tear? I, well, a sprain like MCL, is... It's usually an MCL sprain if you're coming back and don't need surgery and all that. A sprain is a partial tear. We need to remember that. Yeah. A sprain is a way to describe a partial tear mm. of a ligament, I believe. Sounds so different. Don't want to sound so, like, uh, medically on people, but I believe that is what I've gathered from my conversations with people. So whenever you hear a sprain, it's actually a partial tear on something. So he has a partial tear on his knee, a sprain on his knee. Is it MCL? Is it meniscus? Is it what? Who knows what it is? Uh, but it came from that where he got tackled. Heart, that... That Broncos defense. They're still good. Yeah, they yeah. go. So, like, that's Lamar Jackson that's happening to. Now, I'm not saying that he is looking 
faster than he's ever looked. I don't think that's the case. I do believe the business aspect has been looming over not only our conversation about Lamar Jackson, but Lamar's thoughts and decisions as well. And how can you blame him with potentially 200 some million dollars on the line? I think they should have got that handled before the season so we don't even have to talk about it every single time something like this happens. The Ravens are still 8-4, and four, okay? They're still very much in this thing, and we're having this conversation. Ian said that he's going to be out for maybe a week or two or whatever. Huntley gets in there, gets a win for them in a barn burner the Broncos though they look bad dude really bad Ty asked rap is Nate Hackett on his way out already in his first year 13 weeks we've got a chance to watch this team 13 weeks we've said that team fucking stinks yeah. on the offensive side of the ball now he seemingly has done a great job at keeping that defense together, hasn't he? Yeah, uh-huh. he really has. Keeping that defense yeah. motivated <laughs> yes. and, yeah. and bought in. You know, the head coach <clears throat> doing a great job keeping that defense all the way bought in. But Rappaport said that would do no good for the Denver Broncos. Richest owner in the NFL, just paid Russell Wilson. Nathaniel Hackett and that team on the offensive side seemed to be inept across the board. Had to bring in a game manager after week one or week two or whatever. That's a clusterfuck, AJ. An absolute clusterfuck over there in Denver. How do you see it ending up i honestly I, I really don't know because they can't get rid of russ they already owe him so much money if you want to change things you got to get rid of the coaching staff and i guess try to start new and i'm not calling for anybody's job i don't know if that's the answer but if you're the owner We're not and either. you want to do something you're like okay let's say we take we we stick with hackett at least another year what if you start out next season like one and seven then what do you do and you realize man i should have figured this out last off season probably yeah because you don't want to run into it again because the definition of ineptitude He's trying the same thing over and over again and getting the same results every single time, thinking that you're going to get something different. I would assume the Waltons aren't going to want to do that next year. That's a great point, AJ. Go ahead, Connor. Would they bring in like one of Russ's former offensive coordinators that he did well with, like Schottenheimer, when he was super pissed at the Seahawks, no. let him no. go? Like, you think give Russ more power? You think they want to give him more power? Yeah, I mean, well, mold the you, system. You literally too. just said that. Just because they can't get out of it. They owe him too much money, but I'm saying, do you think they want – I don't know. Maybe they would. Isn't it crazy? Uh, yeah, the whole situation is nuts right now, but I don't know if they want to be like, hey, this is your team, Russ. Like, you think they want to do that? Well, they're only sticking – they're firing a coach because he's there. So, well, possibly. Maybe. We don't know. It's too late. They already right. said that, though, right. with the Nathan- contract. Hey, Nathaniel Hackett, we've been told by all parties that you're a good guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You've made some decisions on the field that haven't been fantastic when it comes to other head coaches and what the desired decision would be. But also, if the outcome's different – you're being judged in a completely different fashion as well. Now, Jeff Saturday is being judged against the greatest coaches of all time with every decision that he makes. You not really getting measured by that type of stuff for your game management, but mostly because a quarterback under your watch that used to be top five in everything now looks completely inept and the offense is terrible, and you're the head coach, so you're probably going to get released is what we're saying, right? Nathaniel Hackett, love to have a beer with you, probably going to get fired, and he knows that. He's been in the NFL a long time. His dad yeah. created, like, the West Coast offense or something yeah, like he that. He gets it. He under, he's been in the NFL a long time. He very much understands how this is going to go. But they're giving power to Russell Wilson then, right, at that point? I guess, yeah, they would. It, you're saying, like, we're choosing, we're saying this was the issue. It wasn't you, Russ, I guess. or This was a bigger issue than your play was, and we need to bring someone in here, I guess, that Dude. can find yeah. a way to craft an offense for you. Now, now, I agree. Like, I don't think you want to give Russ more power, but when you give the guy $240 million contract, you try everything you can yes. to fix that before you then 
worry about giving him more power, I think. It's it's also interesting because 100 and some million that he's guaranteed or whatever, yeah. 131, I think, left. Oh, yeah, a lot left. It's guaranteed. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to the Waltons. No, True. not at all. You know what I mean? Not not to the not to the Walton family, which is wild to think about. And we can have a full discussion on um, wealth um, dis- disparity. Yeah, maybe dis- mm-hmm. wealth display. No, talk about the disbursement. Top. We're talking about the one percent of the one percent. Talking about the point oh one percent of the one percent mm-hmm. of the hundred percent in which ninety nine we got thoughts percent is going to put it. We could talk about all of that. Sure. Wealth if, classes distribution. Boom. There it Boom. is. Boom. Thank you, Foxy. He knows. We can he... talk about wealth distribution all we want if we want to dive into that because it is wild. It is uh-huh. the amount of money that some people and some families and groups have right now is bigger than it's ever been, and it's not slowing down. It's not. It's nope. And that money's only getting somehow. There's more money than there's ever been. Remember, because they started printing it out, mm-hmm. and then it all ended back in the same place somehow. The same people ended up with all the money. So they printed more money, and then that money all just went right to the same people. So now those people had a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They had all the money in the world, we thought. Ton. How, you know how you get more? You print more, and then it all ends up. There is people that have all the money up there, where $130-some million is nothing. The only thing they'll have to deal with is what a couple cap hits for like two, three years, yeah. mm-hmm. and they'll be able to figure out how to do that with cash over cap situation, anyways. However, they're able to set up their contract. I don't think the Waltons are going to be, and I guess Walmart has been like one of the most consistent companies of all time. Yeah, pretty just they just do the same thing every time. Yeah. And we don't know the Walton family. We understand the Tepper guy a little bit down there sure. in Carolina. Yep. He's a, if this ain't working, fucking change it, change it, change it. I'll yeah. file bankruptcy. I don't give a Bang. fuck. I will boom, boom, boom. I will do boom. I don't know what the Waltons are like, but. Acting as if a hundred some million dollars they don't want to go to waste, I don't think they are. They're in a position where that ain't shit to them, and that is crazy to think about. But that is the world that we are in. And guess what? We just came out this weekend. Maybe the cap's going to be what twenty. Two twenty. Fifteen more million dollars, or twelve more million dollars, whatever it's going to be. So. I don't know if these teams need to worry about, and we've talked about this before. They don't need to worry about the cap as much as people think they do. Like the, it's not real. Who cares? Every time Ian talks about it, he has to talk about that and NFL Plus. Did you hear that earlier? I don't know how that made its way. What is that? Is that a thing? I don't. That's literally as I'm introing Ian Rappaport. I NFL Plus popped into my head. And I was like, oh, yeah, at one point, this was a real thing. I'm still oh, yeah. paying seven ninety nine a month for this. this. Is, it's uh-huh. not a real thing. It's, and we started going through, in the introduction to Ian, group think session mm-hmm. of what <laughs> NFL Plus is. Preseason games out of market. Yep. Digital content that other team socials post. They mm-hmm. also will post it there so it aggregates all the social media right. stuff. Right. Local teams, radio yeah. call. Yeah. Yeah. In-market yeah. games. The, the only nice part was all you can mobile, watch the preseason though, right? games for your teams. That was it. Once preseason was over, fucking NFL Plus was no longer needed. Anyways, it's awesome on NFL Plus. Prime time. With Hackett, though, like, again, that's why they don't care about it, too, with the money-wise. Like, I think they would would give Russ at least one more year. But, like, what what are you doing by holding him on for the rest of this year? It's like Russell is having his worst statistical year ever as a quarterback, and he was supposed to be the savior of the franchise. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong in, like, hey, this guy duped us. He was a great interview. He's clearly in way over his head. Like, look at the fucking defense. Like, why don't we make the defensive coordinator the interim coach and see if anything changes moving forward? What if it comes out that Nathaniel Hackett 
has been sandbagging this whole time because he hates Team 3. Loves Russ. That'd be awesome. Hates Team 3. Okay. I've been trying to get fired. You see, we scored no points. Be interesting. We've, we've gone five, six straight weeks with four yards of offense. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? I'm trying my best. I would like to get back to Green Bay. You see that offense without me? Yeah. Look at what I'm doing. I'm dealing with Team 3. The cardio coach yeah. came in and told me that we needed to relax on how many reps Russell Wilson gets in a walkthrough because he was getting winded. His little his little huh. GPS thing said he had too many feet on his walking this week. That's what his director of walk did and told me yesterday. What if Nathaniel Hackett's like, I fucking did not know what I was signing up for over here. I've been trying to get fired. And they just fucking won't do it for some reason. And now Ian Rappaport's going on NFL. Plus. And he's saying, no, don't. Why would they fire him? He's like, fucking please fire me. I'm trying to make a playoff run with the Packers. What, what if that's what Hackett's doing? It, it appears. Well, if, if I don't think it's possible. If, <laughs> well, if that was I think the case, you don't, we would believe it. Maybe, but. That's how bad they are. I would believe it. I'm sorry to cut you off there, but I, I think if you don't like Team 3, I think Russ gets you out of there. Hackett would have already been gone if he didn't get along with Team 3. Russ does not allow that. Yeah, is, per, oh, is, Purcell, call, call, is Purcell gone already? The guy who yelled at him at the sideline yesterday? Last week. Uh, last week, excuse me, yes. Have they hit a mutiny yet between the offense and defense? It's got to be coming. Pretty yeah. close. They're still playing hard, though. I mean, only they 10 points Baltimore. That's because Hackett's giving those motivational yeah. speeches to the defensive side of the ball. Is that what you think is happening over there, AJ? Yeah. It's probably defense, hey. You know, let's pitch a shutout and get a win here today. Come on, let's do this thing. That's what he's telling them every day. All right, boys, here's the deal. This week, I see some holes in the defense. My eyes are seeing some points out there. We're going to score 13 this week. Mm-hmm. Need you to keep them under that. At most. You guys hold them to 10 points or less. We win this game. I'm tired of hearing about what the offense isn't doing. What about you guys? What are you guys doing mm-hmm. for us? Tell them you guys can't mm-hmm. hold them to less than nine points. You hold them to less than nine points. We win that game. Easy. This is on you. What, what, goal line stand? What you guys they? just fucking don't bow up in the red zone? What are we Wait, doing? We'd be fucking 10-1. We'd be 10-1 if you guys would just hold them under fucking 10 points. Seven points. You guys hold them under seven points. We'd be undefeated. Have you heard that? Yeah. Have you heard that stat yet? <laughs> Wake up, defense. Well, lucky for them, too. I think uh, I looked at the rest of their schedule. I think they still have to play the Chiefs twice, and um, I want to say they played Good. the Chargers. Nice. It's a pretty easy Jeez. schedule. So. All right, let's bounce around to some of the other games. Uh, let's talk about this Niners defense, bud. Bad. This, uh, obviously, this matchup was one that we thought was going to be a convo about Tua and that offense and Yale taking on his predecessor, obviously, in Shanahan and D'Amico Ryans and that defense. Instead, the story is about Brock Purdy being a guy. Now, I will say the Niners defense did their thing. The Niners defense is always going to be good. Tua seemed to be off early, made a couple throws late, did. I'm not worried about the Dolphins long term. I think the Niners defense will make a lot of people look bad, even teams that are going to make the playoffs because of how good they are. But the story of this game is Brock Purdy. Now they signed Josh Johnson off the Denver Broncos practice squad. Josh Johnson was on that team. What if he comes and does well for San Francisco? Everybody's going to be like, the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. The Broncos had this guy on their practice squad. He's been in 13 seasons, 14 different uh, organizations now since he was signed off the practice squad by the Niners. He will be a part of the 53 man roster for at least the next three weeks. That's the rules. There's also a conversation maybe about Baker Mayfield coming in. Do they need to do any of that? Brock Purdy seemed to be fucking good, AJ, didn't he? I mean, Brock uh, Purdy seemed he, to be very good. Seemed to be very good, very in control. You see him like headbutting linemen after throwing touchdowns. Like the dude is involved. He seemed like. Hey, he has been preparing for a while. Hey, when my when I get my shot, I'm going to make the best of it. I think it was awesome to see. Now, if he can continue doing that, 
That will be very fun. That will be a fun 49ers team to follow through the playoffs, I guess. Well, they say we don't have any tape on this guy yet. That's why, like, Mike White will have some success and then he won't have some success because, obviously, he's going through the ebbs and flows of learning the NFL. But also, defenses are getting a little bit of a read. What does he like yeah. to throw? What does he not like to throw? Where does he throw these balls at? Where does he not throw these balls at? What type of pressures can we bring that will maybe distract him from making plays? That's what happens when you play more and more football. The book is out on you. That's why whenever you see sustained success, by these quarterbacks, you should have even more respect for it because every defense and every defensive coordinator who are paid millions, hey, millions of dollars know exactly what that person's going to do, and they still have the success that they have. But for Brock Purdy, that one to Kittle, third and ten in the pocket, guy in face, throwing that thing like three quarter around him while getting blown up. That's a big time. That's a fucking NFL throw. That honestly, that's not oh, something yeah. you can simulate in practice ever. That's his first game stepping in there and doing that. I'm like proud of Purdy. I don't even know him. I'm like incredibly pumped for him. Mr. Irrelevant. You know how hard it's been for Mr. Irrelevant? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, he's going to probably make the team at least be on the practice squad because they did invest a draft pick, even though it was picked 262. He was never going to get handed shit. No. Brock Purdy was never going to get handed a thing ever at the Niners, at the next team he goes to, because when you're drafted pick 262, that kind of sets the expectations of how people will treat you. That's why first-rounders always get incredible opportunities, not only with the team they're drafted to, but in future operations. It's like, well, this guy was a first-rounder. He did have whatever at some point. That's always gets said. Seventh round, Mr. Irrelevant, stepping in there and owning the moment on a very good fucking team. Christian McCaffrey has been a hell of a trade. I'm happy for old Purdy. He played Purdy, Purdy good, Purdy good. This guy right here, AJ. Shanahan has something with his backups tend to step yeah. in and play well with yeah. Nick Mullins a couple years Nick ago. Beathard, Beathard, Mullins, yeah. Hard played early. Great. They play, and it's kind of like that maybe that tape thing because they do play well early and then it feels like they kind of get figured out. Oh. All these quarterbacks are his backups, you mean? Yeah, I think backups, it's different, too, yeah. though. I mean, It's different, though, Pat. Don't you think being thrust into the lineup, oh, here we go, this is cool. Here, I'm just playing on instincts a little bit as opposed to preparing the whole week as the starter and going into the game as a starter. It's definitely a different mentality. And we don't know Brock Purdy personally, so Purdy, don't take this personally. Okay? Bar. Uh -huh. Purdy, please. We do not know, Purdy, please. We do not know if now that he has felt a – yeah. Right? Because you don't know what you don't know. First game you go in there, guy cracking down on your face, and you're just like, I'm fucking sitting in here and taking it. Now he knows, right? He's gotten hit in the face. Mm -hmm. He has had, made some throws. He has a pick in his career. Now he knows. Will he be able to step back out there with the same mentality? Which I think he will be. I hope he will. But these are just logical questions to have when a guy who's Mr. Irrelevant gets dropped into a fucking Super Bowl contending team and balls out like that in his first ever action. Yeah, if there's any team that's equipped for it, it is the Niners. But it does feel like this is a zip-on-the-ball-zappy situation. Here. Oh, Give him a whoa. couple weeks. Hey, I'm no, nothing wrong with that. I love zip-on-the-ball like a son. Oh. But I'm just saying, when it comes to <laughs> like backup quarterbacks, it does feel like after a few weeks it drops off a little bit. But with the Niners, he has to do you know the least in comparison to everybody else because he's got all these weapons. He's got Kittle. He's got McCaffrey. Do you McCaffrey. remember when Jimmy G had nine pass attempts exactly, in yeah. a playoff game? He can run it 80 times a game. Nine pass attempts. They won a playoff game by 20, mm -hmm. I think. Just not even a playoff game. NFC Championship.
game. Was it the NFC? I thought it was yeah. the divisional round. Was it championship? Nah, championship Title game. Packers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To go three, to the Super Bowl. Was it 308 yards before contact? Something like that. I mean, boy, did they just fucking run <laughs> it down their throat. Uh-huh. That was bad. Hey, that's demoralizing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. then remember, the, the, that, the, is, me? Yeah. that is demoralizing. Sure was. The draft yeah. after, instead of getting run, run, you know, stop and help, they drafted Jordan Love. Oh, yeah. yeah after that. I do remember yep. that. And tight end. Yeah. Oh, he's played I, a lot. All right, a lot going on in the NFL. A lot of bad decisions. Here's some good ones: the Eagles. Everything they're doing, fucking great. Jeez. They bring in AJ Brown on draft night. We all got excited for AJ Brown. He signs a massive deal. We think to ourselves, "What are the Titans going to do when it comes to weapons?" Well, they draft a guy named Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, who appears to be a guy. Yeah, took a massively scary shot while making that great catch. Hangs onto the ball while going unconscious, which. Yeah. Doesn't normally happen. Normally, guys go out and their hand let go. This dude, dog, held onto the ball, unconscious. Mm -hmm. Also, heard him a week before when he scooped up the Derrick Henry touchdown. He apologized to Mike Vrabel because it was his guy that he let off the block that went and stripped Derrick Henry on the long run. But then he hops on the ball and scores a touchdown. That's literally what he told Vrabel as soon as he got off the field. So I think Burks is going to be a great player. Now he was being asked to replace AJ Brown and be AJ Brown, and I don't think they were able to figure that out with Tannehill in that offense in his first year. Maybe going forward they will. But on the flip side, what AJ Brown has been able to do with the Philadelphia Eagles and what Jalen. Hurts has been able to do when all the question marks were coming into the season. Is this guy a franchise guy? Is this guy going to be a quarterback for the long haul? Obviously, he's wide open there because he runs guy over. Guy got in his way. Penalty on the other team. Not on him. (laughs) He has two touchdowns. This Eagles team spanked Vrabel's Titans. Listen, I love Vrabel. Okay? Ohio fuck. Football genius. He's very smart. His teams are always in games, it feels like, because of how good his football IQ is. Them getting worked by the Eagles, does that scare you about the Titans? And what did this tell you about the Philadelphia Eagles, A.J. Hawk? That may scare me a little bit uh, for the Titans, but I think the, the Eagles are that good. Like, look at those clips you just played, too. Like, there's nobody around Jalen Hurts. Like, the pocket he has to throw in usually is beautiful. Yes. And I love their offensive line and their defensive line are awesome. And you'll hear all the old school guys, all oh, great teams are built in the trenches. And I think oh, the God. Eagles are a prime That's example of that because they have those monsters in the trenches. But then they have all these weapons, too. And Jalen Hurts, like, again, like, look, he can stand tall in the pocket and make these throws. Like, the guy, when you, when you give him that time and – you have a good scheme like Sirianni has, man. Like they're they're unstoppable when they're actually playing well. I love watching them. And you talk about that offensive line protecting Jalen Hurts. This is the center, obviously, and uh, <laughs> he looked damn good. Can't yeah. go out and play anything less than perfect if you're going to dress like this, showing up to the game. Mm-hmm. What did Jason Kelsey do? Play perfect. Had some beers. Walked Why? out of there looking the same Why? exact way. I love this man, AJ Hawk. I mean, how how could you not? Uh, this was <laughs> circulating. I knew, and so yep, here we go. It's going to uh-huh. be a good day for the Eagles. Yeah, they, exactly. I mean, the amount of confidence you're showing up to a game, dress like that, knowing that if you lose or play bad, you're going to get cooked. This handsome zone bitch. Welcome to game day, Jason Kelsey. You got the Titans. How are you going to do? I think they're going to do just fine, and they did. Congrats to the Eagles. Uh, Where to go, Eagles? Uh, Rudy. He's playing Rudy. Yeah. That's who plays Rudy. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, but from the movie. He's Rudy, Rudy. realer than the Rudy story is, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you could probably argue sound, that, yeah. yeah. Yep. Montana says yes. The Hobbit character he plays in Lord of the Rings, you could say, is realer than the Rudy story is. True. Well. well, we're not 100% oh. sure what the Lord of the Rings is mm-hmm. uh, portraying any truth or anything <laughs> like that. No Middle Earth. Rudy know. happened, right? Or. Yes. Yeah. Well, kind of. A Rudy existed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Rudy's sides. a person. 
It's not even close to as real as Vince Papali. We can tell you that much. Well, Invincible is a hell of a movie. Mm -hmm. It is. That is that Italian guy working at that bar ready to fucking go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Over there in Philadelphia. Training. That and that other one with Bradley Cooper. Silver Silver Lions Playbook. Star is Born. And basically any other movie. Not a Star is Born. Any other movie that comes out of Philadelphia just talks about how diehard they are for the fucking Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for them, man. Yeah. We're so happy. Talking about home field advantage. That's a massive home field advantage for Philly. It's just like Buffalo. Well, it's also home field disadvantage. You start playing bad, though, about quarter and a mm-hmm. half. Pelted with oh, batteries. Yeah. They are. <laughs> flyers. They're going to turn. You know, yeah, throwing flowers at Sirianni in his fucking second preseason game. Yeah. Hey, we don't need your bullshit. <laughs> fucking keep your flowers, pal. How about the Vikings getting a big-time win over the New York Jets? Kirk Cousins, obviously, we saw a little Kirk Chains in the crowd. Mm-hmm. That kid was awesome. Hopefully, he'll have that moment to cherish for the rest of his life. Great rhythm on that little kid mm-hmm. dressing up, doing his thing. The Vikings are now 10-2. and two. That's an incredible record. That is not the record we thought. Shout out to little Kirko, though. Uh, kid shirtless on a program. No, didn't know we were going to have that. Thanks, Foxy. Yeah. Thanks, Foxy. Well, yeah. NFL right. tweeted it. This is an yeah. NFL-related show. So. so you're right. This is the NFL put a shirtless kid on the program. Jesus. Jesus. What's that? Good what do? Good what do? What's Balenciaga? Well, Balenciaga is certainly mean? an alarming situation. Mm-hmm. That is legit. How does that happen? Good I don't question. know. I don't know Balenciaga where these uh I mean you Yeah, you're a Balenciaga. Yeah, hold on, guy, you were probably yeah, this past weekend. Were you with the Balenciagas? And what did they have to say for what they were doing with uh, kid child pornography? I, I saw some of the ads that they put out. First off, I, what was the product they were trying to sell in their ads? I don't know. And what do they sell? What, are they, what do you do? Well, it sounds like Dresses? they're trying to sell sex That's right. kids, yeah, which is yeah. disgusting. I don't understand. Why are, the, why are they so weird? Why is everybody got to be so weird? <laughs> That's a good question. It makes no sense. <laughs> why, why does that have to happen? Really good. At what question. point are they born that way? Honestly, like, I don't understand. I don't understand either. Because that had to be a crew of people, probably very successful, very wealthy, came from a lot of money. They claim. They all claim they didn't know, I think. Oh, don't yeah, they all I claim a goal? Of course. We didn't know. No, yeah, the creative right. director did off. apologize. The creative director? Yeah. Who's they're suing their own marketing team they hired. They're, they brought an outside marketing team or whatever, oh, and they're suing okay. them. Okay, just as I'm not defending Balenciaga, but I will say that's a massive part of the problem with everything right there. Balenciaga, yeah. the product... Hands off completely. Yeah, we run it. We're paid to run it. We're very wealthy from running it. But all the decisions to run it, we're not going to make. We're going to hire somebody else to make it because it's never our fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. never, yeah, We have our jobs forever. We have people we can blame. This is the consulting firm. We just take the credit. When it goes well, we just take the credit. Yeah, I guess. If you could sleep at night by taking somebody else's. Well, they can. These types of people can. Right. You're putting they, these out. They have the ab- ability to do so. Right. Is that the marketing front or creative director? That's creative director. Okay, so really? this guy. Should have known. Yeah, that at, guy's a fucking weirdo, yeah, it looks like. Definitely a weirdo. Not probably a weirdo. Definitely a weirdo. Yeah. That's Balenciaga Bill. But if he. <laughs> yeah. Come it on. Is. Someone argument. took a chunk out of the side of his hat, too. Just to move on yeah, so we don't that? have to talk about this. For, it's, that's fashion, obviously. Oh, you guys don't get fashion. it. But that's creative director oh, and creative liberties. But like, I'm going to do that. 
This is a problem that a, not Balenciaga obviously has, and we've learned about it, and the world is learning about it. This is a problem a lot of businesses have. They hire these marketing agencies or these ad agencies, and they just think of these ideas for these companies, and these people have no fucking clue most of the time. No clue. And it doesn't matter if they're right or not, because guess what? They're not the company. So if it doesn't do well, well, we'll get another company. If it does do well, you get long-term, obviously, contracts with them. But you can spin numbers in anything being good. I mean, I've, I've witnessed it with some of these marketing agencies pitching us to do something for a company that we made a deal with. We make a deal with a company, person that runs a company. Hey, let's do something. Cool. We'll get our marketing people. Now it's an agency outside of the company mm-hmm. that wants that has a brilliant concept to pitch to us. And it's like, no, I'm doing business with these people. Well, we're the ones doing their marketing and we think this should happen. It's like, cool. All right. That's a terrible idea. I will never in a million years do that. I don't think we're the right people to do that. And I think you're looking at it wrong. But nonetheless, call people back. Hey, we're out. We are not doing mm-hmm. it anymore. Now, that goes two different ways. You either start working with them directly and a marketing agency gets completely cut out. Awesome. Or they say, we'll deal with you down the road, which is also awesome because you don't have to do the bullshit. But them saying a marketing agency is the problem is a part of the problem of what everybody who is in positions of power that doesn't want to take any accountability for anything and pawning it off on other people, that needs to stop. I think that needs to stop, AJ. I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it, pal. It probably is like a, a big reason why they do bring in these outside marketing people. So, yeah, like, hey, if it goes wrong, if something goes bad, we can point the finger at them. But also it, it's like, it's stupid thinking because it doesn't like the damage is already done to the to the brand, whatever. Like, do they come back from this? I don't know. How does this work? I mean, the weirdos think still so. buy it, but yeah, what weirdos? Exactly. The other Who's weirdos. Not the rich weirdos because the rich weirdos. Who, they're burning it. I saw they're burning it. Well, the rich weirdos though, don't want to be publicly outed as no. weirdos, right? True. Most of them. I mean, there's a Twitter thread that we saw this weekend that was finally brought up to light. I mean, it's about time. So you 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 tied this yep. to the Twitter files? More weirdos. Weirdos and weirdos. Hey, 36-tweet thread. Worth a read. Yeah. Definitely. It's actually a quick, nice little read, too. It's I'm not bad. Su- yeah. I'm surprised AJ hasn't read it. He has. Sure. he has. What are you talking about? Sure. Dude I think he wrote it. I think he co-wrote it. What are you talking about? Who, who, who wrote, wrote this? Oh, I'm yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're I'm laughing. A 36-thread yeah. link. I'm, I don't know if I'm reading all that. It was Twitter. It was a 36-tweet thread. Okay. That seems like a lot. Yeah. Well, it's the first yeah. installment. There's more coming, I guess. Oh, yeah. And I will tell you who's not happy about it. By who? Uh, by Twitter by itself, Twitter. going through, what's that old buddy's name? He was getting oh. cooked. Matt Tybee, I think. He something? was getting cooked. This guy, this guy. Hope is, he sleeps well at night. I hope you're happy fluffing the richest man on earth. Bullet, your belly's going to be <laughs> full. Is it worth it? Yeah, used to be a journalist. Now you're doing this for fucking Elon Musk. It's like, oh, okay. I feel like this is some things that we want to should know as yeah. a society. <laughs> yes. Just even if we all assumed it was happening, sounds like it's something we should know. And then act accordingly. You know, And by act mm-hmm. accordingly, it's just like, Knowing that that's potentially happening, and then just moving on with your life, as opposed to what everybody seems to do nowadays. Yeah. You find out something's happening. Well, we got to burn it all down. We got to stop this. We're right. gonna do that. It's like now let's just learn about it. Okay, cool. Now we act accordingly going forward, and we view things a little bit differently than maybe we did in the past. We evolve. We mature. We move on. That could happen, but it won't. No, no, no. Obviously, this will not happen. Not. Uh, there's another situation going on. I, uh, my wife told me about. On the Today Show this morning. What oh, happened? what's this? What happened? Oh no! I guess a portion of North Carolina, their entire power grid got shut off. Hmm. Oh, and the Today Show, and I'm quoting my wife here. Okay. So I don't know if she heard it exactly right. There was a drag show somewhere in North Carolina. Yeah. And somebody got mad and cut off the power grid. 
That's what the Today Show told my wife. Someone shot. Really? I saw something. Uh, when I was at Sport Clips, they were playing some uh, other station, and someone shot at us at, at a power grid somewhere and knocked power out for a lot of people. Maybe it's the same thing. Somebody got upset about something happening, cut off the power grid. Okay. Huh. That's what, that was on today's show. So that has to be some sort of. Yeah. What? Right? That has to be some sort yeah, of legitimacy. Yeah, they vet. I'm pretty sure they vet pretty heavily. They do. Yeah, but what I just read on Twitter files, I mean. That's true. true. <laughs> it's Maybe hard to believe don't. anything, but uh, that is wild if that's happening. Let's all just, let's all enjoy our lives. Huh? Mm-hmm. We don't need to be cutting off the power grid. No. No. Be happy. Come on. Also, we just learned that somebody can just have a spite and cut off the power grid. Yeah. Let's figure out the power okay. grid. Let's <laughs> figure out the power grid. They got a big lever outside of their fucking <laughs> thing, too. Let's figure out that. That's literally what I woke up to. Like, wake up, wife comes in, she's already been up and at him. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? She's like, oh, I just saw the power grids out in North Carolina. I'm like, oh, fuck. Is this Russia or something? Like, that's what, in my, yeah, my immediate yeah. thought, my immediate thought is like, oh, no, this is what everybody says could potentially happen to us, right? A manhunt yeah. is underway after an intentional and targeted gunfire attack on the power grid in North Carolina, leaving more than 35,000 customers without power. This is, uh, it's CNN there. Uh, took down a lot of, jeez, 35,000 customers? Dude. Yeah, this and guy just put some put some ammo out there. This guy knows. Oh yeah, look at that bullet. That's a great Un- shot. Unbelievable that this is just capable of happening. Don't love that we're all learning about it. This morning I thought we had. It's like, got to be a huge crime, right? Huge felony. Yeah, on that. Huge. I'd say so. It's also a huge uh, red flag, I think, for all of us. Yeah. Like maybe we put up some bulletproof things around our mm-hmm. power maybe. grid. Put it underground, <laughs> maybe. Let's keep our let's keep some power. Huh? Not good to sh- not good to not have power. Yeah, maybe. better not let this guy know that North Carolina got embarrassed in the ACC championship. He'll go he'll drop a, an A bomb on the power <laughs> grid. North Carolina has lost three straight to end the season. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. They lose to Georgia Tech, NC State, and then the Clemson in the ACC championship. They Drake deserve power. Drake May. Still a freshman, though. Mm-hmm. He'll be back. They got a team. They'll He's be able to do their thing. That dude is good. I like watching him play. Yeah. Jeez. Last three games is worst three games. Okay? And on, yeah, the, on the flip side, and he'll be back. I mean, he'll be back. He'll, he'll play better. Can't wait for him. Might have been tired. Had a hell of a year. On the flip side, Kate Klubnick played for Clemson. So much better at football. It's ridiculous. Dabo just kind of – I mean – I've been talking about Cade Klubnik. I think we, everybody on earth has been talking about Cade Klubnik for a while. You see him throw one ball. It's like, oh, that guy. Arm talent. Wow. That guy can throw mm-hmm. the rock. I only saw him in one drive. Seems like he's the guy. And then Dabo said, DJ's our guy, DJ's our guy, DJ's our guy, DJ's our guy. And everybody's like, okay, we get it. That's cool. But also, like, you might have a fucking guy, a backup mm-hmm. that could take you back to where you were when Trev was there and Cleveland Browns quarterback yeah, was yeah, there. That guy. <laughs> I, was, I thought the Gotta football win. gods – the football gods did the complete opposite. Yeah. Yes. Kick return, interception return, fumble return to win. You know what I mean? Safety. That's not how it's supposed to go. Real. I thought the football gods were supposed to. Yeah. What happened here? Team victory. Real Team God. Win, huh? I thought the shield would intervened because the Texans shit can Jack Easterby. So, real Ooh. God oh. supersedes. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah he I heard real God supersedes football about this. What'd you say, AJ? I thought I heard Greeny mention this uh, this morning, actually, Ty. <laughs> the Easterby angle. We may or may not have received an email mm-hmm. from Jack Uh-oh. Easterby. Oh. Uh-oh. Does he want to have a dance-off with you? Uh, I would never 
step into those waters because I've seen that man deliver a sermon and cut a crip walk in the middle of it out yeah. of nowhere. You know what I mean? He's been gritty and to the word of the Lord for a long time. A long time. 20 plus. So I don't know if I want to have a dance-off, but I think we certainly will have a convo with him if we're able to. That seems cool. like the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure he wants to you know, tell us where he's at right now and what, what team he may be running next. So for, that's the question. How did he go from uh, FCA guy, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, to running a team? That's worthy of listening to the story. Absolutely. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. Now, they were better last year than they are this year. There was fires everywhere last year, seemingly none this year except for the football team itself. Huh. What was Easterby doing over there with that holy water? True. Was he putting those fires out so the boys could play some football? Yeah, Sounds like it. We don't know. We'll find out. We will ask him. We will certainly have to ask him. I think he's going to be on the show. I think we're 90% sure. Whew. Are we yes. thinking in person so we have the, the man like to bring back the house of God in here? Do we, see, that's the thing. We oh, gotta, yeah. I don't know if we want to dabble with any of these spirits that started True. in this place. Yeah. But if we were to you know, set this light show up for when he comes. For sure. Oh, yeah. And that preacher man. Yeah. Standing at six foot one, 155 pounds. <laughs> like in the... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Be unbelievable. With Jesus to his left. I mean, we were. The Holy Spirit to his right. Jets went away from one of the reoccurring topics that we always talk about, away from having a great guest on today, too. What's that? Fucking Gary V. Oh, ready. my. Did you hear about this, AJ? This was on the internet while you were doing your thing with the yups. So, Gary V pulled my prediction from Friday when I said, I mm-hmm. like the Vikings, although I don't want to end up on the receipts thing from Gary V. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the Vikings. Gary V said, hey, Pat, you will get it. Jets win. <laughs> I'll come on show tomorrow and give it to you. Oh, I said, oh no. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh, no. I was a little bit worried. Well, I just realized he was on a Peloton there, right? The Jets were in it. Yeah, and I don't, there was no you. word said on yeah. the video by the person recording it. No, so I don't yes. know if it was him or somebody that what? is in the Gary oh, V sphere. Mm-hmm. Good point. But he did get the Jets sticking. Give me the Vikings minus three. Even though I don't want to be on a receipts video with Gary V. Okay, don't want that. Don't want that. I appreciate Gary V. I don't want that. So that person had to pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars to record that video and send it to Gary. Yeah, it's funny, AJ. Everything Tone says about all of this. It could have been Team V though. That's a great point. It might not have been Gary. That's what I'm saying. I think you got. I think you got. Team V is everywhere. What do you mean? Like everybody is Team V. That's a good point. And coming this spring, they'll be here for VCon <laughs> 2023. Yes! Indianapolis, Indiana, their Lucas Oil Stadium. That's when, that's when he should be in person. Master of ceremony. That Monday. Okay. He doesn't have time during that. Have you seen that yes. whole program he runs? Standing at five foot three. Whoa. Yeah. 120 Die. pounds. The founder of VCon and NFTs as a whole. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the five-time, 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 five-time New York Times bestseller, Gary B. 
in the butt. Oh, Intuitive Iguana, whatever the fuck his name is. Vic the Viking fucking beheaded him yesterday. He really did. With an axe. He really did. Like, that was what... I mean, I know we talk about Vic the Viking being savage. He wore the further brand shoes, which we appreciate. Shout out Victor the Viking for representing for us. His quads are gigantic. Yeah. Jeez. I've noticed this a couple different times in a couple different videos, and Nick kind of along the same um, side as me. Quads are so big, almost look fake. Yeah, I think it's gimmick. Yeah. Almost like fake quads. I do. I don't know. Maybe this guy was on the Peloton. Is the one that sent the video to Gary Vee because how be. big his quads are. Who knows how it all came together? But he rocked the further brand uh, Air Force Ones yesterday for a half, I believe. Appreciate you, Victor. Thanks, Vic. Vic. Further brand is obviously the foundation of my wife and a couple of her ladies uh, have founded and worked upon to help people pay for uh, cancer canine treatments. Basically, mm-hmm. canine cancer treatments. We found out about it through our girl uh, Val. Our dog Val had a cancerous tumor on her head and we wanted to get it removed and the price of the surgery and the treatment was so much so much money and we thought back to whenever we were kids how our parents would have never been able to afford that so we started a foundation she's kicked ass with it all they have an event coming up i think on wednesday raising money i don't know how many dogs i forget the exact number. maybe a hundred ah Hundred dogs. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot. Yeah, they've been doing a lot. So I appreciate Victor the Viking for representing. With that being said, after they beat the Jets, mm-hmm. he puts out a tweet. He's like, uh, "Where's Gary Vee? Can you hear Gary Vee or something like that?" Yeah. You think Gary Vee is okay, or is he out at a garage sales by now? Oh, oh. shit! Boom! Oh shit! Clean Victor, cut. this guy is an absolute assassin yeah. on the internet, and uh, I love that they're ten and two, and he has the capability to do this. Because if if the Vikings start losing, and I'm not saying they will. It's going to get loud for Victor the Viking. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what he did to Gary Vee, I think, was good internet. It was great Victor. internet. Yeah, I just hope they don't lose in the playoffs. What do you mean? Well, at this point, they kind of have to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Otherwise, I think a lot of people are going to be coming at Vic the Viking. A lot of fan bases are going to team up on whoever is. It sounds like you guys are maybe. I think it's all good, good fun. And plus, AFC team, don't give a shit about the NFC. Yeah, Packers aren't dead yet, so yeah. I'm not, oh. you know. Yeah, true. We're in the, we're in the hunt right yeah, now. Yeah, we're right in the thick of things. We're right one now. game out, and the Jets stink again. So Zito, did he worried. kill you or no? Not, not really. Oh. He, he is Rebuild in, the year. Rebuild the year. Foxy, Easy. did he kill you? I mean, yeah, of course he did. Oh. But this is all I'll say, Victor. You're a scumbag. But Whoa. what you did this weekend, that was cool. But. Don't fucking lose to the Red Hot Lions this weekend. Do not oh. lose to the Red Hot Lions and MCDC. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. All right, let's get to a break. Hell yeah. I'll be excited Uh-oh. for that. Hey, five in a row, man. Five in a row, man. I think I know who we are, yeah. man. I know Hell. who we are, man. You should, too. All right, we're playing like this, man. December, too. Matters. They are. What if the fucking Lions make it into the playoffs? Yeah. yeah, they're all right. They might, honestly. Awesome. Dano said if they win the next two games, they're in the playoffs. Dan doesn't realize, though, that you can't just assume we're going to beat the Bears and the Packers and the Panthers later on. Well, the is season. Dan also forecasting what every other team in the NFC is going to be doing? <laughs> yeah. Like Actually, yeah. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky said. Yeah. Okay. I love what Dan's doing. Yeah. Well, and MCDC, too. How about Dan going? I see this team losing to this team. That yeah. means this team has to win this game. Then this <laughs> game, they're going to win this game. So. All they got to do is just win two weeks. Two games. Yeah, two more phone. games. Well, if that doesn't happen, there that is happening. No. Yeah. I'm Dan Orlovsky. 
Texans are going to play. He should do that so then he can put out the tweet like, this is the best piece of content that any TV show has. (laughs) Let's get to a break. Let's take five on the other side. we got overreaction tweets from around the Twitter world and also some games that we haven't covered yet. More specifically, wide Seahawks Rams. Wide. Wide. Seahawks. Let's go. Go Hawks. See you, Gino. Commander, he's awesome. Balling. How about that game-winning drive? Just First time ever. Just like this. No big deal. Bad play, good play. He's dime. 40 seconds they left. They knew something. They knew something in the offseason. Yeah, tied the single-season record for yeah, the game for the 100-plus passer rating. Yeah, the Seahawks franchise record yeah. ties Russell Wilson. Oh. Still has numerous weeks to beat it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seems like Pete Carroll might have knew a little football, too. Wide. Something to think about. Yeah. That's got to cut deep yeah. for Russell Wilson. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I mean, who cares what he's doing in no, Denver? No, no, That's no. got to cut deep. All he wanted was be remembered as a top five quarterback all time, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe even Mount Rushmore. Allegedly, this is what we're being told. Yes. Yep. No, no, no. Team three is like North Korea TV. They don't let him see Seahawks games and stuff like that. As far as, as far as he knows, the Seattle Seahawks, after he left, got relegated to the CFL, and they don't play in the NFL anymore. Holy shit. That's who they're going to bring in. My what? What's that? Easterby might be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. They might need him. Honestly, he might yeah. be the only one that could save him. Yeah. My whole team. Yeah. Um... My wife told me she saw some photos from that birthday party. Uh-oh. Oh, really? And? Ru- oh. Boom. Oh, Half the like gold. That was including Team Where 3, was wasn't party? it? It was including Team 3, wasn't it? I don't know. I, Sam follows everybody's what wife. What do you mean? Of course it's including Team 3. So half I mean, the team. Now, Sam said unless those photos were done real early in the party before everybody got there. Not a lot of teammates. She said she did not see... What appeared to be a half a team. You know, Sam's oh, been to a couple team gatherings. Sure. Mm-hmm. So Sam, you know, I feel like has a pretty yeah. good understanding of the whole thing. When we heard half the team, we were all very impressed that was in the NFL. Like, holy fuck. That's a lot of dudes to show up after week 12, mm-hmm. middle of the season, only off day. That's a lot of motherfuckers to show up after everything that's happened. Sounds like it's for gays. Sam said the photo she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not look like that was the case. Mm-hmm. But this is the problem. When you lose, we have to have these conversations, Team 3. Mm-hmm. We don't want to. Yeah. Have to talk about it. Don't have a choice. Yeah. Go ahead, win, and then we won't. It's just like when, you know, something gets posted about this guy. Looking like a barbarian trying to use a fucking old school yeah. camera. Yeah. Right. On the internet. I'm going to see it. This is the only thing that popped up. What's that? That's Russell. <laughs> All right. Party Damn, on. that looks see. fucking That's that pizza. Awesome. That pizza looks Is that good. Cheese? Party on, No, dude. it's Peter Piper pizza. You can see on the uh, right side Excuse of that me? cup. The cup, Peter what? Piper pizza. Oh, that would be awesome if yeah. it was Charles E. Cheese. I've heard of that. Oh. That kid would be having the time of his life. He wouldn't be sitting down if it was Charles E. Cheese. Yeah, that's not up to Charles E. Cheese quality right there. No. That kid was there early. Everybody else is coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes Legit. me sad if that's. Pizza's already out. They're going to be cold, man. That's a heartbreaker. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Good I, run, kid. I would have came, kid. Just yeah, want to let you know that. If I was in town and I knew where Peter Piper Pizza was, and yeah. I know anybody in your family. Yeah, well. You'll be okay. Your friends suck. It's not your fault. I mean, not there's Pizza fault. Hut right next to that place. It's going to be hard to walk into Peter Piper Pizza. Well, you, you, mean, you don't know about Peter Piper Pizza, dude. It's fucking five-star. I know yeah, it's not Chuck E. Cheese. Peter Piper Pizza pepperoni on there. No, you said that's true. With the pineapple? So good. You oh, said pizza. Peter Piper Gross. pizza pepperoni pineapple. Oh, some peppers. And then you get the Peter Piper pizza pepperoni pineapple peppers on there. Oh man. Oh, Peter Piper pizza pepperoni Prosciutto? peppers. What about pickles? Nah, the pick? nah. Don't touch <laughs> the Peter Piper pizza with fucking pickles on it. Don't even think about Peter Piper pizza and that fucking thing up there. So I know you ain't Italian, you make bastard. 
Jesus. Oh. <laughs> he, 23 and me, he is actually oh, is he like 10% Irish. Is he talking right? to me? I am Italian. I'll show you guys. I mean, I don't know why it's such a yeah, hard debate. Yeah, he is Irish, though. That's the problem. Yeah, well, I don't take offense to, you know, bro- Irish brothers calling Irish brothers whatever they want. Mick Bastard is such a fucking good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of other good ones. With our other. Let's go. What? Let's get to a break. What? Obviously, my name is Patrick McAfee, so <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about a couple of the games that we had not chatted about yet or nearly enough. I just saw on the screen there. Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl? No. Uh, well... If you watch Dane this morning, Dane was not as impressed with the Cowboys' performance as others may have been, which I was impressed by. It kind of caught me off guard. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But this is every year. And no, this is not every year. It feels like they have a great team every year, doesn't it, though? And, and they're not, they don't even have a home – they have no home playoff games. Are they going to catch the Eagles? Uh, they're not going to catch the Eagles. So they got to go on the road? Maybe. Prob- I mean, probably I'm not play I, they, Minnesota they did the They thing, might win right? the NFC. I ain't beating an AFC team. AFC's winning the Super Bowl guaranteed? Yes. It just feels like something always happens with the Cowboys. It really does. All right, let's move on. How about the Lions? You think the Lions are worth a fuck, AJ? Lions going to make mm-hmm. the playoffs? Come on, AJ. I mean, there, there's hope. I mean, the Lions, we legit, it's December 5th, and we're, we're talking about the Lions potentially making the playoffs. That's real, man. I Hell think it's yeah. a possibility. Look at the wild card bubble right there. Look at that thing with the Lions sitting pretty. Wow. Huh? Just got to catch the Commanders. Wow. Oh, beat the Commanders earlier, too. Oh, so you got the head-to-head. Oh, oh no. Wow. Look at the Lions. They're on the prowl for an <laughs> NFC playoff. Let's go, Foxy. They look good, man. It is crazy. You got like No one talks about it, but our offensive coordinator is a wizard. His name's Ben Johnson. I think he's getting more um, out of golf. Than you possibly could out of golf, if that makes sense. Like, it's crazy. And then you got St. Brown. The defense is completely turned around. I don't know how that happens. You fire one guy, and the defense is completely different. But, yeah, I mean, this is insane. It's nuts. And I've never seen a team, a Lions team, dominate from beginning to end like yesterday. Stress-free, anxiety-free, anger-free. It was, like, it was fucking awesome. Like, this is really cool. It's the brand-new Lions. How about it, AJ? Five straight, man. Huh? We know who you are. Which? You should know who you are, too, man. They, they also didn't win. They haven't won five straight. Yeah. No, he said no, they played, played well. good. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, five played straight good, good. good I games. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. played good football. No, because yeah. I thought that's what he meant, too. No. No, no, but they're, they're in a spot now where they have an identity. DJ gave a speech after the shark from uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. Yep. Gave a speech afterwards. He said, I was at the other place for four years. As soon as I got here, you guys made me feel like a family. And he even said, like, uh, I forget how he described it, but he ended it with family on three, one, two, three, family. It's like all those former players that are coaching in there, feels like they built a pretty good culture. You know, there's a lot of moments where they could have quit, where they could have turned against, where there could have been a little bit of a revolt, shall we say, by mm-hmm. players to coaches who are former players. But instead, it seems like they all kind of dug in and are closer than ever. They could be in the playoffs this year. The Detroit Lions can make the playoffs this year. It is December 5th, 2022. It is a wild time to be alive. That guy has like 14 touchdowns yeah. or yep, something yep. like that. It's unbelievable what they've been able to accomplish. And uh, congrats to all the Lions fans Let's out there. Let's go. There we go. It's all right, AJ. Look at the fans. I mean, look how look how excited the whole place was. Like it's it is cool to see this happen with the Lions. To see how much like confidence they're playing, and that's credit to Dan Campbell though, because how many times has Foxy 
and everyone written off the Lions this year. Five times already. Mm-hmm. They were Every one and six. They were a terrible times. football team. Yeah, sure. I will say the Colts were like yeah. one and six or something last year, and it came mm-hmm. all the way down to the last week, mm-hmm. uh, and they lose to Clowntown to get kicked out. Right, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen in Detroit because no. it feels like the culture is a real one in there. Yeah, it's awesome. And also, this is like one of the first seasons in such a long time that the season didn't end at Thanksgiving. Usually Thanksgiving, we lose, Started. season's over. Yeah. We're literally talking about the Lions potentially making the playoffs in December. I mean, this is one of the greatest things of all time. I've never seen it before. Season started in at oh. Thanksgiving. Unbelievable. Let's fucking go. Good for Detroit. And they have, I mean, that top five pick, they really do have a really good young team. Yes. And they get a good young quarterback. So they can spend money on yes. free agents who uh-huh. want to go to Detroit, AJ. Yes. That's right. something. That's a thing. Yeah. You think you can recruit some guys over there? Oh, yeah. Oh, AJ, what do you, yeah. you tell me. What, what do you think? You're the. I'm asking. I'm asking, man. No, but you're it's the pundit. To recruit people. Huh? I mean, yeah, I think if, if Jared Goff continues to sling it and you have this young talent and you have these draft picks, why, yeah, why not get a few key free agents in there? Hell yeah, the right ones. Going to yes. need to be the yeah. right yeah. ones, yeah. right? And MCDC and the boys over there will figure that out. Get CJ Stride. Oh, my God. The, the Detroit Lions, this is the brand new Lions. It was all because Woo! that big meathead, MCDC, came yeah. into town. I love it. I know where we're going, man. Right here. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, those speeches he really are is. big fan. Have to watch them. In the locker room, team's all in. They're mm-hmm. all in. Oh, yeah. yeah. They are all all in. There. And it shows, dude, when you have a good offensive line, you can make anything happen. Jared Goff's a good sure. quarterback because we have a good old line. We can run the ball. I mean, the play calling's amazing. It's, it's really an awesome thing to see. All right, let's talk about a game that we haven't even mentioned one time. We apologize for it. Speaking of a team that has kind of started late, a team that has come together late, a team that has a rookie quarterback – who has seemingly figured it out a little bit. Absolutely. They have a coach who's locked in at all times. Hey, it's halftime. He's walking to the locker room. He ain't got time for your fucking shit. Okay, I got to go talk to a group of men, Mm -hmm. and we got to get a win. We got a playoff run. We are currently in the middle of. Now, a lot of people on the internet are not happy with him, said, man, I'm fucking working. Okay? (laughs) When he was walking to the locker room at halftime, let's go ahead and run this thing, actually. Coach Stumlin, let's go for the win, man. man. I'm fucking working. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Hell yeah. There's a lot of people on the internet to go, he's so rude. It's the fans that pay his salary. What does he even think it is? That's in a spot where there's no way a fan's supposed to be. That's after you walk off the field, seconds before you're addressing the team, okay? As he's reading through stats, just did a halftime interview, he's trying to figure out what the hell he's going to say. Fans aren't supposed to be in that place. Somebody, man, I'm fucking working. Now, should he have maybe just remained quiet and walked by? Maybe. Should he have just said, hello, how you doing? Maybe. But in that moment where he was at his most pressure-packed emotion because he's about to address a team, he said, man, I'm fucking working, and just kept going. All the people that are offended by this, I'll tell you who they're not. And that's Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Yeah, exactly. Pittsburgh Steelers fans saw that and said, fuck Who's that guy fan? that was trying to Who's interrupt fan, Mike yeah. Tomlin. What do we think this is? Everybody on the internet, this, this man's so rude. How could anybody be a fan of this guy or whatever? It's like the people that are fans of the team that he coaches are like, fucking right. Yeah, that, yeah you it. are working. That You are working. And Hell uh, yeah. I just enjoy that they got a win. I hate the fact that the Colts are maybe one of the teams that set them in motion to get going. TJ Wide is back. Tone Diggs, your thoughts on a big win against the Falcons yesterday. I thought, I thought maybe to myself, what if they do 
get hot down the stretch here. Yeah, in an AFC that's going to cannibalize itself, I'm not talking about in like a Balenciaga weird way. Sure. I'm talking sure. about just beating no. each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a chance. that this, Are the Steelers going to make the playoffs here? Another big-time win? Or are they going to continue rolling forward? There's a chance. Um, you know, as predicted on the show, 7-2 and two after the bye. It's uh, now after the bye. They're 3-1. and one, So pretty decent start on that 7-2 and two road. Uh, Kenny is... Kenny's looking real comfy. Kenny's like the, and I think I think that starts with the O line starting to for, for this O line coach. They're starting to get the scheme. Nausea's starting to run really hard. Oh, yeah. Kenny's comfy. Muth's obviously a fucking animal. And when Mears. when TJ's back, like when TJ's on the field, it makes such a huge difference. Now the only issue is terrible loss. Blew a lead against the Jets, had a tough loss against Patriots. Those teams are currently right in front of them in, in the oh, uh, no. playoff hunt. Oh, no. So as I, when I came in this morning and I realistic talk with these two, I said, hey, look at us, guys. Fucking, Back we're all primed right to be 14th and 18, 14th yeah. or 18th in the draft this year, uh, right where we're supposed to be and not in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that's that was the realistic um, view. Big but, win. Big win yeah. yesterday. Hey, congrats. But the boys and Steeler man. Nation obviously shows up everywhere. Fucking, it's awesome. A lot of towels down there. It's awesome. Come. But I, I hope fucking work I hope those two <laughs> losses early in the year uh, you know, don't come back to bite them in the ass. AJ, what are your thoughts on the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mike Tomlin in general with the why are you here look? The look on his face yeah. at him. And I saw one person say, uh, this is a good comment. This is classic internet. Mike Tomlin looked, saw that he was a white person, and then oh. he decided <laughs> of course. to say, man, I'm fucking worried. That's, the internet said that. The internet said that look right there is a, why the fuck are you here? Yeah. I, I, think, I think, why the fuck are you here? And then what are we doing, a selfie? He calls him, he calls him Thumbling, but I believe he doesn't speak English for a first language, so who knows how it all goes. Who knows how this person got to this place? Though? Sure. That is a real thing yeah. all by himself in there. What are your thoughts on this interaction and Tomlin as a whole in the Pittsburgh Steelers, A.J. Hawk? Well, they, I mean, I'm not surprised that the Steelers continue to fight and stay alive, but this, there's no way people were truly offended by this. It's not a press conference where he's going after somebody. He's Like you said, he's 10 feet from walking in the team locker room and addressing his team at halftime. The game's not even over. Yeah, there's a lot to do there. Yes. There's a lot, yes. a lot still happening. He's trying to figure things out, too. I think he's processing some stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the people that are offended are um, – oh, how do I uh, – oh, what are the – They like to get offended what? by everything. Yeah, they wear masks <laughs> still. <laughs> Listen. They do. <laughs> I, I was around somebody that had a mask on mm-hmm. this past weekend, and I said, are you sick? Right, that was my first. Are you sick? Do I need to know? Okay, mm-hmm. just just as a heads up thing. Uh, no, mm-hmm. for my safety, she she said to me, oh. for my safety. And I said, okay, thank you. Is that really why you wear it? And she said, yeah. I said, I'm cool. I think I'm good. If you want, if you know, I don't know how everybody else feels. You have to ask everybody. But I do genuinely believe that they're in their heart of hearts. They believe they're saving the world by doing that. Yeah. So I don't think we should necessarily just bury them for it. Now, it is. Wild to think that they care about humans more than 99% of the people that are around them. That's right. Is that something? They're letting you know. So are they a little bit, you're a little (laughs) ridiculous, you know, a little bit, a little bit. You know what I mean? A little bit. But that's what they feel. I was going to say that these people never probably never been on a team before. You know what I mean? Probably never, probably never, I don't think probably competed or even know Mm -hmm. what it potentially is like. I just think that's it. And they've seen movies, right? And they have a, a theory of what it's supposed to be like 
right? Because this is, this is how it should be. This is what it should be like. Well, any moment that person is a head coach, at any moment in his life, even whenever he is doing what he has been paid to do, what he's been hired to do, what he's known to do, at any moment, if a fan says hello, he should stop, say hello, how can you help, take a picture. Yep. That's what, he has enough time, and then just go about his way. There's only one person there. Like, I think that's people that have never experienced, like, these types of situations. Not, it doesn't have to be at the professional level, just in general at all, about competition and where people's minds are. You see people fighting that are normally pretty reserved human beings in a state of competition. I think these people only know the movies about what competition is and competing is and mindset and whatever is and everything that gets celebrated. I don't think they understand real life of how it actually goes. That's what I think, personally. Now, if they also wear masks because they think they're caring about the world more than everybody else, Possibly, yeah. I don't think it is a mandatory thing in this particular case, though, AJ. Yeah, I mean, I don't think people that are have a big issue with the whole Tomlin video understand like the context or when it was like mm-hmm. going into half, half time. If you don't follow football that closely, you may think he's just walking three hours before the game in the tunnel and hey, what's he gonna do? Like that's kind of a dick move. Like people may think that, but come on now, like this is this is a non-story. And I think the Steelers players. And everyone in the front office and the fans absolutely love it. And I think that's all that matters. And here's a follow-up on that whole story. (laughs) Okay. uh, We sent a request for Tomlin to come on the show. Mm -hmm. Never request for – I never, ever request for Tomlin to come on the show. Think we could. I think we could request him more often. Don't want to abuse the relationship. I know Tomlin doesn't do a lot of media. So I just – you know, I don't like requesting him to come on the show. Sent one in because of how awesome that was yesterday, because how hilarious I thought it was. Like, that was his response, and they end up getting a win, and it seems like things are going well. Not a bad time. We sent a formal request. Uh, Coach Tomlin, with a big grin, responded, it's Monday or Ravens week. I'm locked in there. Thanks. <laughs> he said no. So he's... <laughs> He didn't tell us, man, I'm fucking working, but pretty close. Yeah, right. Pretty close. I respect so much. And once again, that's a response that every Steeler fan would love to hear. Just like what he said to the guy in the tunnel during halftime was everything that every Steeler fan loved to hear. Mm -hmm. It's just a difference of opinion from everybody else. Uh, Raiders beat the Chargers. Raiders going on a little bit of a run here. Okay, the Raiders maybe have it figured out. Chandler, uh, Chandler Jones is getting to the quarterback all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's getting to the quarterback. Guys are going down with Chandler Jones lined up on the other side. Remember, that guy's notorious double-digit sack haver for the last, mm-hmm. like, five, six years. Nobody knows because, for whatever reason, he never get talked about whenever he was out there in Arizona. Now he gets a big-money contract to go to Sin City. He's finding his way to the quarterback. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams seemingly having success. Josh Jacobs goes for 300 two weeks ago. I mean, this team... With everything that we have said about them going into the season about potentially being great, then figuring that they just can't figure it out, and it's all kind of burning down, and then now they're all the way back. What do you make of this Raiders team, AJ? Is this the same old Raiders that just win games we don't expect or in the middle of the year they get hot and inevitably kind of fail at the end? Or is this a new team? Has McDaniels figured it out over there? I mean, I don't know if they have it completely figured out, but they, they definitely figured out, hey, when in doubt, let's throw the ball to Devontae. This dude is special when he catches it. He has so much confidence. I love this play, too. This little little flea flicker. Like, and the fact that Chandler Jones not only had three sacks, didn't he have a big, like, fourth and two, fourth and one stop? I, think, I believe when Herbert tried to run, he, he's all over the place. If you get Chandler Jones looking like in his old form with Max Crosby on the other side, like, yeah, you better watch out. You get Chandler Jones looking like he's looked all the way up until the beginning of this year. 
You get Devontae Adams to start looking like he has looked all the way up until, what, the beginning, middle of this yep. year or whatever. Mm -hmm. And by looking like, I'm not saying he's playing any different, but just putting on the same performances week after week that he did whenever he was with the Packers, which I think he's starting to do, obviously, the overtime win where he said he's not there yet, right, about yeah. Patrick Sertain. <laughs> yep. And then now he's getting two tuds, where I would assume there's some sophisticated football thing that he did to ran that route flatter so that he would end up behind the guy on the flea flicker. I assume there's some thing he did I just assume that the the flea flicker isn't going to be the only reason why Devontae is completely behind he obviously mugged up there early but yeah like he's stacked that guy yeah. by a good three yards I mean there's he's unstoppable at that point high five and everybody I just I, I think the Raiders could be real oh that safety turns the outside yeah because that guy opposed, was wide open on the bottom yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay I'm excited to hear he faked a little faked a little stalk block like he was gonna then boom Devontae has a Serious burst. Then he's got that stride, too. I'm excited for Darius Butler to break that one down. I assume it'll happen, especially with that safety turnaround. But what if the Raiders are a team? What if? The chance. They got a tough schedule ahead, don't they? I think they have a pretty mm -hmm. pretty mean road uh, in yeah, front of them. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, you met like Devon, Devontae Adams is unstoppable. He really, like, it doesn't, it really almost doesn't matter what you do. I think he's got five games where he's got at least two touchdowns this year. And I'll be the, I mean, I was the first one to, to really give him shit and kind of make fun of him. Like, this, this has been a completely different team since Derek Carr started crying at the podium. Like, yep. those guys took it to heart and were like, hey, we can't have this blubbering crybaby up here anymore. We got to really come come to the facility and, right. you know, what we need to do just to practice, just to come out here and practice. Right. We need to continue to do that and win games, and they have. It's unbelievable. What else did he say? Schedule's not too bad either. What else? Yeah, what else did he say? What did I he didn't say? see it. Like, finish that thought. Oh, yeah. Hey, Derek, what do you think? <laughs> I just... I'd like to. How about the lack of self-awareness? <laughs> yeah, that guy. That journalist like, I'm, right in. I'm getting the first question, and I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. All right, we lost another game. I ain't, I ain't about it. Yeah. As soon as he takes a breath from whatever he's doing right now. Right. I'm asking. I'm getting in. Pissed off. Didn't crazy. they bring Chris Angel in to talk to the team after that to yeah. kind of yeah. bring everyone's hope, like morale up? Is he a hypnotist? Too? He's doing a uh, – he has – He's everything. Yeah. I, uh, he's Chris Angel. Oh, yeah. yeah. I understand. I've met him in person. Take, mm -hmm. I've taken a photo of him. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I said, holy shit, you're Chris Angel. Right to Chris Angel's face. I yep. was so excited did about it. Did you say it. when you shook his hand, your hand went through his? Yeah, yeah he did a uh, – we, like we, we actually went yeah. for like a Viking shake, you know, yep. where you go right. forearm. on the forearm, yep. and we just went right through, and he was like, Viking high five. Gotcha. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was cool. Like he um, – Legend. He has a, a Magic with the Stars show now. Really? really? Him yeah. or his wax figure? What do you mean? Just like no, him. Please. Come I know he's on. in museums because of how great he is as a magician. A magician and a musician. He's fucking yoked. This dude's a musician. Yeah, he is. He's Chris Angel, bro. See, see when he had the football pads on, he didn't seem to have that definition, but there's wow. no filter on that. Those are the pants that Mitt was wearing last week. No, he's wearing yeah, those. He's wearing, wearing them today. Oh, is, does he have them is on he today? Is he wearing them today again? That'd be Mitt. That'd be Mitt. Oh, man. Oh, man. Shout out to Chris Angel, too, being a fashion guy. Oh, his, yeah. his belt or handcuffs, it looks like. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, good luck. I am, he can get out. He can get out. Yeah. <laughs> Try taking yeah. these off. Impossible. I am so sorry to the generation that didn't get to grow up oh, with Mind Freak on A&E of Chris Angel. Honestly... Changed it, the world. It did. Yeah. Look, yeah. that's Ohio. We're Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Iowa. Yeah. Yep. Shaq. He turned Shaq into a hot air balloon. He turned Shaq Shaq through the air one time. I can yeah. see his abs through the shirt. Look at his forearms. He could hit 80 home runs in the MLB this okay. year. Oh, no. Look yeah, well, that's the thing. Pants. He'd actually, he wouldn't hit that's it. Johnson, different yeah, color. Right. He would just look at it, stop the ball. Yeah. 
Gotcha. With his eyes. Who needs this bat? And then he just fucking throws it. He's bat flipping before. Before he steps into the into the uh, box, bat flip, pitch, stop, sends it out with his eyes. Yes, touchdown. Doesn't run the base. Legend. <laughs> Lola has pockets. Touch his own plate. Yeah, it's got pockets. Anyways, Who makes those pants? The NFL logo. Chris makes. What are you talking about? Victoria's Secret. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> Chris makes those pants. Anyways, Chris, we're. Bi- thank you for your service. Thank you, Chris. Love you, Chris. Keep going, Chris. What's the show? Magic with the Stars, I don't know. I've just only seen it on his Instagram because I like follow Like Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Yeah, but better. They're but doing, magicians. They're doing magic instead of dance. Is he teaching, like, random amateur Come magicians on. how to do tricks? No, stars, obviously. Like Dancing so with boss. the Stars. Dorm Boss. So Dorm Boss going on the show? Well, Dorm Boss, I think, would be a judge on the show because yes. he's a professional wow. magician. So I think, like, mm. they're getting celebrities, instead of dancing and being judged by professional oh. dancers... They're doing magic and being judged by yeah. professional magicians. Boom. You can't teach like magic. Lemon. You either got Lolo. it or you don't. Who's that guy in is the that purple? Eddie Griffin? It is. Eddie Griffin, yeah. Okay. No That's what I thought. Who is that guy Who's in the, the purple? Who's <laughs> the Who is that gentleman? Is that Sam Roberts? I don't think it's Sam. I don't Sam. think so. No. Uh, Chris looks great. That's Chris Angel. Yeah, you were about to be like, who's that smoke show in the middle? <laughs> yeah, that is what I was about to say. <laughs> exactly. You're talking shit. Wow. Yeah, so that's the show. Oh, it's Lance Burton. Christina. Oh, Lance is it Burton? Really? Still doing <laughs> Is that right? I know. You magic? <laughs> Holy shit. Anyways. <laughs> wow. Let's consider that a show I'm in. that I yeah. would like to be on yeah, soul if I ever get to the level. <laughs> oh, you got to go on there. You're Fucking with right. What's, what's I saw there was a commercial for a good show today. Uh, it's called Barmageddon. Um, what's his name? Who's the country music? John Taffer. Uh, who does the spin around chair guy? Trace Atkins. Nope. Blake Shell. Blake Shell. Oh, oh, boy. Uh, He's boy. hosting a show at his bar in Nashville, and like they do like games while drinking and stuff like that what? guess who was on the preview for it who i think Tony Bra- i think Braves is going to be on it Braves, oh, he's winning. awesome if it's drinking games Braves winning that, right? the preview. Yeah, i think yep you better you better pack a lunch carson daly's yeah, on I'm out. what are you talking about what you're out. i'm hates, in he hates carson Why? how can you hate carson daly Wait, when was this picture taken yesterday yesterday two <laughs> 2013 days ago. i think <laughs> what what <laughs> Blake Shelton is about brand new. What do you 60 mean? pounds lighter in this picture than he is now. <laughs> so what? Fucking That's what he's fucking talking oh. about. Right. What are we doing? Hey. Carson's spilling his beer. Yeah, that's because it's just a bar having fun, playing games. It's Barmageddon, bro. I yeah. mean. Anyways. Is that one of the Bella, Bella twins? Yeah, out of fear of getting it wrong, I, I was dancing away from that just yeah. because I probably should know who that is, mm-hmm. even though I've never worked with either of the Bellas at WWE. Well, I can see how you wouldn't want to bring it up either. All these mutants on the stage with you might try and fat shame her, too. Oh, oh. Vrabel, what? Now, Vrabel's what? going against uh, Trace Atkins. That's a good. Oh, Boom. I knew I saw Trace Atkins somewhere with that show. <laughs> I just got a confirmation that that was Nikki Bella. Okay. Okay. Who is. Jows. John Cena's ex. ex. <laughs> 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 She's probably got some answers. We should see if uh, she oh, says man. anything on Barmageddon. The only thing she's going to say is, wow, that Ohio fuck Braves yeah. is really good at that doing stuff drunk. Beer. That guy's really good at stuff whenever he's yeah. drunk. And stuff like shit. Oh, my God. 
Please. <laughs> Why would this be a promotional <laughs> still? Who's that on the right? The yeah, that's What's Carson Daly. What? Told you. It's like John Goodman. You, <laughs> you look great. I mean, they <laughs> did, though. They took actor. his TRL picture from 1999 <laughs> and put it on there and acted like we wouldn't notice. <laughs> come on. Come on. Oh, yeah, come on. Footballs. Come on. Footballs. Why are you guys so what rude? What do they do? Play beer pong or what? Let's yeah, move on. Maybe eat something, too. I think flip cup. There's a bunch of cool games. Yeah, man. might be destroying some uh, beer pretzels. Oh, sorry about that, Carson. Love you, Carson. Love you, Carson. Still working 25 years later. Yeah, he's the Carl Wentz of hosting. Oh. <laughs> I'll never stop. What is your deal? I did not know this was going to take a turn like this. And I, for that, I do apologize to all of Carson's family yeah. and Blake's mm-hmm. family that potentially watches this. You know, that's a thing. You know, we say stuff a, in here. Yeah. And we just yeah. kind of live in this little world. Uh-huh. And then it gets projected out of here onto the internet. And then little clips, not only do they get shared on other internet platforms, <laughs> They also get texted. You know what I mean? They get like, oh. they get like clipped and texted mm-hmm. to people, and then everybody hears everything. Mm-hmm. And we just like that, Carson Daly. Thank you, Carson. Love yeah. you, Carson. Love you, Carson. Don't well, know why Tony you. can't stand you, but yeah. Yeah. full sleeve tattoo. Carson's got. A I didn't know he had that. I just turned. You're back. You're back. Yeah. You're back. Yeah, absolutely. Hell I yeah. thought he was just bland white. No. Oh, he was a TRL. What are, what are you talking, talking about? about? Best friends with Bob Ritchie. He's married to Tara Reid. What? He's a host of a voice. Riley Reed? I don't know who any of these Jesus. people are. Let's move on. Anyways, I he and Tara Reed are I, still together, but. Why would you say that then? I oh, cannot. See, like, because they were together oh, like 25 years ago. They're, they're they curling kegs. That's yeah. awesome. That's not, it's going to be a cool show. Who is that curling right there? Uh, Bob Rabel. Uh, hmm. Looks like Who's a hockey that? player from the back. It does. Yeah. Doesn't it? The head shape? That Philip Forsberg? Could be Phil. It could be Roman Yossi. Oh, Rome. It might be Jimmy Johnson. Stoner? Mike Fisher? It's not, it, it's not fucking Stoner, pal. Okay? <laughs> you don't got time for this shit. Okay? <laughs> Come on. Golden Knights are hot right now. Is that Pecorine, maybe? It looks I'm like sure. a hockey player, Could doesn't it? We, do we, can we look this up or no? We, so right David now? Baker I know, in I know the red who the guests right are. There? <laughs> yeah, it is. It could be Jimmy, jo- Jimmy yeah. Johnson's going to David be. Baker retired. Yeah. yeah. Having a good time. That's not Jimmy Johnson, I don't think. Is The NASCAR driver? Or the coach? Certainly not the coach. The That's NASCAR the, driver's going to be. Okay. Is that what the NASCAR driver looks like? No, nah, no. Nah. Who else is on the show? Guy's got uh, a lot of Jeff Gordon in him. Gwen Stefani and Cheryl Crow. That's no. not them. Uh, Clint Boyer and Jimmy Johnson. That's, Sa- Clint, That's Boyer. Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer. Yeah. Sasha Banks and Brie Bella. Oh. Jay Farrow and Martin Cove. Trace Atkins versus Vrabel and Blake Shelton and Kane Bryan. Trace oh, Atkins and Vrabel might do it. Hell of a lineup, oh, man. Yeah, they might go. Wait, they might are they really up. boozing, though? Oh, so yeah. it's on USA. Are they really drinking? Oh, it seems like they are. It's called Bar Mageddon, I assume. Yeah. You, we got to put in a cup, right? Can't yeah. drink out of an actual. Right. Mm-mm. Guys got one of these type of shows on, on Food Network, and they're, they're buzzed up. Yeah, USA <laughs> Network is pretty crazy after, like, 10 o'clock. After Suits is over, after Chrisley Suits. Knows Best has been on after 10 o'clock <laughs> on well, USA Network. And they got real loud. Years. And after They're the news okay. a couple weeks ago, we know that was a crazy decision by USA. Hey, they still have appeals. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's not forget about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that, AJ? Yep. Still got the appeal yeah, process. Still got the appeals. That's one of my favorite tweets. Um, just me wholly shitting that announcement. <laughs> yeah. And the reaction that that got, you would have thought, it was like some real breaking football news from the account. Instead, it was like everybody had their jokes. 
Sure. Of course. The entire world knew of this yeah. Chrisley family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it all got to their head a little bit. I wonder, I wonder if that's what happened here. Might have you know, feel I feel bad for Nanny Faye. Well, what about the kids? Yeah, yeah. they're with uh, the daughter. Took them in. The daughter took them in. The daughter took the young Someone ones did. in, or whatever. Really? Well, did he try to make a sex tape for his daughter, or try to expose like a sex tape? No, that's, oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the Kardashians. No, yeah. that definitely it's a different thing. Back, this happened like a year or two ago with Chrisleys. I don't know what weird. you're talking about. I don't know that. Are you talking about the I don't alleged affair? Well, you do. You just brought it up. So you do know. There was something like a year or two ago that some weird, you know, I guess this has been brewing for a while. This is aside from the, the prison situation going on. Hey, you remember, I ran into this family. That's mm-hmm. right. Leaving the national Wait. championship, yeah. 2019. Mm-hmm. Wow. We had a, the on-field thing. Yep. Yeah. Joe Burrow, cracked ribs or whatever he had, yep. comes in the second half, does his thing, wins the national championship. Stick around long enough to hear him sing Colin Baton Rouge down there, all the LSU fans. That was pretty cool. Saw the confetti fall, saw the trophy, and then snuck out the back door. While walking back to a hotel to get out of there, we're going on some back roads. There's this slew of humans, basically hand to hips, head to back, which means like we're just trying to get through people mm-hmm. as fast as possible. Just so happened to run into each other at the same um, – like crosswalk area, yeah. and uh, me and Foxy, I think, me and Foxy walk in, and uh, we're moving, we're moving, mm-hmm. and then, holy shit, that's the Chrisley family. I literally stopped. <laughs> holy shit, that's the Chrisley family. I turn around, part of the Chrisley's looking back at me and saying, holy shit, that's Pat McAfee right yeah. there. So then Instagram DMs happen between me and the oldest son. Todd? Todd, the dad? No, me, no. And, no. me Chris? and Chase? Chase. Chase, I believe, is the oldest. Chase. Me and him have kept in contact a little bit. Like once a year, there'll be a message exchanged. Merry Christmas. Are you getting deposed now? Did you let him know? Did you send him a message after? Like, hey. Well, I didn't want to. I don't know what I do. I have the opportunity to send a DM. Yeah. So. Hey, sorry, man. T's and P's, brother. Sorry stay, about it. Yeah. Stay, stay yeah. strong. <laughs> sorry Happy about holidays it. to you yeah. and family. Anyways, thanks for the entertainment. Honestly. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Please. I think that very real show you guys put out was incredibly well yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Made me laugh very hard. Uh, good luck Billy McFarlane's out of prison, too, so we're good. Mm-hmm. And he just started a sweet treasure hunt. Is he, he? related yeah. to the family? Yeah, what are you saying Chris Lee and McFarlane for? Just I'm people- just saying another guy, Billy McFarlane, the guy that went to prison for the Firefest debacle, he's out now. And, and like Connor said, he's starting new stuff. Yeah, he's already scheming. I, I assume we're going to know people that are going to do business with him, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just assume. Oh, yeah. Got a couple Probably have already been in contact. That, yeah, we were. For sure. I'm excited to hear how that whole thing goes. You know, he might have went to prison and just started saying, what are some legitimate ideas I can piece together? Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to do the same thing twice. No, of course not. He's not a Mark. No, what? He's Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, there it is. There's a treasure hunt. I put $2 million right here. He did. Is that what he said? I don't know how much this money looks, is This looks there, amazing. But I don't think that is the actual map. I think he's just fibbing people with this one. So I think, like, uh, the treasure hunt thing is good. I, remember, we were going to film a live show. Mm-hmm. We were trying to figure out the capabilities. This is, like, two, three years ago of filming a live treasure hunt-type video show mm-hmm. stream it just have a fucking like truman show almost take over a city like some small town basically rent it out like movies do and do a real mm-hmm. life treasure hunt thing turned out it would have cost i don't know five six seven eight million dollars or something <laughs> like that <laughs> At least. and it was not reasonable but i always thought a good treasure hunt is a good idea 
So with that being said, I like the fact that Billy comes out of prison swinging yeah. with a solid concept that is needed. I think a good treasure hunt right now would do well content-wise, and I think it would also be something that people would be intrigued by if it was to take place. I hope <laughs> Billy figures it out. Seems like it's probably going to be a big scam. I would assume. But it's not fraud. It's not fraud. No. Just maybe false, false advertising. There you go. Let's hear it. Hey, guys, Billy McFarland. We I like the, the fact that Billy comes out of prison swinging yeah. with a solid concept that is needed. I think, is that me talking? Yeah. That was you. Different Did he dub you into this video? <laughs> Yeah, hold uh, on. Wow, I thought so you were good. talking there. Yeah. No. Holy like shit. He used your voice for Ooh. this video. Oh, he, I, th- I think he understands internet memes. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, he fucked around and find out mm-hmm. is what he's going to say. He looks good, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He got yoked in prison. Working out every oh. day. I don't know about yoked. He yeah. didn't blimp up. What's that company that sent us shirts? True uh, Classics? Yeah, that's the like dad bod shirt. It's a good shirt. Tight up top and then loose up. Remember, they sent he's me. He's only like 29 years old. He's young. All right, hope you hope you do well, Billy. Good hope good luck, Bill. happens. Wasn't the Amazing Race like a treasure hunt show? I never saw it, but yeah, but it's so big. Show. Like that's so big, so long. It's very corporate. So long. Yeah. Right. Like oh, it's, you mean like the season? Yeah. It's, yeah, like it's like a couple months. Three month thing long. Yeah. It's the whole world. Jeez. Like let's not get crazy. No. Let's, yeah. Let's make it. Mm-hmm. I saw Danny Amendola was jumping off a moving boat like he's doing that Navy SEAL show. Yeah. Oh, that's a crazy show. With Mike Piazza. I played the trailer. Yeah, I only saw the commercial for that. When's that come out? That does not look mm-hmm. like a good time. No, 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 no it doesn't. No. Soon, I think. AJ, why don't you do that? I, you know what? When I saw some of the previews, I was like, I'd probably try a couple of these no, things. No, you wouldn't. Here we go. Okay, AJ. AJ. I can't wait to say. I'm not college. really into heights, though. Heights really are my thing. Yeah, but you'll get past it because mm-hmm. you'll, you'll be told. To, maybe I need to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, you'll get past it. Yeah. I mean, everybody's scared of heights. And then you're just like, meh, probably not going to die, though. I don't yeah. know. And then you just not go. Everybody. Do like drag racing, then. Well, not everybody. I guess Mark LeClerc, um, the Mark Andre, yeah. Mark Andre, mm-hmm. Le, the... Uh, the ice climber. Alex. Alex, Alex Honnold. Honnold. Yeah. He does not have any fear of heights. Those kids on YouTube that climb huge cranes and oh. hang off of them with one hand. Those Russians, I believe. I believe that's, yeah. those yeah. are all coming from Russia. Yeah. So mm-hmm. something Crazy, to think about. Man. Yeah. Wacko. Walking on the top of building. Tom Cruise doesn't have a fear sure. of heights. No. Yeah. Well, Tom Cruise doesn't fear anything. So, yeah. you know, True. heights kind of just fall into that. But, yeah, Tom Cruise is the only fearless man on the planet. <laughs> Truly fearless. He is. True. He is. You know, it's, it's crazy, but it's why we all love I him. I believe it. What's his next movie? Mission Space. Impossible. He's got two of them coming yeah, out. Come on. Oh, Mission Impossible 2021, bro. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. What is it? Rogue, Rogue Nation? Hey, what's going on with Avatar? That's coming out soon? Oh, yeah. yeah. Two yeah. weeks. Ain't no fucking <laughs> testosterone in it, though. That's what I'm saying. What's Jim, what's Jim doing? Next week. What do you mean? That was, uh, what do you mean? What happened? What, no testosterone. AJ, what happened? You what know. do you mean? Real don't know. You know. Uh, Avatar, okay. no testosterone? Who said that? He did. Well, James Cameron. Cameron. Allegedly. We don't know if it's real. It's his movie. It was a report on the internet. Okay. Yeah, he also reported 250 He said they no. censored him? Well, that's a different conversation than the one that I'm having. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creatures in Avatar aren't going to be very jocked if there's no testosterone. Well, so the $250 million, allegedly $1.75 million uh, billion dollars yeah. short. Allegedly $2 billion was spent on this movie. There was a report on the oh. internet that James Cameron said that masculinity or testosterone is the biggest toxic thing in, er, in the world Toxin or something. In, yeah, in men's body. Jim. I need to get rid of it all or something like that. So allegedly that was a quote, which automatically led everybody going. Testo- Avatar director James Cameron says, testosterone is a toxin men must terminate from their system. 
Okay, that's from the post-millennial with an official thing underneath it, of course. What does that mean? Are you talking about, like, when sometimes you got to jerk off, just release? Yeah, things? eliminate it. <laughs> After you're hungover, like you've been drinking all night? What yeah. the hell, Jim? Yeah. Maybe that's what he's talking about. <laughs> it's got to be. That makes sense. Okay, so it makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. So that, that doesn't mean Avatar's going to be bad, because a lot of people read that quote and they were like, oh, Avatar's going to suck. This guy, this guy kind of sucks. What do we do? We, uh, we can't we rule doing? it out, though. No Avatars are going to be jerking their gurgan in the movie next weekend. Oh, is that a spoiler, you think? He just I gave a spoiler? Oh, so. yeah, kind of a bummer. <laughs> a little, there's another yeah. quote, um, him, uh, James Cameron, on making Titanic and Avatar. His quote was, I was a wild, testosterone-poised young man. So I don't know. If that great came. movies. Yeah. And now, and now he's not. And, t- and Titanic, too. They're screwing. Same with Avatar. There was. They were, there were some boning in both of them. Both yeah. of them. A little testosterone should be displayed. Hey, guess what, Jim? Those way. movies are pretty Avatars good. So. Do it with the humans. Avatars and humans come together. Well, Jacob Solly, you yeah. see. Yeah. yeah. They bop each other. He's part human. <laughs> Boom. I forget. It was 25 years ago when the first one came out. Elon did respond and say, Testosterone rocks. Not going to lie. <laughs> Big TRT guy. <laughs> uh, Kanye had some takes on Elon on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's move back. Well. Let's get back to the NFL. Let's uh, continue <laughs> to ride the internet. All right, let's do some overreactions. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for hashtag PMS. I don't want to overreact, but... but... That's right. We put out a tweet saying, hey, go ahead and lose your mind. You will not be judged. No, no, you will be celebrated. Best overreaction tweets from the day will make it on the show. Ty Schmidt carouses through the entire tweets with the hashtag PMS. I don't want to overreact. But... And picks his favorites. Let's dive right in. From Skylar Wipker at trouble underscore S. This dude. Yeah. He's he's trouble. trouble. He's trouble. Oh, boy, is he trouble. Hashtag PMS, I don't want to overreact. But Bengals are the AFC favorite, and the Chiefs are not their rivals. Rivalry suggests equality, and they would have to beat us for that. We are their owners, and who they? With exclamation points. Wow. Obviously, Skyler's excited. How do you feel about this type of shit talk being chatted from the Cincinnati Bengals fans towards the Kansas City Chiefs, who are probably going to be playing again down the road and could all get brought up and maybe be read by some dogs for the Kansas City Chiefs, A.J. Hawk? I don't think this is crazy for uh, Bengals fans to say. They've obviously had the Chiefs number, as people like to say. So let's see what happens when it matters, though. Who wins in the playoffs when it matters? Well, yeah, that will tell the tale, I guess. Well, the Bengals have done that thus far. Congrats to the Bengals, yeah. by the way. Love yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. You go, Cincy. Bubble for the field. Uh, sponsorship for the stadium. Joey Burrow. A lot of weapons. Teams flying around. Yeah. Only team to go 3-0 and against this Chiefs since last November. Let's go. Yeah. Times yeah. are good. Keep Dude. those tweets coming. Yeah. Let's go to another overreaction, possibly, from Mason Oroca at Oroca92. Hashtag PMS, I don't want to overreact, but Brandon Staley is the worst coach in the NFL. Oh, The Chargers might not win another game this season. Bring on Sean Payton. Your thoughts, AJ? Allegedly, Sean Payton does love L.A. I love L.A. Mm -hmm. Sean Payton saying allegedly, will he just be able to jump right back in there and Justin Herbert enough for him to want to do as such, and can he win with them? And is Staley getting fired, AJ? I don't know if Staley was getting fired, but the Sean Payton angle is definitely interesting to me. If I'm the owners of the Chargers – or I'm anyone up top, I would be very interested. If, if Sean Payton showed any interest in the squad, I'd want to bring him in. But doesn't he have to wait another year or two with his I, contract with yes. the Saints? I was so confused by this because everybody's just acting like Sean Payton could pick a team up halfway yeah. through the season. I'm like, if I wanted to go back and kick balls right now, 
I would have the Colts would have to release my rights for me to go do that. I would have to be, and everybody's just like, "Oh, Sean Payton can go to L.A., maybe Carolina. Yeah. Sean Payton can go wherever he wants." I'm like, "Didn't he retire on a Monday out of nowhere with a lot of years left on his contract? How can he do that? I guess there is another year. Is that what he said? Yeah, it'd be 2024. And also, when you think of this situation, would you more so see the Broncos maybe moving on from Hackett next year and giving Sean Payton 200 million dollars? Yeah, I don't know. I think you think he wants the- to go there with Russ, though. You think Sean Payton wants Russ? 25 million dollars. A year, uh, Bill Belichick. There, there was a graph put out by uh, twenty-five a year, really. Joe Pompliano, yeah, I think mm-hmm. from the Athletic, from the Athletic, <laughs> and we don't know where they got their information from, but it was all the coaching salaries. Uh, Bill Belichick's in first with twenty million, and remember, he has the clause in his contract that he negotiated with himself directly with the owner that anytime somebody else gets a deal, he gets to renegotiate his deal Hell to yeah. be more because he's general manager and head coach. So, just putting him on here as a coach is fascinating because he also is. A general manager for the New England Patriots as well, which is an entire another job that pays a lot of money. So think about that whenever you look at this. $20 million for Bill Belichick, $15 million for Pete Carroll, $14 million for McVay, Greg Popovich, MBA, sneaks in there at $13 million. Tomlin, I'm fucking working, $12.5 million. Andy Reid, $12 million. John Harbaugh, $12 million. 11.8 for Saban, 11.5 for Dabo, Kirby Smart, 11.3. I think Saban also has the similar type mm-hmm. thing in his contract where as soon as somebody else gets a deal, he gets to renegotiate because he is Nick Saban. He's the greatest of all time, <clears throat> just like Bill Belichick. He's also a GM. So when you look at that, the very wealthy owners can just fuck it all up for the non-super wealthy mm-hmm. owners in the coaching department. Because if they offer Sean Payton $25 million a year, will Sean Payton turn that down just because he wants to go no, somewhere else? No, better not. Exactly. Well, exactly. That's what we're saying, too. Yeah. So I think there is a chance that maybe the Broncos pay him a shit ton of money. Maybe Tepper pays him a shit ton of money to go to Carolina, even though that's not a place that we would expect him to want to go to. In the NFC South again, in Charlotte, as opposed to New Orleans, is that where he wants to go over L.A. or anywhere else? They don't have a quarterback over there. They don't have a good setup over there. Right now, is that what he wants to do? And Tepper, the owner, could be like, do you want $25 million? Yeah. All right, and Sean Payton's like, this is what I want to do. Let's go ahead and take this thing yeah. on. And he might be a uh, GM as well. I mean, it's, a, it's so interesting with the big money that has come into the NFL. Big money. We were talking about this earlier. Big money. Huge. That There's just, no cap either, right? You can pay a coach whatever you want, whatever the owner decides. And is that, is that a guess? Like that, They don't have to make those numbers public, so how do they get them? Yeah, that's what I – I don't know. I don't know what the college sources. coaches with like the public institutions. We know how much those guys, what their State, salary is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. NFL guys doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I think it's just. I don't know. I didn't read the article. I only saw Pompliano's tweet, and I tried to look on the graph for like where was this, and it just it gave credit to whoever made the graph. It yeah. didn't talk about where the information yeah. was grabbed from, which is normally on a graph. Just mm-hmm. as a follow up to the person who made the graph that got a shout out. Mm-hmm. Normally there is. Yeah, you zoom in down there on the bottom, and I guess Sportico would be where the information's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chart is from Lev Akabas. Akabas, maybe Akabas, <laughs> maybe as well. Z, yeah, Z had it. But normally, wouldn't it have like the where the information was accrued from? Yeah, it came from from those from those accounts. I thought in the tweet, itself. Joe Pompliano. I don't think he put it in there. Oh, Go okay. to the. I uh, believe him. I no, no, I agree. The other side. How they got it. The other side says Sportico on there. Is that probably where it comes from? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. And Lev Akabas did it for Sportico? No, I think he just took the information from, from Sportico, Sportico and put it into this Yeah, because normally at the bottom of graphs, I think, unless I'm misremembering things, normally it says, like, where the oh, yeah. data is coming from. For source sure. It. Yeah, source. So them just 
Does putting Sportico on there? Does it mean anything that his Instagram is data cab ass? That's a company that Lev started, I think, okay. I believe. He's see- a data reporter at Sportico, according to his Twitter bio. Okay. So did his information come from? From Sportico. And how does Sportico get the information? Mm, that's the question. That's what they do. Oh, reach, oh, reach out dig up that info. <clears throat> Diggs, please send a message to Sportico. Thank you for that's Sportico, baby. Because, yeah, that's not information. Even Sean McVay's deal, it was, like, rumored to be in between this and this, and we never got an actual answer, right? Yeah, we never really know unless they would confirm it, but I don't know any coaches that really openly talk about what they're getting paid. All right, let's go to the next overreaction because I think I already got a heads up on it from Aaron <laughs> James at Toxic AJ Hawk. Is that you? Hmm? I burner, don't think this burner, is a burner. I burner alert. Maybe, oh, maybe AJ's got is. a burner. Hashtag burner PMS. Burner. I don't want to overreact. Yeah. But. AJ, why don't you read this one? The Colts' fourth quarter performance was the upper quartile of the upper quartile of embarrassment. Really? I don't know. Whoa. Jeff Saturday it experience was. is over, and Ballard era should be too. He has Whoa. turned them into a poverty franchise in a oh. few short years. Sorry about it. So that was you. That was you. Did you hear how smooth that came out? That wasn't his first time reading that. The last time he read it was when he was typing it. Mm -hmm. Mentioned poverty after going to Nantucket. Of course it's him. Yeah, exactly. All right. Makes sense. Uh, I saw a bunch of pictures of Con Man's old yacht club. He's a legend up there. Is he really? Look, I, I've oh, never, you know, sailed in Fagali, but there was a chance I had an opportunity to. Wow. Whoa. What can I say? What's that? You sailor, I you. I know how to fucking hoist the mast. Sorry. <laughs> Sue me about it. Hey, that Sue is me. a thing up there, right? You guys know boats up there. Oh, yeah. When like I, we went boating. up there for... Yeah, my wedding. Your wedding. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. We were staying on, like, a part of the bay there where there was a dock, and it was just a line of people hopping in fucking, like... These types oh, yeah. of boats, oh, yeah. like little ones, like little mm-hmm. tiny ones. And tense. Yeah, and just going out for fun. Like, I think it was just like the past time, like a oh, yeah. husband and wife went out there and were just fucking floating around in the middle of the ocean. And yeah, morning mm-hmm. sail. There's towns like that up and down the entire Jeez. New England region. Like Worcester? Worcester Worcester is very landlocked. And uh, <laughs> that, that's like the uh, what about rural Gla- area. What about Gloucester? <laughs> yeah, Adam, Gloucester, you could throw that in there. Yeah, that is a perfect storm. I, I asked, where are you going? That's yeah. what I, I said so, to the one person because there was like 15 people. I'm like, where are you guys going? And they're like, just around. We'll probably just go out, sail yeah, a little bit, and come back. They have like, fuck. where the wind takes us. In the middle of the ocean? Yeah. You're going out to the fucking ocean in that thing? What they are have, we doing? Yeah. They have places where you can take like these kind of boats, dock them, go into a bar. That was get the place we were on. staying at. Yeah, I, basically. I, exactly. That hotel we were yeah. staying yeah. at. Like off the back of those hotels. They'll have restaurants and stuff. They're not always hotels. There but, was this yacht that was parked there. Oh, I bet. That. The person was working out up on the top, mm-hmm. looking down on the rest of the mm-hmm. restaurant. I was like, holy fuck, what yeah. a life. They bring that guy food. He doesn't go Yeah, yeah, the yeah. They take it out to yes. work. Yeah. Feed me more. Ryback. <laughs> Quite a callback. All right, let's go to another overreaction, shall we? Do you think that's true? You wrote the tweet, I guess. Oh, uh, sure. If I wrote it, I would imagine. But no, I would, I would disagree with my own tweet there. I, I don't think the Jeff Saturday era is dead yet. Yeah, All right, well, play. thank you. Thank you yes. for saying that. Okay. I don't know. Three quarters of good football. And then what happened? And they uh, got fucking shit pumped. I don't think it's Jeff Saturday's fault at all. I don't know how you fix it. Nice. It's a culture thing, isn't uh, it? I think it's a quarterback thing. Well, that's certainly part, part of it. it. Yeah, also, I mean, the defense, too. It's clean not slate. It. You just got to wipe it clean. That's what I'm thinking, but we have a lot of contracts. Yeah. I don't know how, you, I don't know how they turn it around. I mean, the whole thought of us being a poverty franchise – like, I don't know what the next – I don't know how they fix that. Honestly, I don't know how they fix – Jeff Saturday, what if he is the greatest coach of all time? We have no idea. Maybe maybe he's 
Maybe he's not. You know, maybe maybe he's not. I, I guess I guess I'm open to saying that now at this point. But also, this team has underperformed from week one. This isn't like, a, oh, I don't know how that happens. And is that Ballard's fault? Did Ballard know that the, this group of all pros and pro bowlers at basically every single position group that you have – what, did he know that they were just going to be so inconsistent? I don't know. How do you fix that? How do you fix consistency, AJ? Is that in the locker room? What is it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's everything. Like, consistency is like all the little tiny things that you, people are – that get boring to talk about. You know, like how you do anything is how you do everything. It's all of that, which I'm sure really? Jeff has done, and he's doing that. Like, he's instilling that, but is it too late? And also, like, your quarterback play. you got to have some high-level quarterback play if you want to win some football games, and at times they don't have that. Well – if you have a six foot seven guy on the field, you know, quarterback yeah. play doesn't have to be as perfect. Scheme two. Has the line done better? Uh, last night there was a couple moments where it was like, not good, but they're also playing against he's fucking Mike. Yeah, he right. also can't he's be asking like, that yeah. question when they are the highest paid O line in the NFL. Like, you can't be like, well, is the line playing any better? It's like, hey, you paid these guys. Like, they're yeah. supposed to be the best fucking unit, you know, week in, week out, and they haven't been. I, well, I, I'm so confused by it. I'm befuddled by what's going on in the Indianapolis Colts building. And you've talked about leadership, too. Like, the positions of leadership on a team are typically what, quarterback? And they've had a different one, and then Darius Leonard's kind of the guy on defense. He's been out. We're top ten in cap space for next year. Let's go. There you go. Who's number four? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's you guys. Oh, oh uh, yeah, and that number's not even. Look right. at the Bears. Zito brought this up so quick. Did you see how quickly Zito brought <laughs> oh, this? Yeah. It's in my bookmarks. Zito was like, oh, yeah. oh, "Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it." Uh, Chicago Bears have 115 million dollars in cap space. Ibraflus, I feel like he's a guy. That can figure it out. He knows the right pieces to bring into the puzzle, hopefully. We lost him. That's a big deal, too, to our defense. Yeah. You know, Gus Bradley, good coach, but, like, we lose basically – like, Eberflus, I think he was accountability guy. I think, remember, Shaq Leonard, who was then known as Darius Leonard at the time, was on the show, and it was right before free agency last year, and the Colts were thinking about bringing somebody in, and we asked Shaq Leonard about it, and he said, they just need to know that they're going to come in here, they're going to work. Like, hey, we're mm-hmm. working. We work here. That's what we do. We do this. We do this. Eberflus is defense. We go hard every day, blah, blah, blah. And it's like we lose Eberflus. Is that a problem? Is that a part of the accountability that's maybe been lost? How are you this inconsistent? How can you have three great quarters and then shit the bed in the fourth quarter when it actually matters on prime time? Because on prime time, that's whenever your big players are supposed to show up. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, sun goes down. Stars come stars out. Come out. Mm-hmm. That's right. Dwight Fringy told me that moments before – he gets a sack on Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Football and Thursday Night Football and Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football. It's like that's why they're their big-name players, and it's like the complete opposite happened almost last night in the fourth quarter. It's like, what the fuck is going on over there? I wish I could be a fly in the locker room for a second, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't think they predicted, like, when things started going downhill, this is going to be a 33 nothing route quickly in the fourth quarter. They didn't oh. see that one coming. It's pretty quick. It doesn't, show, hey, it doesn't show up till it shows up. Ain't that right? Yeah. That's right. That's what they say, right? Well, how you do anything is how you do everything. Goddamn right. It's true. Amen. You take care of it's the not going to matter until it matters. That's right. Take care of the little things. Big things take care of themselves. What? Maybe. Possibly. I just saw the Saints again. Saints have negative $63 <laughs> million dollars in cash. What was it last year? Yeah. The year? They were at negative 81. Oh, well, at least they got out of it. So oh, remember, the they were at negative 81 million, and then they, <laughs> sh- they swung it in six days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And we're ready know. to pay Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and didn't even have to kill their quarterback to do it. No. Nope. <laughs> Bucks in second. Yeah, Points bet was trying to help him out. Yeah. Just a year too mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that division's a shit show. Odyssey South? Mm-hmm. I think they're the bottom. Are they not the bottom? Three out of four? I mean, they're the bottom two for sure. I thought I saw. Yeah, Panthers at 25. They're in the, they're in the negative as well. Jeez, Look out for Artie Smith. The Falcons. Mm-hmm. Seems like Mark Mariota's time might be over. They're, yeah, they're reevaluating every position, right? Yeah, he uh, yeah. did not play well yesterday. He God, he had a good run there, oh, though. Hold the phone. What's that? Let's see talk? what Rattler can do. Two, no. I think. Oh, they're number two. Yeah, the Chiefs somehow have seventeen million. It's that, unbelievable. That doesn't make any sense. How does that fucking work? How does that cor- work? They gave their quarterback five hundred million dollars. I think they gave that, Travis Kelsey a hundred million, yeah. sixty million, or something. Like I think that, that five hundred. The teams that are negative have a bunch of dead cap. Is that what it is? If you're negative, uh, they're just kicking no, the can. I don't know. Still. Is that is that how it works there? Let's see. Plus, like the, how many guys already have signed for next year? Because debt is there. A lot of it, like the Saints, I know that was all from all the restructuring they did. From kicking a can? Yeah. Active must just be the current, what they have on their team for now. On the year. books right now. Yeah. And then is this projected cap at 220, mm. like they said it was going to be yesterday? Or is this, you've had this bookmarked? How long have you had this bookmarked for? I'm just kidding. This is from Spotrack. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. yeah. uh, okay. And yeah. is, this the, is this updated with the 220 and a half or something like that, what it's supposed to be? 2023. 218 right there. Okay, so So, two million better. Yeah. Two million better for Mm -hmm. all the teams at the bottom and at the top, I guess. Not including guys that, you know, are are on the roster, you know, contractually, but can be cut with no dead cap. Sure. A lot of those. A lot of those. Yeah. What if somebody just signed a deal and said, you don't owe me a dollar to restructure? I want to quit. Yeah. Brady. (laughs) See what happens. He's got a one year deal, so it doesn't matter. For the Bears, though, that's huge, right? Because they finally found out their we'll like, team. Hey, at least they have like a scheme like, hey, Justin Fields, this is how we're using them. Well, they also have the number two picks. So if somebody's going to want to come get a quarterback, they'll probably be able to pick up like yeah. two or three first rounders out of that whole mm-hmm. pick there. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? AJ? Oh, yeah. Very well, valuable spot they sit, I feel like. Yeah, with money, too. Good for them. Hey, let's go, Bears. Huh? Go Bears. Yeah. Bears. Thanks, guys. Come worked on, out very well. Let's go to another overreaction tweet, shall we? Uh, Wolf of Broad Street. Wolf of At Wolf of Broad, Broad Street. Is, a, is this a John? I think so, but he wasn't tweeting. Because Broad Street bullies, right? Or the, yeah. Yeah. Is the uh, Flyers maybe. way back in the day when they won a cup? Was that 70? 76. 75, yeah. 75. They haven't won a Stanley Cup since then. No. Philadelphia Flyers. No. no. They, they just have not won. <laughs> they really no. stink. They have boys rolling, though, right? Remember the they have them rolling this year? No, they fucking stink. They They're suck. so bad. So bad. How are the Bruins doing? <laughs> All right, let's talk. Oh, um, oh, yeah, that's right. They're 20 and 3. <laughs> Zito just put it, came in my ear. And told me 20 and not. 3? 20 and 3. And Zito we have the Golden Knights. I'm happy it came in your ear. Okay? So, oh! Got him. Seems like you've been oh, caming geez. in your pants. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Impossible. Does it matter now? Doesn't matter now. Okay, we'll see you at the end, pal. It matters when we just get to coast the rest of the season, you know, and still make it in. All the boys. Oh, have you guys are going to be so rusty. No yeah, cement. So oh, oh, no. Did you see Deshaun play football? Not good. See how rusty he was. Uh, yeah, we we didn't even have a bunch of people in the stands at Bruins games that were, you know, you know, <laughs> what? Yeah, what? you know, what? that's wild. That was a wild situation. Yeah. That, I think a lot of people are like, holy shit, he's playing right now? Like, I think that happened yesterday. Oh, yeah. I think there was like a, damn. Mm-hmm. Football gods. Even though they tried to black that game out for everybody, didn't they? Yes, they that did. game was hard to find on TV for some reason. Still watched it. Yeah. 
Was it really? Oh, yeah. Shown to like 1% Nobody of the country, I think. There. I saw the map pop up. Red Zone Channel, uh, Frankenmuth yesterday. <laughs> Scott Anson. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Going for, on that play where Frank oh, he called him Frank Frank and Muth. I didn't catch Frank that one. I was actually on the Siciliano pop, pop uh, Red Zone yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Right. Yeah, he said Frankenmuth in... That was hilarious. There was a couple other things you said. Seven hours, though. You're going to flop Yeah, commercial-free football. So, yeah, you're going to get a lot of that. Is that on NFL Plus? Uh, no, Actually, I, I thought it was. If you have the upgraded premium subscription, no. I believe you can watch you it. Sure? I do have that. I do not have yeah, that. Yeah, correct. I didn't think so. Okay. Because so I still have NFL, NFL Plus. What is NFL Plus? Can somebody tell us? Riddle radio. Us? Radio on your phone. You can listen yeah, you to the preseason games of your favorite team. And you can watch oh, the primetime games. Well, you can watch it. all the primetime no, games. No, you can watch your place. local market. Like So if I wanted to, I could watch the Colts on. Yeah. And the primetime games. Okay. Is it all mobile? That's sweet. Yes. Yeah. Like, last, like say you got to take your dog out like last night during the game. You can watch uh, Sunday Night Football. It's only good Monday for screen recording it. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't that doesn't even work for me. But like, when you I screenshot have, it, it doesn't come. I've used TV. I've used TV, so like, I watch it on my phone with that NFL Plus. Does exactly for me. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was exactly. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say as well. Uh, I hear it though. People talk about NFL Plus all the time. They do. Hear about it a lot. Oh, is that NFL Plus? Until they offer like the replays, so like you could click on a play, so like Justin Fields' fifty-five yard run, and it goes right to the game, right to that play. I think that's well, NFL Plus would be cool. Yeah, I don't know. You think they're going to do that? I, I honestly, like, I, I they, think they just created NFL Plus so that they could bundle it in with whatever they're sure, about yeah. to sell to yeah. a streaming company. And if they have any sort of like thought of, hey, where should we move Sunday ticket to? If they just put it on NFL Plus, everybody would have it. Yeah, that'd be a good play. They don't have the infrastructure. Yeah, they would have to app. deal with it though. But would they? I don't Apple's know. getting Apple's going to get it right. Has or, to. Yeah, or Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that. That red zone thing, I've watched it the last four weeks now. Mm-hmm. First time ever. I'm really? just experiencing the red zone. Red zone is super valuable. People, a lot of people watch red zone. Super valuable. It is. It's awesome. Four o'clock like yeah, too. Good for it. it is. Like people yeah, love. Four o'clock was huge. Chargers game. Never pop up anywhere. All right, let's go to another overreaction. Uh, Scott Hanson, appreciate. I, I've been spending my Sundays with you. Thank pal. you, Scott. Here you go, Scotty. Scotty. Are you supposed to look at a light? Yeah, yep. it goes away. And say God yep. bless. Oh, I thought looking at a light is it it goes. Oh, I thought it goes away. If someone says watermelon, I don't like mine that. just went away. away. So I don't yeah. like when it goes away. Where's the hell to go? I need to get that out. Yeah, there was a lot of energy that was about to come right out of my exactly. face. It's like when you hold in a fart. It'll come back in a little. Is it? Because a fart actually gas exists. Sneeze, yeah. what is it? Hmm. It's how you get brain aneurysm. What? No, I've I've hold, seen a guy yeah. hold a sneeze and get yeah. an aneurysm. And sneeze is when you got something way? in your yeah. nose. If you hold a uh, fart, it becomes a burp. And there's something in your brain that says we got to get that the fuck yeah. out of our nose. What does it say it again? Because I I heard uh, fart poop. No. I didn't hear. It's what, like when there's when there's something in your nose and your brain goes, we need like whether it's a fucking disease or or dust or whatever it says we need to get that the fuck out of our. That's nose. what a sneeze is. Yeah. What the fuck is a sneeze? I don't know. Honest, a, my I wife, that, my I wife that. and I chatted about this really? last night because I'm a big sneezer. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> big sneezer. Yeah. In the Part movie Osmosis uh, Jones, That's Sam what, does not love it. Uh, the sneeze is basically a buildup of like your, the cops inside you are gathering all the criminals, and they throw you in sneeze, and then they send you That's a documentary that I was referencing to. Okay, Osmosis Jones yeah. is the doctor. Yeah. It was to teach Will people Smith. about the body's defense mechanism. Chris Rock. It was Chris Rock. 
What? Wow. Are you serious? Come on. Wow. Oh, actually. Wow. Whoa. Speaking of that. Oh, oh, I didn't even think of that connection. There's also a Kid Rock song in that movie that just went. Even worse. Yeah. Has has not aged like a fine wine. No, it just went big because of the lyrics that they let Kid Rock sing in this fucking song. In in Osmosis Jones? PG movie. In a kid's film. Yeah, cartoon. So it can be an allergic reaction, a viral infection, a change in temperature, or a sudden bright light. Your nose becomes agitated. But so that means my bitch ass nose is getting agitated light. by a bright light. Yeah, no hey, nose. Figure it out. <laughs> no, because you just there's no the way. Light there's no away. way. Change in temperature. You said yes. So when you leave, you're gonna sneeze. Your I'm a, my sneeze. Ah. <gasps> yeah. I feel like I have to. Oh yeah, yeah. get it all out of my. Oh yeah, I, have I feel to. like I like. Pull a rib or break something every once in a while when I sneeze really loud. Me too. My and, back cracks. Sometimes. And I'll, I'll go. I'm going away from everybody, mm-hmm. down and out. Yep. If mm-hmm. I have to. If you're going we're, elbow. If we're crowd Cops taught you elbow. Well, yeah. if there's humans around, I will go elbow or intake. Yeah, into the shirt. Yeah, yeah, in is the move. Intake, yeah. but I'm still loud. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it's still a. Hi. My wife hates it. She does not like how loud my sneezes, but I feel like I'm going to die if it's not loud. People like, have before, so there's no there's no shame in being loud. There's people that aren't though. I don't like what is why is mine? some people hold them. Some people like uh, they hold them on on purpose and it's tiny. I'm like, what are you going to break your head off? Yeah, that's, that's what what where does the juice come from though? Like, how come my sneeze has a lot of power behind it, mm. and then how come some other people's don't? Is it because I got a large nose, I was big head? Say, is it beak? Maybe yeah. it's your lungs. Could be your lungs. Good lungs, mm. bad lungs. I would think good lungs, lungs would be yeah. more powerful. And bigger Hell head, bigger yeah. sinuses. So yeah. more buildup. So, so bigger be- lungs, bigger mm. head, bigger nose, yeah. bigger sinuses. Bigger achu. Boop. More achu. Bigger achu. Man, Glad we well, figured that out. Me too. You're a big sneezer too. You got a massive head, mm-hmm. big yeah. nose. Probably big sinuses. Never Dumb. broke it, though. It's never broke. It never they, broke. they drilled it out. It yeah. fucking went back. It didn't take. I can't breathe, so. It's different. Say I got slip apnea. I do need it. I told you, any ENTs Ooh. out there, I do need it again. This yeah. is what happens to your body when you sneeze. Oh, the this person has story by wonderful <laughs> eyelashes. It's a story by numbers. 16 million. Remember, music, mucus is the perfect growing medium for bacteria. Be considerate. Okay. Well, so, I'm going to get out of my body. Someone needs to get to wow. South Africa. Yeah, I was going to say clear rhinitis. Yeah. Sixteen million South Africans have fucking going through hay fever. Holy, Holy fuck! How many South Africans are there? I mean, was there a denominator a here? Eight, eight, yeah, I mean, where's Hodge when you need him? Does every that's Merrill Hodge? Do, does every human in South Africa either get killed by Tink Tink or yeah, have hay fever? Sixty million people in South Africa. <laughs> Sixty million. Jesus, call back. Fourth of the country. Poor that's little. a ton. Poor little tink tink. How many people need to tink, tink tink tink? Just one? Yeah. Sign ups over here. <laughs> Self defense. Yeah. Well, there's no sign up at all. <laughs> they got this guy. All right. <laughs> Let's go to another overreaction. Uh, Wolf of Broad Street, obviously. Hashtag PMS. I don't want to overreact. <laughs> but uh, Dolphins are frauds. <clears throat> Can't lose to a third string quarterback. The Bills will be in the yeah. NFC Championship game now. Well, yeah. well, he's wrong. The AFC would well, be obviously wolves what we're talking about. <laughs> but I do appreciate what you said about the Dolphins here because how is Gump? Can we call Gump real quick? Yeah. Let's see how the Dolphins fans feel after losing 33-17 to to the Niners. Now, 
Niners are an incredible ball club. Yeah. They got a great defense. Miami Dolphins prides themselves on a great offense. So now maybe they were able to learn from yesterday to take into a little bit later. Maybe Shanahan showed McDaniel some weaknesses in said offense. So maybe Shanahan is once again teaching McDaniel about his team and his program. I have not lost hope in this Dolphins team, though. Have you? No, not at all. I still oh. I still feel the same as I have most of the season about them. Yeah, I, I think sometimes you're just not going to hit. I think sometimes two is going to, sometimes two is going to miss. Like Kirk Cousins, he missed a couple throws oh, early yeah. yesterday, mm-hmm. and exactly. it was like, hey, maybe one day you're just going to be off. That could happen whenever you're talking about throwing. Joining us now, diehard Dolphins fan, a man who has been uh, kicked out of America yep. back to Canada, although he is still one half of the hammer. Dad, Cowboys. He's not here in person, but always in spirit, ladies and gentlemen. Bubba Gumpino. Gumpy, you guys dead, pal? No, we actually had a drive to win the game, and then uh, Gusecki had it pinned against his head, and I don't know what a catch is anymore. So we were right there. The game was closer than the score shows, I believe. Yeah, because it was, uh, what, they scooped score there at the end, right? Yeah, there there was two bad turnovers at the end. And, I mean, Tua looked bad in the first half. That's the only thing, like, he missed a lot of passes that he usually hits, found it in the second half, and we had a chance to win it in the end, but that wasn't a game I marked on the calendar as a victory at the start of the season. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game regardless because the Niners are the Niners. Now, they you lost to a third-string quarterback. How do you feel about that? Uh, I would argue it was McCaffrey more than that. He did play well, though. He made that huge throw to uh, Kittle, Kittle when fucking yeah. what's-his-name had his hand in his face. Like, he was dead there. Yeah. He made a couple big throws. I thought he played well, to be honest. Big gut sack on that guy. Go ahead, AJ. Goop, uh, let's say the Dolphins are you know, have a, maybe a couple playoff games. Are you going to sneak into the country and try to catch one of these games in person? You don't have to tell us here, but is that a possibility? Well, so what? what? You don't have to tell us here. Tell us. I'm going to ask you a question on talk show. You don't have to tell us don't the answer, answer here. But I'll, just ask you. I'll let you know. Thank you. Send it to the group you text. Married, you get married yet? Have you been married yet to come over here? Jesus Christ. Is no, that what we're doing? Unfortunately, uh, that's not that easy anymore. I know everybody thinks that's an easy way, but uh, my yeah. buddy just went through it. It is just as big of a nightmare. Yeah, we, um, we did look into that, mm-hmm. about the potential yeah. match to be made in old PMS heaven. Yeah. That's right. Oh, Gumpy and yep. Lisa Ann. That's right. That was, that was really good. Lisa True Ann, love. by the way, we appreciate just the, mm-hmm. yeah, hell yeah. 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 Thank, Thank you, Lisa. Lisa. That's probably her calling him. Like yeah. She actually was like, yeah, you got it. Hey, whatever. Let's, uh, let's do this. She's a fan of Gumpy, obviously, and mm-hmm. fan of the program, so we appreciate her doing that. Then we actually looked into it. That ain't just like a – that just isn't like a green flag racing immediately. Can't just like mm-hmm. – she can't, she couldn't have just went to Canada. They eloped, and then he just walks right over. Like I guess, I guess it's a lot. Prove your love. Yeah, you that's bullshit. Your love. No, it's a whole fucking process. It's another whole process, isn't it? Shoot a film. It's a whole thing. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no <laughs> slam dunks anymore. It appears. AJ. Well, there was an article about a slam dunk. A bunch of them, like a thousand of them. Did you yeah. read that? Yeah, I guess he only failed with one person, it said. He played a basketball player or something. I, I didn't know that I played basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, uh, yeah, because I, I was about told. to say you would have had to have been the second one. Or, dude, got a full article written about him. Yeah. Sued the United States. This guy is the king of immigration. The savior. Changed, changed immigration in the sports industry forever. For sure. He's incredible. Yeah. We've seen his work. It's expensive. <laughs> it doesn't work. 
Sounds like a snake. But all's going to happen. All's going to be well. We can't wait to get you back, ladies and gentlemen. Our friend, Bubba Gumpino. Hey, that article is absurd. Absolutely absurd. I need to read it. It'll get sent in again. We'll send it in Oh, again. yeah. It's crazy. I didn't even know what's happening. I'm just having a little day. And then all of a sudden, I get a text from Gumpy. Anytime you get a text from Gumpy, it's either something that is. I get text from Gumpy. Yeah, something text, yeah. something awesome. And he goes, look at this, Paul. And I, it was a full article. I read the thing. I was like, damn. I wonder if that's because what's about to happen. Mm. Is he coming back? Is Gumpy coming back? I, I hope know. so. Man, I'll tell you what. I, I framed it in my mind. Like, no. So that when it does happen, <laughs> it'll just be a no, nice no, no. Surprise. Don't become that type of person. I don't like those types of people. Those types of people say I'm expecting nothing. So when I can never get disappointed if something bad happens, I think that is a bad way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I think we should expect greatness. I think we should expect mm-hmm. good things to happen. If they don't happen, we should craft new ways for said good thing to happen. Never have a defeated attitude. No, no, no. We can't have that, especially with this situation. Is that the glass for a glass half empty? Whoever that is. Yeah, and then you. Take it and get a smaller cup. That's right. Oh, yeah. If it doesn't work, we get a smaller oh, cup. Smart. We fill that thing all the way back up to the top. So now we're not even having a discussion. Now we're saying, are we sipping? Okay, if we're sipping, we're changing cup again so that thing can be glass full as opposed to half full and we're getting a drink. So what I'm saying is I've been disappointed in this entire yeah, process. This is just yeah. immigration as a whole looking at it that way. But I'm still very hopeful. Yes. Soon. He'll get here. Just when? Hopefully. I guess that's the question. How long? How long has he been gone now, technically? Since Memorial Day. Oh, oh my God. That's a long time. We were told, by the way, by the immigration guru. Yeah. He'll be back in two months. Two months. Max. Don't worry about it. Of course. It. Before yeah. football season starts. God, just like this place. The Thunderdome was supposed to be done. Uh, yeah. Still don't have phone lines. We were told one thing. <laughs> Sold a false bill of goods. And that's what are the, why, are the phone lines a big deal? Yes. What do you think? AJ. No, I mean, are they a big deal to, in, to install to get it up and running? Oh, that's what dude, I'm asking. Please. I don't want to know. The gurus, the studio gurus had all the answers until actually having to have the thing work. And then, you know, some logic was asked about. But we were told, just like everything else, we're the experts. We're geniuses. Mm. We know this whole thing. That's why you're right. paying us to take care of these types of problems. Don't. We got you. We got you. Nice. That doesn't seem to. We got you. Please. We've done this before. Okay. Okay. Week 13's wrapping up. Yeah. Still don't have phones. Nope. It's ridiculous. We'd love to go to a phone right now. Hey, let's go to Fire Energy Phone. I want to inform Hey, what's up, Eric, Mark. over there in Ohio? Hey, I think I'll have State Buckeyes back in the fucking playoff. Huh? Right, we don't yeah. talk about that. All right, see you later. That'd be sweet. Yeah, go on. How the fuck just called in? Mm-hmm. Mind us for a good thing. College football playoff. Congratulations, AJ. Way to go, AJ. No problem. Uh, did, not s- did not see this coming. The Ohio State Buckeyes, because USC loses to Utah and everything else that has taken place all season with strength of schedule and strength of wins and strength of record being taken into account, the Ohio State Buckeyes now have to play the Georgia Bulldogs in the Peach Bowl down in Atlanta, Georgia, because the number one seed gets preferential treatment on home field advantage when it comes to the semifinals in the college football playoff. They have earned that. Michigan, TCU will play in the Fiesta Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona. How do you feel about the Ohio State Buckeyes getting 
getting back in there? And how did you feel about the question that I asked Ryan Day on College Game Day if you saw it, A.J. Hawk? I didn't. I actually I didn't see his response to your question. I saw the first part of it. But I, I, when I was looking at all the possibilities and saying, all right, here we go, Utah wins, all of this happens, mm-hmm. what kind of chance does Ohio State have? And I felt pretty good about their chances. Are you surprised that TCU stayed in and Alabama didn't pop in there? No, I think TCU, we knew going in, and by we, I mean everybody that knew college football was basically saying TCU's in unless they get blown out, basically. That's what they were saying. TCU's in unless they get blown out was kind of just assumed, I think, by all the people that know. This is not coming from me. This is me just listening to people that were talking about it who would know, I think. So because they kept it close, and they did score. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they scored. I mean, that was certainly fascinating there. The review and non-reviews, touchdown, championship game. Let's figure it the fuck out. But nonetheless, Max Duggan, obviously, after the game, was awesome to watch. Him putting a team on his back there at the end. He's a legit Heisman candidate. It's their first loss. I think they were going to be in regardless. Ohio State and Alabama, though, fascinating conversation because Nick Saban cuts a promo about why his team should be Uh in there. Hey, if we're going to play, all right, who's favorite? Fucking that's it. It's interesting. He had a point. It's got a great he point. brought that up. It real hey, legitimately has a good point, but also yeah. everybody just said to him, "Well, beat Tennessee, beat LSU. This isn't even a thing. Last plays of the game, both of them." So, it Tough. is it is a uh, the fact that there's only four spots and there's five conferences already tells you Stupid. Yep. Okay. Cannot be figured out. Once you start putting in the subjectivity of it and the opinions and everything, there's going to be a blowout. Maybe two of them here, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to talk about how wrong they were. But I think this is just how it is until the twelve-game fucking playoff takes place. It's funny that Saban was bringing all that up because uh, he normally during the year tells people not to bring up the spread and stuff like that because it's it's poison for his players. Rap poison, I. But uh, when it's when it's works for him, he'll fucking bring it up. That's interesting. That well, fucking well, guy. well. Well, yeah, he was explaining to the world why his team deserved Best to be in the Best win was against Texas beat some, with a backup. Fucking beat somebody, yeah. Nick. By one well, point. That is something that yeah. – that's what a lot of people said. Yeah, that's what a lot of people said. Ohio State, I guess they beat Penn State, or, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Iowa, tough Iowa ball club. Sure. True. That's right. Well, and a lot of those – I mean, they only lost by three points to them, but like well, the Ole Miss game. Like a lot of their wins weren't even – Texas A&M they almost lost? Yeah. Like they, they were close. Yeah, but that games. Texas game was close too down there in Texas. Oh, yeah. Like they got the win yeah. to a backup quarterback or whatever when Quinn Ewers was slinging it. But everybody knew that Alabama was going to be back in play whenever they put them at five, I think, before mm-hmm. – they, they, they ended up at five before the weekend. So it was like what all could possibly happen. LSU losing to Texas A&M. Now, granted, Georgia would – Oh, yeah. They fucking dog-walked. LSU in that championship. This Georgia team is awesome. They don't they don't know that they're national champions, it feels like, right? Yeah. Stetson yeah. Bennett, that dude. I, I like that beast. dude, man. I like him a lot. I like the whole team. Obviously, we we've talked a million times. I know they've lost a lot of players from last year, but it doesn't matter. They reload with a bunch of four two guys, no matter what position. I bring it up every time I talk about him and I feel bad for doing it because it's not his fault, but he is twenty five years old. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? It's nuts. That's a weapon. Yeah. Having that mature mm-hmm. of a guy yeah. playing at the position he's playing, and he's good. He's good at football. And uh, yeah, you think Ohio State's got a shot, AJ? Or good luck, AJ. You think, uh, yeah. you think we'll down at the Peach Bowl will be okay, uh, AJ, you think? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think they're excited to have a chance. So hopefully it looks different than the Michigan game did. So the reason why I brought up laying an egg to Ryan Day in my question, though, is mm-hmm. because they had to – the people of the committee had to feel that they laid an egg against Michigan as opposed to got exposed 
against Michigan, right? So, like, they laid an egg. They had a bad day. That was not a good game. That was a very bad game on a day that they played against Michigan, number two team in the country or whatever, because of how it went. So that's why I kind of asked the question in the way that I, I, I asked it. And the way he gave an answer was interesting. It was an interesting answer. I'm excited to see how loose they are for this playoff game because it is like a – it's like house money at this mm-hmm. point for them. And uh, maybe that will help them. Go ahead, Tone. Um, now, Jackson Smith and Jigba, he had nagging injuries all year long. I'll see if you guys had an opinion. He just it just came out that he is not going to play in the semifinal. He's wow. going to the NFL. Wow. Now, I don't know if he would have been 100% healthy or not. I, what, what's been happening there all season, AJ? Do you know? Has he been was hurt? Was it a hamstring? What it was, was it? Hammy, what, I think it was, was a couple different. Yeah, it was a couple different. Huh. You, you know something we don't know? What the hell's going what's on? The, yeah, what do you know? know? What's, the, what's the problem? I don't know anything. I don't know either, but it has not been talked about by anybody really, right? Yeah, at all. Are the severity of his injuries, when he's coming back, when he's not coming back, is he coming back? It's Came been back weird. One game, yeah. It's all because Marvin Harrison Jr. just yeah. fucking yes. yeah. want bananas Taking or whatever, over. but like, that's an interesting situation there. Yeah, He's really good at football. Mm-hmm. And imagine how much better he'd be with Marvin Harrison Jr. On the other on side. The other side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole team. Really. Yeah, true. Everybody. Anyways, congrats to all four teams getting in right. and to all the teams ranked that are going to be playing in a bowl game and to Kansas State for winning the Big 12 championship. Yeah, yeah, like Incredible that, kick by Ty Zentner. Happy for him. Punter, kickoff guy, and field goal guy. They don't make him like that anymore. That's right. I'm fucking happy for him, man. That's an athlete there. That's not easy to do. Yeah. Not a lot of people do. He hits a game winner laughing while he's jogging onto the field, murders the ball, murders the ball. I mean, obviously it was a short field goal, but that was a free swing by that guy uh, winning the Big 12. Congrats to him. Congrats to everybody at Kansas State. Congrats to Georgia getting that big-time win. Congrats to Tulane getting that big-time win. Congrats to Clemson. Congrats. With Cade Klubnick getting a big-time win. Utah. Utah. Congrats to Utah. Massive win over USC. Hey. That Caleb guy. What about him? I don't know. I'm indifferent on him. I, I think he's. You don't like his nails? I didn't like that. I don't mind that he paints his nails. I don't mind it at all. I don't mind it at all. Do your thing. Be you. However, you, yeah. however his moxie, whatever he wants to do, whatever swag he wants to have. Mm-hmm. I think the fuck Utah and the fuck Notre Dame on the nails is just like an indicator of like how he feels about like Lincoln Riley and the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, Deion Sanders is going to Colorado. Love it. And if you watch the entire team meeting that Deion Sanders had with that team, as opposed to just the little part where he said, I got luggage coming and it's Louie or whatever. And we got mm-hmm. a couple of positions already filled and people are like, Deion Sanders is telling these kids to hit the transfer portal or whatever. It was like, if you listen to the whole speech, he certainly mentioned for people to enter the transfer portal if they're not going to be smart, say, well, smart, tough, physical, discipline, like all those things. He, he, he basically, and also they stink. So, like, mm-hmm. everybody's like, Deion Sanders is spitting in the face of these kids who worked hard to become D1 football players. It's like, well, yeah, the reason why he's there is because they stink at football. Like, they got a last coach fired that did recruit them in there and tell them that they will play and that they will be heroes and everything. Dion's coming in there to shift the culture in his entire speech. I fucking loved it. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it a lot. Every time I hear him speak to his team, I enjoy it. He holds people accountable. He said, we're not wearing hats in meetings. We're not wearing earrings in meetings. We're not wearing phones. We're not bringing our, we're not bringing our darn phones into these meetings. And it's like he, because I think everybody sees him um, on 
on film having a time of his life and everything like that, and him being iced out and his name being prime and the personality that he has, I think people don't understand. He's holding motherfuckers accountable. Like, do you think the quarterback for Deion Sanders' team is ever going to have fuck Utah on their fingernails? Never. Ne- he would fucking, hey. And that is something that gets lost in the whole Deion Sanders conversation. It's like, he holds people accountable. Why do you think they went undefeated mm-hmm. in the swack? Why do you think he was able to get these people in there? Because the parents of these kids love that he's going to transform them into men, it feels like he wants to do, and there's accountability. I think that is something that's not happening at USC with Lincoln. You know, and I, I'm not, not – I don't want to bury Lincoln. He's obviously it's had a lot – Everywhere. It's harder everywhere, though. Don't you think that's harder for every college coach because they have to walk on eggshells? Mm-hmm. They're worried that, hey, if I, if I don't play this person enough plays this game, they're going to enter the transfer portal. And that's what – when you talk to college coaches, they're all worried about this. Like, hey, how do we hold them accountable? How do we coach? How do we find ways to connect with these guys? And Dion kind of has an old-school way of going about it. And to be clear, I think Caleb Williams is very good at football. Very good at oh, football. Yeah. Yeah. I just – that whole thing – and I like people that talk shit. I love people that talk shit. But just like – that seems to just yeah. be a dumb move. Like, that's just like, is the pop worth the squeeze? You know, like, is, the ju- is it really who? It's almost showing them too much respect. I feel like, man, why are you thinking about us so much? Yeah. Well, not, a, not only that, but, like, who's saying, yeah, that's awesome. Him? Is, yeah, he, is exactly. that making him a better mm-hmm. player? I don't think anybody's like, oh, that's awesome. Fuck you. What if he showed you that? What if he showed you that, like, the early pregame, he's going out and he's like, hey, man, check this out. What would you say to him? Oh, dude, that's so cool. Am I his teammate? Am I his teammate? Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. your teammate. And this is a quarterback right before we play in the fucking Pac-12 championship? Yep. I'm definitely gassing him up oh, at yeah. that moment. Go get him. Hey, yeah, it's awesome, dude. Now, going to have to have a good game. Hey, yeah. going to have to have a good game with that. I'm excited. You're confident. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. But I don't think there's a lot of people that are like, that's awesome. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. He has the talent, though. He's a fucking ball player. That yeah. guy is a magician. Oh, yeah. He calls, Superman's his nickname or whatever. He's a fucking mm-hmm. magician, that guy. And there, isn't there a difference like between letting guys be themselves and letting them be themselves like within the coach's culture of it? And that's like kind of the difference between Dion and Lincoln. Is that- it's tough, too, if you're going to win the Heisman and you yeah. come with the guy from the other school. You, there's a lot of – he has a lot of power, I would assume, Caleb does. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And I think we all just wish like – some of it, like, come on. It's just kind of a puke move. Yeah, in the LOL to Max Duggan right. crying. And then he said that, well, the reason why I said LOL to that is because everybody attacks me for crying. And then they say that, well, also everybody, I think, I think the hurt, you being hurt playing thing and how you played. And then they also have fuck Utah on your, on your fingernails. Yes. That leads to a lot of people being able to say, like, oh, fuck this guy. And if you're calling, you're a heel. He's a heel. So you need to just, like. I, maybe he accepts it. it too. Yeah. Maybe he just maybe yeah. he just accepts it. Love too. a good heel. He is a heel. He's a fucking yeah. heel for sure. And like you said, he is so entertaining. So good. To watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, breaking news in my ear. Out of changing pace here. <laughs> Caleb, can't wait to watch you win the Heisman and move forward. Yeah. I just thought the fuck Utah was just and the Notre Dame like. Yeah, people talk about Max maybe winning it because of the whole. One of us has a future sticking on it. Oh, everything. Well, it turns out. See what happens against Michigan, even though it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, we're having breaking news out of Cincinnati. And this one, it hits close to home. Oh, no. No, it's not an oh, no. Okay, sweet. It's a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, hell yeah. And I think the reason why it's a hell yeah is because what an incredible run this man has had. He went to high school in Cincinnati, went to college in Cincinnati, was drafted to Cincinnati, has been in Cincinnati as a Bengal since 2009. Punter Kevin Huber has been released from Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Hell of a run. Good run, Kev. Baby, Kev. Hell of a run. 
same draft class as me. Obviously, I'm a big fan of his, not only for that reason, because I've known him for so long, but whenever he was punting at Cincinnati, I was at West Virginia, I'd ask him for tips. He would give them to me. Always been incredibly cool. Always been incredibly nice. I think he's been the perfect punter for Cincinnati. Drinks beers, kicks balls well, has always been consistent. In that wind, you have to be as such. He knew it better than anybody. Uh, Congrats on a hell of a run with the Bengals, Huber. I don't know what's next, but I do know that I'm a big fan of yours, pal, and I appreciate you. AJ, you knew Hubes, right? Yeah, I played with with Huber for a year. He's awesome. Yeah, not like uh, not a uh, he's a team guy. Like he's involved in everything. Like talks to everybody on the team. Team parties. He's hanging out. Like with he's a great dude. Like he's a great team guy. Honestly, he really is. Yeah, he's a glue guy. Yeah, Pat's could use him. And he's a stud, an awesome punter as well, which helps your team win a lot of yeah. games. Yeah, Drew Chrisman, I guess, is taking his spot. Drew Chrisman from Ohio State, uh, talented punter. Also, I believe he's uh, he's from Ohio, from Cincinnati. Uh, another, another. That's man. what I'm saying. I that think. whole team is Cincinnati guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, he's from Ohio, I think. I don't know if he's from Cincinnati. He takes over. I don't know what Huber's doing. Is he hitting balls well? I don't know. Is that why Drew Christmas won? Is he hurt? I don't know the whole story behind him, but I just know Huber. Thanks for everything, man. Thank I appreciate you, you, buddy. Yeah, he went to he went to high school in Cincinnati. Christmas wow. did. Yeah, Drew Christmas from Cincinnati as well. Lasalle. Wow. If you're in Lasalle, Lasalle. I'll tell you what. They're going to yeah, fucking run into those St. X ball, uh, boys next well, year. Salas. Yeah, and they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, okay? I, I know. And you tell Father McCullough down there uh-huh. at LaSalle okay. that the way he just viewed Herb Street, oh, didn't he buy a fake apartment here so the Chase could come to school? Whoa. No, they, they picked up their whole family and moved to Cincinnati. Yeah. Who said that? Father McCullough. Father. Watch your fucking I'm gonna priest. Out, Father. I'm going to reach out to yeah. him. Yeah. Father exactly. McCullough. Comment. He's so a good guy. The priest is snitching. No, it's not snitching. No, opposite. It's, misju- no. it's, it's misreading. Yeah, throwing shade. Yeah. They so live misinformation. There. Yeah, it's misinformation. Yeah, I know they do. I know. We moved everybody. They were at the Bengals game yesterday. That's right. Mm-hmm. Loving it. Anyways, Father McCullough, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Father. You got fucking another thing coming, pal, with that Chase Herb Street boy. Yeah. Welcome That's to right. hell. I'm going to slap him in the mouth. <laughs> I think St. X is also a Catholic, Catholic school. school. Yeah. yeah. But they're, they give them hell on the football field, though. LaSalle <laughs> actually has a uh, sophomore quarterback this year. Next year, going to be junior. Also, Coach, Chase, Coach sophomore Stone, quarterback. Right? Yeah, let's look into his. Uh, that's right. You said that rivalry. He's good. Yeah, he was really good. He got something in the game. The quarterback just moves from starting quarterback right to like tight end, wide receiver, middle of the game, having a rough game throwing the ball. Just move him right over there. Sophomore comes in, fucking spinning it. I mean, just Darts. unbelievable. It's like, all right, good Ohio football. I mean, I enjoyed watching a little high school football this past season. Can't wait for it. Drew Crispin from LaSalle, now he's punting for the Bengals. Congratulations on a coming-of-age tale. Congrats, everybody. Yeah. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. We went for four hours. I freestyled we would do that. Oh, yeah. Monday. We did. Oh, yeah, who you guys got tonight? Football, football game tonight. NFC South. Rivals. New Orleans Saints and Tampa Bay Buccaneers will battle on ESPN and ESPN2. There's a Manning cast to go alongside Joe and Troy. Three-point favorites are the Buccaneers at home. Speaking of home, Tom Brady's home looks a lot different than it did five, six weeks ago. (laughs) Will that be the change that the Buccaneers needed to really come full circle and come together? Will they win on this Monday Night Football by more than three, or will Andy Dalton, who hasn't won on Monday night since 2014 or something like that, be able to accomplish a feat that has been so staggering for him and getting a dub in front of the ESPN World. Bucks. 
Saints, NFC South leadership on the line. Who do you like, AJ? I would assume that you would be on the same side as me here. I like the Bucks minus three. Me too. Hammer Don is in 15 minutes. I'm sure that you guys will go through some other bets maybe on that game. Can't wait to hear how we're going to make money. Can't thank you all enough for joining us this this particular afternoon. We got nothing. We got nothing. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. Throw the brain. No, we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we'll do something awesome. Brain's heavy. You know that. You felt yeah, this come thing. Come on. Adrian. You can't throw the brain. Can't throw the brain. I mean, this thing's protected. The front. Shot put. You could probably do the spinny shot put deal. No, I mean, I could throw it, obviously. Yeah. I'm not trying to break anything, AJ. Don't be an asshole. Come on. Please, AJ. Thank you. Son of a bitch. This guy's got the fucking team going. He does. It's five weeks in a row, man. Good oh, football, man. man. I know what we are, man. Super you Bowl. should, too, man. Think about it. No punts yesterday for that guy. Oh. Wow. Wow. Jack Fox, sorry. Paid him. I know. Mm -hmm. Don't need him. Team got good. Paid him. Team got good. Yeah. It's good life for Jack Fox. Jack fucking dope. Keep crushing it, pal. All right. We're going to get out of here. Aaron Rodgers, Tuesday is tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend. That one should be fantastic. After the landlord of Uh Chicago had another game and they're back. What will you say about Christian Watson? What will you say about the rest of the season? They're not eliminated yet. How will his spirits be? Cannot wait for it. AJ, you're the best. Welcome back, pal. Happy you enjoyed yourself with the yups. Even better to have you back on this particular Overreaction Monday. We're back tomorrow. Good luck to everybody. Hammer, dimes in 15 minutes. Goodbye.